to the PropNX.com show. Coming to you, baby, TOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, B-O-G-K-Dub, Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do Mathis, though. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming at you on this Monday night after Spring Creek, Millville, Minnesota National. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to BTOSports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech. Uh, thank you, everybody. Vivid Home Automation, thank you. And please support the sponsors who support us. Uh, I'm your host, Steve Mathis, as usual. With me on this Monday night, not... Kenny Watson, but the next best thing, some would say the the better thing, <laughs> Tony Berluti. Berlute, what's up? Hey, how are you, Steve? Great, great to be back. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Uh, Kenny Watson, out sick today. Yeah? What it, happened to him? I don't know. He said he had the flu. Huh. He didn't, he didn't go to the race this week. You didn't see him out there. No, no, he's not. He doesn't go to nationals, although maybe this weekend. He, he went will. to Washougal. Yeah. Well, that, he's going to Washougal. Uh, remember uh, that one time he got the... Uh, Dungey's interview, uh, so he rubbed yeah, that in. Yeah, <laughs> he still talks about it to this day. Yeah, that's so. But um, yeah, no Watson tonight. Calling in sick. Uh, I, I can't help but wonder. You know, last week I paid him the second payment for the year, and he took it, and now he's called out sick. So, wow. I hope, I hope that's not it. <laughs> um, but thanks everybody for listening. And uh, Kevin Windham, Davey Millsaps, Jimmy Albertson, Easy from Brodocross, all coming on. Uh, we got a great show lined up. And uh, Tony Berluti, one of uh, how many titles you got, Berlute? Two? Two East yeah, Coast? No, West Coast. West Coast uh, Supercrosses? Supercross, yeah. A lot of race wins, though. Uh, a few. Not a lot. More than me. <laughs> Some great mechanics sitting right here. I know, folks, Steve. So. I used to see you in action. Yeah. Remember that day at Bud's Creek where uh, uh, I, I, my guy won and your guy got third in that moto? Oh, yeah. That's right. that's right. Berlute and Mathis. Good memory. Hey, uh, taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down. He's got his own segment. He's got all the phone numbers if he wants to start his own show. None other than the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Hello. What's going on? Just coming to hang out. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Don't forget, you can get this on archives. You can get this on iTunes. Uh, the archive will be up tonight. You can get it on iTunes. You can also get it on Stitcher and Pulpamex app. We have some apps to give away? Yes, we do. We got Jake Weimer's autographed Thor pants from the second moto to give away. We have Michael Burns Fly Racing autographed race-worn helmet to give away. Wow. And we got three pairs of uh, free gun board shorts to give away. The big coming through. They, they make board shorts Yeah. Now. Who wow. knew? I never Branching seen Branching out. I just thought it was underwear. Yeah. Um, and also, Jason Thomas, uh, our beloved Jason Thomas, has gone to Holland uh, to do a beach race. He's going to call in. Tits, do you want to tell everybody? Because you seem to be communicating <laughs> with him. <laughs> He'll be calling in around nine o'clock this evening. We'll be able to talk to him, and uh, you know. He texts you that? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just texting him, you know, casually about his race and scoring points and stuff like that, you know, because we're like don't, that. Don't text the show guests or the show people. But he's my friend. No, he's not. Sure, he is. No, he's just a, he's a star athlete <laughs> okay. who's bothered by your texts. 
<laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> He's bothered by it. He didn't even know that Crap. it happened. Anyways, this is what I got to put right. up with. At this point, if you're Watson, you're starting to yell at me. But um, we got <laughs> what Boyd, beach race is it? Do you know? Um, it's not really a beach race per se. It's it's by the beach. It's a sand slash super crossy thing. Like that was they did it last year. Hanson's over there too. Partridge. Oh, okay. A couple of your guys. Okay. A couple of your team members. Um, uh, and JT. It's in a festival or a fair going on or something. I don't know. I, I do wonder though. Like if the race is Saturday, he's going to miss Washougal. He left Sunday to get acclimated to. Shh. To, to serious, Amsterdam. Man. Wow. Yeah. So right after the race, he took off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess he needed time to get, get you know. to the red light yeah. district and get all I'm set just, up. I'm real hungover or jet lag. I better go to Amsterdam and get used to everything. Because, uh, I don't know. So he's going to call in later. Six o'clock in the morning, his time is about nine our time. I think he's going to call in later. Are you sticking around for the whole show, Burley? What's your deal? Yeah, sure. Okay. You got to leave. You got to leave. All right. Get up and leave. Well, tell us first. Oh, absolutely. Um, But... Hey, let's get before we get into Millville too much. Did you watch Millville? I sure did. Okay, uh, what's up with you? What's going on? You uh, work for Ivan Tedesco, Supercross, um, and uh, what's what's been going on with you and uh, the Hart and Huntington team? Oh, not much. Just kind of button up a few ends, but uh, just looking forward to next year. Uh, myself, I've just been kind of laying low. You know, not really vacationing, but yeah. you know, fishing a little bit, camping. You know, yeah. fun things that I've always wanted to do. Right, that you never could, for never years could and years. do. Yep. Um, and uh, you went to Mammoth? Yeah, I went to Mammoth. How's that? Hadn't been there in a long time. Really? Yeah, it's, it's become really commercialized. Oh, yeah? Back in my day, it was earlier days, you know, yeah. like late 70s, early 80s. It was a really good time, but now there's just so many people and a lot of commercialized. But it's still a good time. Yeah, still great, a good time. Did great you, did, place. Did you work? Like, for who, who rode no, up I, there? I, Art rode, I guess? No, or? I rode. I raced. Oh, yeah. nice. I rode the 50 class, yeah. How'd you do? Uh, 50A, like uh, Warty, with a lot of yeah. good guy. Pingri- uh, not Pingree. Um, uh, what's his chops? Uh, oh, uh, Troy Lee. Oh, yeah. A few guys like that. Yeah. I got great starts. I faded. I ended up 11. <laughs> I le- got great starts. I faded. <laughs> yeah. I pulled the whole, uh, holy, the last moto. There's four motos total, yeah, you know? Yeah. But uh, nice. I just wasn't, I just haven't ridden that much, Steve, you uh-huh. know? But uh, 11th? 11th right. out of about 40 guys. Oh, shit. Not bad, you know? But I should, I, I, I left some out there on the track. I, I pushed out. Did you have your H&H Cowie? Is that what you rode? No, I rode uh, my Suzuki, but I was decked out in H&H gear. Yeah. Yeah. Loot. Good time. Uh, and yeah. Wardy won? Uh, he won all four motos, but you know what was really cool? He bowed out the fourth moto just so somebody else could get the bear and get the overall. Oh, really? Isn't that cool? No way. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I mean, yeah. yeah. He just was like, yeah. That, that's yeah. what I hear, that yeah. he packed it up and just, you know, let somebody else win the overall. He didn't want to really take yeah. the overall. And it's, because it's, he de- he decimated everything. Yeah, let's yeah, face yeah, it. Yeah, right. It's Jeff Ward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, what do you think about your old guy Ivan Tedesco? Uh, you know, we uh, we saw him ride the for Mitch. Had a great opening round. After that, he struggled a bit. Then he got landed on and beat up at Buds. Uh, supposed to be back for this weekend, if not for sure afterwards. What do you make of Ivan uh, dropping down and his results and all that? Well. Um, I kind of had him at about eighth, and then after Hangtown, I kind of ate my words, and then that's about where he ended. Yeah. Up. That's where he was, eighth to eighth yeah. to twelfth. Yeah. But um, uh, actually, but I think he wrote, he's riding really good, Steve. You know, I think all things it, considered. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It's a cool story to see yeah. him to see him do it. Um, now your team um, looks like Hanny's coming back, according to Kenny. Anything else new on there? Anything? Have you been working on the yellow bikes yet? No. Can't not even. Yeah, do. just parts orders. Oh, okay. Getting things ready there. Kind of. Oh. I mean, or it doesn't mean we've got parts in, but yeah. just I had a – You're kind of in charge budget. of like uh, – yeah. yeah. 
figuring out what you guys are going to need, what you're going to go. And I hear you're going outdoor racing, according to Watson. Apparently so. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Um, I, you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm just wondering, is it worth it as far as, but, you know, sponsors? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just really wonder. Yeah, well, it's a nice TV package they have now. Yeah. I mean, all four motos were live on the weekend. That's true. And uh, and I don't know if you've been watching it much. Well, I guess you said you have. They devote some time to other guys. It's not just all Ryan Dungey show or, or Pro Circuit show. You know, they they highlight different teams and riders and things like that. So um, I think it's a great package. And I think the coverage has been unbelievable. So, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, yeah I guess you're right. right. It is, you know. Maybe uh, in the past it wasn't that great of a value, but right. maybe it is a good value. We're going to do a trivia c- question uh uh-huh. for burners bto sports fly racing helmet all right um call in right now and chance to win the helmet you got to name four of berludi's riders that he's worked for so i mean this what we you probably worked for a dozen guys maybe more yeah probably more okay four that's all we need pat past winners please don't call in we just need four guys who berludi's worked for doesn't matter I think we're going to have trouble. I think we're going to have trouble finding that if I know our audience. Four riders that Tony Baluti has wrenched to glory. Some of them not to glory, but some of them, many of them (laughs) to glory. Uh, So, um, yeah, we'll see about that. And thanks to Michael Byrne for getting the helmet and also um, JT. A couple things to start. Nick Way, did you see his crash? You know what? The the coverage only showed the very end of it, but it was pretty gnarly. It was ugly. Did he get hurt? How's he doing? Dislocated hip. They put it back in. They fused two of his vertebrae together. Oh, shit. Um, but uh, he's got all feeling. He's fine. His strength is fine. Uh, just going to be a long, a long road to recovery for him. Um, so, Retirement? No, I don't think so. No? I don't know. I mean, you'd think – yeah, I mean – I mean, his results – You'd have to think – He, he loves would, racing, though, huh? He does. He yeah. loves racing. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But best wishes to Nick Way Absolutely. and uh, his recovery. One of the great guys in the sport, yeah, as you know. Yeah. You work for him. Yeah. That's oh, shit, we just well, gave away one of the sure answers. Did, God damn, we're stupid. Somebody's going to get that. Um, who's on line one? Let's let's try to get this through. Uh, two. Line two was the, the first caller. Who's on one? Rugs, but he, he called in second. Like, there's a guy who called in, and he didn't know that there was a tribute question. He was just like, I want the stuff. I said, well, do you have the All answer? Right. He said no. Who's on first? Who's on two? N- number two is uh, Taylon. Taylon. Yeah. What's up, man? Thanks for listening. We're going to start the show out with a bang. Name four riders that Berluti has worked for. Okay, um, Tedesco, Tortelli, Birdwell, and Ferry? No, no. Uh, you, you got, am I three and four? You got two of them right. But, oh, uh, damn it. All right, thanks, bud. Birdwell and Ferry, is that the two guys me. that you work for? That's me. <laughs> uh, Rugs. Hey. What's up, man? What, give, give us four guys that uh, Berlutz worked work for. Tedesco, Berner, Ashone. And Huffman. Ding, ding, ding. You win, Rugs. I knew you'd get this. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. Um, yes. So, Rugs, you win the helmet. Uh, it's a signed Michael Byrne uh, uh, fly racing helmet. And uh, stay on the line, and awesome. Tits will get your info, man. Thank you. It'll go well with my burner shrouds for Luke gave me. Oh, wow. There ah, you go. Cool. <laughs> right on. Thanks, Rugs. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we got the winner, everybody, so stop calling. Um, four, four, uh... Could we go four more? And for the Weimer pants, that'd be tough, right? Because the guy Rugs named all your name guy, your main guys that people would know. Nah, there's a, there's there's people there's more that people know. You think? I, I somebody'll get it. I would think. All right, we're gonna do we're gonna do the 
signed Jake Weimer non-fly racing pants right off his ass from the second moto at Millville. Uh, he was going to throw them away, and I got him instead. So we need nice. we need uh, four riders that Baludi has worked for besides Tedesco, Tishon, Portelli, and what else did he say? Huffman. Oh, did he get Huffman? Okay. Besides those guys. That's going to be tough. I don't even know if I could do it. Um, let's go, tits. All right. Steve? Steve, what's up, man? Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up? Hey, yeah. I was going to try to win the helmet, but I guess Tits just said they all gave it away. Um, you you wanna... said if I had name four more, I could win the pants. Yeah, sign Jake Weimer Thor pants. Right off his ass. Okay. From, uh, what, um... <laughs> So they already listed four, right? Yeah, Tedesco, Pichon, Tortelli, and Huffman are out. Who else you got? Uh, let's see. He, he went for Antonez, didn't he? That's one. Okay. Um, Lusk. Yep. Uh, Roncato. Yep. Um, Renard. Yep. That's it. <laughs> right job. on, Steve. <laughs> Uh, we got our winner. We got our second winner for the Thor Pants. I thought this would be much harder. Our listeners, you know, generally are sometimes pretty dumb. But, um, um, yeah. I think they're pretty moto enthusiastic. Yeah, that's that's true. Good job on that, Steve. Can we put you on hold and Tits will get your info? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, Rug's on two. Steve's on four. If nobody else call in. We're good. Rug's is on one. Whatever. Probably. Whatever. Figure it out, bro. <laughs> um, that's it. Wow. Eight riders. Who do you miss? Oh, would they miss? I'd have to do it by hand. Yeah. Well, you, like you said, way I worked with him for yeah. a little. Yeah, Tommy Gun. Tommy Gun. Watts. Oh, oh yeah. If, uh, if somebody would have got that, that would have been that'd have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been pretty good. We might have just found something to give uh, away. That's uh, awesome. Uh, something else. Hey, a uh, couple things. Um, Cole Thompson, uh, Canadian privateer kid, uh, seven eight at Redbud, fifteen seven this week. Got picked up by Star Racing. So he's going to ride the 250F for Star Racing starting thought, uh, this I, I weekend. I thought I heard somebody else got picked up by him. Tommy Week did. No. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, then but then he broke his leg. Said that, uh, oh, oh, somebody said that Martin was going there. Alex Martin? Yeah. No? Not that I know of. Oh, okay. Maybe. He's got a 1110 uh, ride, but maybe he's not happy or not getting paid or who knows. Yeah. Uh, those the, guys have had a lot of problems. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe. I saw uh, Alex talking to Mitch after the race. Oh, really? No doubt wondering, you know, about a ride. Mitch has one spot open. So oh, right now? Yeah. Well, no, for next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you think about Mitch signing um, Martin Davalos? You know what? He's the kind of guy that Mitch would be able to turn around. The guy gets good starts. Mm -hmm. The guy's got speed. I think he lacks, I don't know if he does, you know, brain farts or whatever. Or I don't right, know right. about how, how great a shape he's in, but yeah. he definitely typically gets good starts and he's yeah. got speed. Yeah. Well, that's what kind of Mitch was saying to me. Like, you can't teach that. Right. You know, like, you can teach maybe um, holding it together and race craft and that kind of stuff, you know. How so. many guys have he, has he picked up that are just like him that, that, yeah. that become, no, become I know. champions? I know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, uh, what else? Uh, uh, Dungey wins again. Smokes him. Yeah. No surprise there. Uh, hey, what do you make of the uh, the little controversy that's going on uh, with the remote across the nations James is uh, out right now. We don't know if he's coming back in or not. We're not sure. If he's out, who do you pick for that second 450 spot? 
lot of people are saying Barsha. You know, he kills it in the sand, and he's going to be on a Honda. Um, Weimer, Alessi, what would you do? Um, I would probably go with uh, somebody that's got good, good support, and I think Weimer would be the yeah. guy I'd pick. So you'd be worried about Alessi's team slash bike slash everything. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I think he's a great rider, yeah. and I, I think he would represent really well, and I think he would love to go. Mm -hmm. I just think, you know, resources-wise, yeah. you know, and, and you yeah. know great of a team Cowie is and yeah. stuff. I I think Weimer Weimer's been there. He's got he's got the experience. Yeah. Would you send a, a Weimer ahead of Stewart or no? Is, are you talking yes. about if Stewart you would? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Even if Stu comes back and I you know, the guy's incredible. Yeah. I just I don't think he's deserving of it. Um why? Just go up with it. Move like Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, yeah. I, just, wow, Berlou. No, I just the Stewart hater. No, no, not please. No, is it that's he's not it. Is at it because he's black? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guy. That's no, but jacked no, up. I'm just kidding. No, d I just do I do don't think? like this off and on. I mean, he yeah. did he did well last week. Why couldn't he race this week and race? You know, right, right. I don't get it. I just don't. I'm not into that. Right. That's all. You're saying tough it out, stay in the game, get better, build up, and try to beat Ryan. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. He and, beat him. First two races, yeah, no yeah, problem, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's capable of beating him. He's right. he's he's as good as there is, mm -hmm. you know. But I just anyway, that's my take. Yeah, no, interesting. What do you think? Who do you um, who do you like? I think Mike should go, but you know the the there, there's a lot of costs involved, as you know. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what the AMA pays for, it's expensive to go absolutely. for any of these teams. So, and Mo Moto Concepts is well funded. They've never done anything like this. So I would just, if I was Roger, I would be like, okay, this is what you got to do, Mike Genova. We need another bike built, sent over. Mike needs two bikes. We need your suspension guy and another mechanic plus Mike's mechanic. Are you willing to do all this to go? Yeah, that is a good and, idea. And if Genova goes, yes, I'll do it. Because, you know, he probably, Mike Genova probably doesn't have any idea. And you know and I know. And it costs a lot of money. And there's so many people involved in, in a destination's effort. Absolutely. You know. So... If he's willing to do that, I'd send Michael Essie. It's time. Let him go. I mean, it's deep sand track. I could see the rationale behind Barsha, but. Oh, really? I didn't even think of that. Deep sand. Huh? Uh, Where is it? Lomo. Oh, Belgium. really? Yeah, cool. yeah. It's, it's gnarly. So. Um, yeah, Alessi, Alessi's decent in the sand, I think. Yeah. But he got I, third overall at Southwick on a 350 yeah. a couple years ago. No, I mean, he, he rides in. I mean, he lives yeah. in the high desert. Right. There's a lot of sand. Lives in I mean, Florida now. Oh, does like, he? Yeah. You know, he's out in Jackson, another sand area. Yeah. So, uh, let's go. Ke Kelly, you there? Hello? What's up, Kelly? Thanks for listening, bro. No, it's actually Terry from Connecticut. Oh, good job, Tits. Hey, close enough. Yeah, it's called Terry, <laughs> not Kelly. Kelly, Kelly Terry. You know, yeah, it doesn't sound the same, the same at all. Sure it does. Yeah, um, I want to talk about the <laughs> destination team also. Um, I mean, I think if Stewart comes back and he kills it at Southwick, you have to put him in the MX3 spot. Okay. And um, I, can't, I, I mean, I agree. This is what I'm saying. All goes on if James Stewart doesn't show back up. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Berluti. Okay, and and if know. he doesn't, if Stewart doesn't come back for Southwick, I think that Barsha is definitely the pick for MX3. Really? Huh. Oh, because he he kills it. I mean, look what he did there last year. Never he been. Had his, nev he never. Had his first 250 win. Yeah. At Southwick. Listen, never raced as nations before, never gone on that kind of stage, barely raced a 450, what he had four races last year on a 450. And although mm -hmm. Unadilla was awesome, people forget that his other races, he kind of struggled a bit. Um, he had one good moto here and there. He did win Southwick's second moto. 
last year on a Honda 450, but you wouldn't be worried about that, about just sending, a, let's say, quote-unquote, a, a kid over? Mm, no, I just think Barsha kills it in the sand. and. Uh, uh, you're you right. Know, yeah. yeah, he does. You know, it's you know, even, I mean, you probably think this is crazy. Save Stewart does get the MX3 spot. Yeah. I still think for MX2, you need to send your best sand rider. Yep. And even though Baggett is killing it right now, I still think Barsha is better in the sand. Uh, Terry, I, Terry, where are you from? From Connecticut. Oh, shocker. <laughs> shocker. Uh, um, yeah, uh, you're, you're biased towards Barsha, let's face it. Um, um, well, no, I am a little bit, but he, right. I mean, Southwick's a, kind of like a home track for him, and, and he kills it there. And, you know, I think you have to send your best sand rider. And, okay. You know, I think even this year at Southwick, we'll see. I think Barsha's going to go out there and, and, you know, even beat Baggett. I think he's going to go 1-1 this year. Okay. And that's, that's before Unadillo, so. Okay, well, well at that, um, who is going to be the uh, uh, MX2? I just think you send the winner. If, if it's Tomac, Baggett, or, or, or Barsha, whoever wins. Is that how it's going to go? Yeah, but know. Steve, know, it, but it doesn't always go that way. If you go, I think in, uh, Mickey Diamond won the 125 national title. Yeah, Diamond won. 86 got, and 87. Yeah, he got effed. And he was never on a Destinations team. I know. And, and Mickey got effed, for sure. But yes, he did. Yeah. One thing to keep in mind, Mitch Payton, very, very influential in the Motocross Nations team. Well, I think and, that's what's going right. to put Baggett on the team. Right, exactly. Especially if Baggett wins and Mitch says Baggett should go, who's going to argue? You know. So, um, did you see this weekend? I mean, Baggett was unbelievable in a sand whoops. Better than your guy, Barsha. Um, oh, he, he, you know. Baggett he was can, just incredible. He did have a bad, <laughs> he did have a bad Disnations um, last year. But, uh, yeah, but that that could happen your first year there. Yeah, for sure. Hey, just think of the guys over in Europe trying to pick their team. We got three guys that we've we've talked about yeah. that all are capable. Yeah, and Europe's like so we're pretty yeah. pumped. No, you yeah, know? yeah. Yep. And other in Canada, I don't know who's going to stop America. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Terry. Okay, thanks. Love the show. All right, thank you. Uh, we're going to get Kevin Windham on right away. Before that, let's go to Scott. Scott, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey, thanks for listening, bro. No problem, man. Hey, uh, a couple things. Well, I'll just add, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I've never been to Southwick. I've honestly never been to Lomo, but is Southwick even comparable to Lomo as far as the amount of sand? Because it looks like, I mean, there's a little bit more harder base to Southwick, and Lomo just looks like it's just never-ending sand. It's, it's comparable in the way that a Big Mac is comparable to a double-double in and out. <laughs> I mean, it's, still, analogy, a, it's still a burger. But it's not really. Yeah. You know? So it's sand. Southwick right. is sand, but it's not Lomo. I went to the closest G- thing we got to Lomo. Yeah. I went to the GP. I went to Lomo last year for the GP. And uh, I grew up riding a track that was very similar to Lomo. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's really not. It's, it's a lot different. So, yeah, it, you know. it looked absolutely ridiculous from what I, what right. I saw last year and stuff. But, what, what people, uh, and also, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I just everybody's on this Jeffrey Hurlings bandwagon. Uh, Hurlings, Hurlings, Hurlings. I went last year, and Roxon had him covered uh, exactly. until, until he fell with like uh, two turns to go. And I'm looking at right. Baggett, Barsha, and Tomac, who all have Roxon covered over here, or maybe not covered, but handled, let's say. And uh, so I'm not really scared of Hurlings. I mean, even if he rides a 450, big deal. You know, I mean, like I said, Roxon was as good as Hurlings there last year. So. Come on, right, right. And, and, and I'm with I'm with you. The 250 guys. I mean, you know, whoever wins, I think should go. But 
My re- my actual question was, uh, you know, this maybe Berlue, maybe you know as well. Is there a hundred percent confirmation on uh, Josh Hill this weekend? Uh, I don't want to say hundred percent, but uh, the truck is going up there for him, so I believe he is going to ride. Awesome. Yeah. That'll be it'll be good to see him back, man. Yeah. He's a, he's a great guy. Yeah. Hopefully, he d- are you working for him? No. Who's no. Go, who's who's, um, who's working for him? His mechanic, oh, uh, uh, Sean. Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're not even going? No. No. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's sweet. Oh. Thanks. Thanks, All right, man. Well, uh, All thanks a right. lot. Thank you. Um, we got Kevin Windham coming up here right away. So, yeah, Hill's coming back. That's going to be a cool story. I hope he does well. Um, yeah, be great. I just hope he can finish, put together two motos. Wherever he finishes would be great. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, um, sounds like, you know, he needs to have a strong Washougal to open people's eyes up for next year to be like, hey, we, you know, Josh Hill, we can actually hire Josh Hill. I don't know. Um what else? Uh, Tommy Hahn came back this weekend. Typical Tommy Hahn. Rode fast. Had some bad luck. Got stung by a bee or something and sw- swelled up before the second yeah. moto. His eyes were swollen shut and his really? finger. Yeah. Did you see him? Yeah. I, well, after he got the steroid, I saw him. Yeah, they shot they shot him full of steroids. Did he you look know? like Elephant Man? Yeah, he had like his eye was all jacked up. Really? And I was just like, oh, my God, Tommy. I was like, if you... If I hear that you got hit by a piano, <laughs> a piano fell on you, I'm going to be like, all right. Oh. God, that guy. He just can't. <laughs> Can't catch a break, or no. can he catch? Uh, he can catch a break. I guess that's that yeah, would he be got it. a Honda ride. That's a pretty good break. No, no doubt. But then, he, then once he gets it, then right. something happens. Like you said, the piano. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what, it's gnarly. Um, you surprised at Ryan Dungey? Surprised it's this good? No, no. Nah, I mean, I, mean, I just don't. Yeah. I don't believe that they're the that there's other than Stewart, you know, and then you know the guys that are hurt. If if Villapoto, Canard. Reed, we're all back racing. Is Dungy winning then, or is it is it a yes. blanket over? Really? Yeah. Or it's probably not going to be as easy. No, and no, of course gonna, not. But and because of his start, sometimes not being the best starts, it's yeah. possible that he might lose a moto here. But I, as far as the overall championship, I say yes. Yeah. 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 What um, do you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, God, him and Villapoto. Well, I don't know. Enough. I said Villapoto. You said Villapoto. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a tough one. No, I don't know. That'd be tough. Yeah. Let me re- retract. Yeah. It, it, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I don't know how you decide between them. You know, you're right. The starts could be the difference there. Yeah. Taylon, what's up, man? You just won something, and now you want to call in again? Uh, yeah. I just want to try and redeem myself, really. All right. <laughs> well, um, just a comment about Barsha. Yep. Is he really that great of a sand rider, or is that just his local track? Because his two good tracks are yeah, uh, South and Unadilla. Yeah, Unadilla is about as far from a sand track as you can get. No, good point. You're right. You just, I mean, that's just he, his local track. Right. So I'm pretty sure that's all that is. Maybe that's good. Good. Good thinking. Could be just he's good in that track, and once you get to Loma, which is different, he's going to struggle a little bit. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks. Good. Good. Uh, good point. Um. Yeah. It's uh. It's going to be interesting to see um who who Roger and Mitch go with. I think if Stewart's anywhere near capability, you just pick him. But if, interesting. If you, if you want, if you want to. I, I mean, I sometimes in in the sport, I I think you should go go for des- deserving people though, a little. And I'm not believe me, I, I'm not a Stewart hater when I say that. I just <laughs> I think some other people that have busted their ass all year long, and they've been there the whole time. I yeah. think they, I think that you know, and they usually when they go, they're they're they they yeah. bust their ass at the donations. Right, you know? right. Um, how many you been to? How many donations you been to? Uh probably about five, six. Yeah. Uh, working for Burner at a few of them. Burner at a couple of them. Um, Refused to put Team Australia's shirt on. 
<laughs> refused to put the Australian oh, yeah. shirt on. Yeah, I'm an American. I I didn't I want to wear that, but um, I certainly supported him completely, and yes. I wanted him. Yes. To, I would have liked to seen him win and do right. well. Right. You know? But um, anyway, and then uh, Carmichael a couple times. Yeah. Uh, just... One time Goose got married, so myself and uh, Alan that worked for Suzuki at the time, we we both oh, went yeah. over there, and then uh, at uh, the did last you, one, did that you he work did, the board for RC? No, Alan did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alan did. Oh. All right. Um, hey, let's go to our next guest, uh, uh, a guy who's uh, not racing the outdoors, but doesn't seem to, doesn't really matter. We still want him on the show. We still want to hear what he's got to say. Geico Honda's Kevin Windham. K-Dub, what's up? Hey, what's happening, guys? How's it going? Good. Uh, no Watson tonight. Called in six, so I got Tony Berluti off the couch. So <laughs> Wow. Yeah. What's up, K-Dub? One man K Dub show at the moment, man. I yeah. I can't believe it. I can't believe the show has room for only one K Dub. I thought it was mandatory too. I know. Well, I tried to get somebody who's as busy as you these days. And Berlut, you know, it's the kind of same thing: hanging out, fishing. You hanging out, fishing. So I thought it'd be a good good pairing. <laughs> um, well, you know, Berluti and I have uh, way too many years between us in in, in the sport. That's a uh, mess. I know. That goes way back there. Humberly. Uh, yeah. He worked for Tommy Watts for God's sake. <laughs> K-Dub's like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. You can swear. Okay. Believe me, Watson does all the time. Um, uh, what's up, K-Dub? What's going on these days with you? Um, I saw you're back on Twitter again, and uh, you're, you're, you're making an appearance here and there, but what, what's been going on with you? Man, a, a little bit of everything, but uh, not much of anything all at the same time. i uh just been taking time to get the wrist back going. I uh, really thought I was going to have to get cut on, but... Um, Got it worked out and uh, immobilized for a while, wore cast for a bit, and uh, was able to get the thing uh, where it's feeling good now and mm-hmm. excited about that. And uh, really thinking about uh, maybe making a little appearance at some outdoor nationals to spectate, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah let's, let's, I, get that, uh, let's get that clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to start any rumors. I, you know, it's, a lot of people ask, like, man, why don't you go right? That'd be so awesome. And I agree, but you know, it's, I'm, I'm kind of uh, not anywhere close to where I need to be to go out there and, mm-hmm. and do well. I mean, those guys are just. And they're animals right now. They're in the game, and, uh, yeah. you know, they'd be getting thrown to the wolves. So we're going to go spectate a couple and, and check things out. But I've been watching on TV a good bit and mm-hmm. just been being a fan, just a regular, you know, fan watching motocross. It's uh, it's crazy. So, yeah, you hurt yourself at Houston, right? Houston? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And and did you tweet that you just got cleared? Like, your injuries were still that serious, huh? I got cleared last week, yeah. yeah. I, I just got the, uh, the cast taken off, and... Uh, yeah, it was it was a mess, man. I, I really thought I was going to have to get cut on it. It was just yep. something that wasn't uh, – it didn't show up for a long time. I think I went through uh, – it must have been like probably eight weeks of kind of misdiagnosis and just, mm-hmm. you know, man up and go to therapy and, and you know, try to get the thing, right. you know, moving. And it's funny because I think that kind of the, the thing that really, you know, encouraged me to go and, and finally have uh, the CT scans and stuff that finally found the crack was you know, was that my therapist was working on it, and she's like, this this ain't right, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of uh, ironic that I found it through a therapist, but uh, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, so. Was yeah. it navicular? Uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, you're making me lie now, Berluti. It's been many beers ago since I uh, <laughs> remember what bones they were. <laughs> Too small ones. Nothing happened. It was right. just, you know, a little bit of pain. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a bad crash, and it's kind of funny, like, you know, you're not doing outdoors, so it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind a little bit. But then when you tweeted, just got cleared to ride, I was like, holy shit. Like, that was a long time ago. But like you said, it was a hard hit and uh, big injuries. 
But getting back to the to the to the Nationals, it would be great to see you back. But as we just saw with Stewart, he missed four weeks. You know, he rode four times in between his injury and uh, and Red Bud and came out and and Ryan had him covered. You know, it's tough when you're going week yeah, in week out. You, you know, it's it's um, it is tough. You're right, and you know, I think Stewart's uh, you know just he's going to have to stick with it, and and uh, he'll get there before long. You know, he always does, and uh, it's. It's a real uh, unfortunate deal the way that thing went down because I mean it's obvious that Stewart at that point had a pretty good lock on the way things were going, but mm-hmm. you know you, you felt that Dungey was also building that momentum that if we could have seen those two come together for the second half of the season when you know Dungey's a smart guy and riding on you know with some with some good guys behind him, you know I think that we would have seen some uh, some really good epic battles that we all could have uh, you know worn out the TiVo going back and forth and, <laughs> and uh, watching those races. So. It's, unfortunate for everybody and uh you know you do see where Dungey's at now just from building the confidence and mm-hmm. you know, i think that it's probably pretty apparent that everybody's been working on his bike it looks like it's working better now than it was early in the season so i think they you know yeah they didn't take the time of stewart getting hurt to just sit around and, and, and cush you know their way through the season uh what do you make of that photographer coming over the the jump obviously well you know james says it affected him some people are you know the, a lot of people have their own opinions about it you're a rider. Uh, you've been there. Uh, there's no doubt that it, it distracted him. And, and, and has anything like that ever happened to you? Can you relate to that at all? Thoughts on that uh, incident that uh, the guy was from Brazil, and I just want to thank him for effing up a great uh, season. So uh. Yeah, you know, that's that's a huge uh, problem. I mean, let, let's start with just saying that guys don't need to cross the tracks. I mean, it just, it just <laughs> doesn't need to happen. And I've, I've almost hit – you know, not photographers, but officials, uh, you know, AMA or, or uh, FIM officials on tracks as well. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a lot of shit happening out on that track, you know, and we're going really fast. You know, you don't need to be crossing the track. And it's, it's one thing to cross in front of a guy that's a lap down, but it was the freaking leader of the race. I don't, I don't yeah. even, like, what, what what was he doing there? What <laughs> Like, where was his head at? Like, get your yeah. head in the game, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I think that, you know, Stewart had time to react. I don't know what rut he got into. I don't know how bad the, the ruts were. I, I think mm-hmm. there's a huge, uh, there's there's a lot of issues going on, and I think uh, not being there makes it easy for me to talk about them. Yeah. Because on the track, I'm like, okay, I watched the GoPro footage. It looked like Stewart had time to adapt, but what rut did he get into? And for for that point, what in the hell are these promoters doing watering the track that bad? Like it was, yeah. Like I, it must have rained all day in Colorado because the ruts <laughs> were up to the handlebars. You know, uh-huh. it's like right. Yeah. These guys can keep these guys can keep Loretta Lynn's good all day long, but you can't keep you mm-hmm. know the national good for that start. I mean, I was kind of disappointed with that whole you know the section, mud in that section. Yeah, I'm section, disappointed right. with the you know the photographer. Disappointed that Stewart crashed. I mean, it was just a bummer all the way around. I don't I don't really know mm-hmm. you know enough about it to, to no, comment more than well, that. You know you know enough because I'll tell you what you're you're echoing a lot of riders' thoughts. Uh, a very fast section of the track, very sloppy. It was like a slot car and. The world's best riders we saw every lap have trouble with that section. Um, and I don't know, you've, you've raced Lakewood before, I'm sure, so maybe you, you know the section or you know the – you're absolutely right, though. A lot of riders are like, what are they doing? Like, fix that up, you know? One of my one of my most favorite tracks on the, on the circuit. You know, I've had uh, yeah. great success there, and it's a, you know, a, a high-quality track. I mean, I think one of, you know, one that definitely fits the mold of national qual- you know, quality and caliber, and – I just, you know, a little less on the water earlier in the day and a little more throughout the day, I think mm-hmm. it would go a long way. But, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a mud fest there. So I think it was just a combination of all these things that really just, you know, kind of snake bit uh, right. 
you know, um, Stuart, of course, and, and I think the fans of motocross and, and all that. And, you know, and I think it just kind of goes along with the theme of 2012. It's been horrible all the way from <laughs> January. Yeah, good point. You're right. Uh, 702-586-7857. Uh, call in and, and ask Kevin Windham a question. Uh, always good to have on the show. You're right. It's been one of those years where last year was a uh, was an epic year, you know, and uh, – uh, up until Chad at Millville, anyways, we we're having a crazy outdoor season, and it was still good. But um, so you're going to look to get on a bike. Uh, when do you think? When do you start slowly riding? Uh, kind of starting to plan that out right now. Yeah. Trying to figure out what I'm going to do, and and uh, you know, with overseas stuff, the Monster Energy Cup, uh, Honda's got an all new bike coming out that everybody's really excited about. So we're going to mm-hmm. have a great uh, season of testing there, and uh, you know, the Rocks kind of already starting to put the hammer down on me because. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's just it gets tougher and tougher every year to to kind of keep up with the with every you know with all the teams. I mean, there's yeah. so much testing going on and, and so many riders doing so much work, both professional and you know behind the scenes, yeah. just doing the doing the groundwork for these bikes. So uh, it's going to be a good year for us, and, and one that we're going to have to spend a lot of time on the track. So it's going to be sooner than later. It's crazy, Berlute. Uh I saw a tweet from MC. He's testing Supercross already, and I imagine I would bet a lot of money he's on the twenty. 20- 2013 bike testing supercross and that's why honda is honda you know i was oh, yeah. i was pretty pretty impressed like they've already probably got works parts retrofitted on that thing or working out, you know what i mean that's k-dub it. might even know uh, i'm sure he does but yeah uh, i'll bet i'll bet a little money too if you want to uh, <laughs> I, but you know I, what yeah. i mean and that's that's what it takes and, and guys like uh mcgrath and you know the honda testing crew which you know obviously i've been working with for so many years and that's that's a huge value to their riders and their athletes who are out there on a on a week to week basis, just in the grind. Um, obviously, not me at this point, but yeah. you know, to have a good guy like Jeremy, who's who's done so well through his career. I mean, you know, the, the king of Supercross to still be out there and to go through some of the the stuff that we need to go through, yeah. um, and really get the things down to where you know we're going to go out there and test things that are to our personal preference versus just like major. Yeah. These major components is, is uh, he's a huge benefit to the whole program. So the next time we see you on the track with the Monster Energy Cup, uh, that's the plan. That is the plan. Right, right. Um, and then what about the 250 class, man? Your two teammates, Tomac and, and Barsha, and then Baggett's unreal, and Ken Roxon is putting on a show. Um, thoughts on that class? It's it's just insane. It is. It's great to watch. It's uh, it's really got everybody on the edge of their seat. And I, you know, I think you know both. Both of our guys, well, you know, the two that you mentioned on the Geico Honda team uh, and uh, Tomac and Barsh, I mean, they're always up there. They're always going good. And, it's, you know, it's the same thing kind of over and over again. You're wondering where Baggett's coming from and how fast is he going and, and, and where is he coming. But, you know, our guys have been riding consistent, and that's what it's going to take to get this thing done because, you know, you can throw a blanket over them. I think they're all yeah. doing well in qualifying. It's just Baggett's got something there. It's like something uh, – I guess when when people talk about a mid season, you know, mid race charge enough, and I know he's in great shape and he's working with all the stuff, but it's like yeah. when you hear it in the media and you hear it on the interviews and you hear it over and over and over again, you believe it more than anybody. And I think that's <laughs> kind of one of the biggest things that you know. And, and I say that lightly because I know all you know. Eldon's got him in, in incredible shape. He does right. all his athletes. I mean, that's not a question. But still, it's like it almost even if it takes away from his opening laps because he knows, okay, you know, my, right. my best laps are, are coming. <laughs> you know, so it's funny how it's just it's played into that same scenario almost uh, almost every weekend. But, um, yeah. you know, last weekend he had the, had the crash there, uh, you know, in Moto2. And, 
the Geico boys were there to capitalize. I mean, they've been riding, uh, you know, awesomely uh, consistent, and I think yeah. at this point that's the only thing that's going to separate them is, <laughs> is a mistake because, uh, you know, it's top three or four is the same every weekend. It's, it reminds me a little bit, and maybe maybe I'm off base a little bit, but I'm watching some old motocross videos. I got like 200 races on a hard drive I've been watching lately, and um, it reminds me a little bit of yourself in 97 because you were up front, and here comes RC. And I mean, sometimes you know he took off and hid, but a lot of times you were riding great up front, and here comes the 70 uh, coming to get you. Um, and kind of like that where you're just like, what am I going to do to beat this guy, right? Yeah, I mean, he was he was always tough. I mean, he was in better shape than me, and that's kind of what what it boiled down to. But right. I, I think you know, and sometimes you're watching that you know the baggage gets going faster and faster and faster. I don't know if our guys are 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 falling off a of pace or maybe riding behind them. I think that a lot of times, for me back in those days, talking about you know where I was, where how I felt was that I would watch behind me, and that that's the worst thing for those guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if I can encourage you know. Uh, Anybody that's you know in the lead, just just don't don't look back, you know. I mean, and I think that's something I, I was horrible at. That was <laughs> something that you know that I would just watch him come, and I'd be, oh damn, there goes a second, or there goes a second and a half, or you know, it was a second, a couple laps, and I made some stupid mistake, and it was a three seconds in that lap, and I just I just watch him just chew away at it, and um, yeah, you know, that's frustrating for 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 a right racer. What um talk about the Barsha and Tomac a little bit. What do you think are their strengths? What's what's one guy do better than the other? What what are some of the things that you know about them to maybe give us a, a handicap of this of this race and, and who you not that who you like, but who uh what do we look forward to than these two guys coming in coming in the, the end of the season? I think that they still are uh you know, doing a you know, kinda in a little bit of a of a um growth process. I, I know that you know what little bit I know about Barsha because he's He's kind of an introvert in the truck a little bit, you know. I mean, he's, he's a great guy and has a lot of fun, but he's a little bit of an introvert. And he's, right. you know, I think his program's strong. He believes in it, and uh, you know, he's he believes in himself, and that's kind of one of your one of your biggest assets. And he he gets mm-hmm. out there, and he, you know, he with all the pressure he's got going on, I mean, he's always in that spot, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't really see that he's doing any one thing really long, wrong or, or Tomac, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. it's, uh they can go out and straight up win any one of those um, definitely three, four, even mm-hmm. potentially five guys in the lights class. You know, it's just really splitting hairs at this point, and you know, I think that they need to to, to go ahead and get it done now and, and take some yeah. some wind out of Baggett's sails because I think that you know, like I said, I think Baggett's hearing it enough now that you know, on top of hearing it from all of them in the scheme and, and everybody else, I think Jeez. that. Uh, you're just starting to believe it because everybody says the same thing over and over again about it. And, you know, I think it's time for our guys, the Geico Honda boys, to just kind of. Well, they're kind of splitting points. The moment I'm going yeah. their way. And they're kind of splitting points, taking away points from each other sometimes. You know what I mean? Where it's like both guys, one guy, one guy goes second, third, third, second, and it's like they got to team up and they're sort of robbing points while Baggett wins. You know what I mean? Um, and, and they probably don't want to get silly rough with each other or, or silly with each other because, you know, they're teammates and stuff. So. It's a little little different situation, whereas Mitch can just be like, hey, you're the guy. Go ahead, you know. Um, Joey's on line one. Joey, uh, you got a question for uh, Kevin Windham? Yeah, Steve, I do. Um, actually, um, more of a thank you. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Kevin, but a couple years ago, um, I'm friends with Donnie uh, at FMF. He used to work there a while ago. Um, but anyways, uh, two years ago, I was getting married, 
and uh, Dano got a jersey signed uh, by you to me and my wife, and uh, it was just it was the best Christmas present we. Or, I'm sorry, not Christmas, our best wedding present we got. It's awesome. We have it framed up. Wow. Uh, and you know, thanks to Donnie and, and Dano for sure, but you know, especially thanks to you, we're a huge fan. Um, you know, my wife's into moto because she loves watching Kevin win them. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, just wanted to just wanted to call and say thanks. And Steve, I don't know if you remember me either, but I used to work there at FMF when you were the brand manager for Parts Unlimited. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, <clears throat> hey, what's up? I do. Not remember. much, man. Just wa- just listening to your show. I love listening to the show too. So. Oh yeah, good. Hopefully, hopefully you're well, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, I appreciate the call. Yeah, tomorrow, man. Hey, who? Yeah, Dana. Who's, who's Dana? Who's, who's, he, who's he talking about Dana? <laughs> Where? Yeah. Dana, Dana, Dano, same thing. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, no, Joe. No, no, yeah, I appreciate it. And believe me, that's kind of the stuff that, uh, you know, makes the career worth its while. I mean, after it goes, you know, kind of through the cycle mine's been through, I mean, uh, it means a lot to me to have you call in and, and, and uh, you know, you give, you give stuff so many times that you see writers give stuff and they, they'll ask, like, What's your name again? Who who are you? You know, you yeah. hear that kind of stuff, and to really have something that means something to somebody is, is awesome. I appreciate the call, man. Thanks, Joey. Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot, guys. Tomorrow's our, our two year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, keep uh, rocking and rolling. All right. Thanks. Well, hopefully, in the divorce, somebody figures out who's going to get the jersey. Oh, Christ. Not in the divorce, but like, <laughs> let's say if it happens, uh, you know. I mean, because my uh, wife's not getting my autograph fairy stuff. <laughs> like, there's no chance of that. That's uh, jacked up. <laughs> Where is Dan? Oh man, it just has. I haven't seen the guy. I mean, but, hey, the, the fairy stuff was not made to you and your wife. That was probably just made to you, right? It really was just made to me. You're right. <laughs> that's that's a, that's an excellent point. Um, what else? Uh, the Monster Energy Cup's coming up. What do you feel about that race? Uh, have you been talking to Todd and, and Dave, and are they trying to uh, uh, bouncing some ideas off of you and all that? Um, I'm uh, sure, yeah. A little, but but not not too terribly much. I, I just know that this year. Um, I need to get my button gear way before I did last year. I mean, I went to that race in that format. Just it, it just seemed like I, I barely got back to the truck, and it was time to go load up on the gate again. And yeah. um, I tucked my front end in that first heat, and I rode every freaking lap all night long. And by the end, I was yeah. so ready for the strip. Like huh. I, I was like, "Man, give me a casino and a blackjack table, and I'm just ready to go." I mean, it was it was the worst night of my life, and and it just long and drawn out because I just. Like I said, rode every lap. So I think that right. you know prep's going to be a big deal for that this year, and uh, you know I think more riders are going to be there, so it's going to be tougher. And uh, the format's pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it was. That's right. I remember that you, you rode every lap, and uh, and it wasn't didn't go that well for you. But uh, you like the idea, you like the concept. It, it, you're a fan of the race. It it, it was. Uh, except I remember Hanny and I were on the outside gates, and it was like yeah, with that format when things get stuck, you know when when you get kind of stuck behind the eight ball, so to speak, like he and I both crashed in our heat race, and then uh, we were on the outside gates, and, and the track, you know, everybody was kind of doing the same thing, and I wasn't just going out there like a madman just killing everybody. I was, right. you know, trying to ride, uh, you know, halfway civilized, and it's like Hanny and I were on the outside gates for every race, and by the third main event, we're out there going like, dude, <laughs> you know, we just, we couldn't work our way in. We, right. we just couldn't get, and the short was kind of, the, the start was kind of short, and yeah. Uh, you know, it just really felt like we had the world stacked against us. So, you know, that part of it was was really frustrating. I don't know. I seen the eight, I seen the eight hundred pull a, pull. A, I think the whole shot from the outside. He, Dude, he, he took he, off when the thirty second card went up. <laughs> yeah, the Mike Mike and Tony were playing that that starting game. They played at Bercy, 
and they played in Germany, according to JT. They they were counting the I, I, seconds of the gate drop, and I oh guess yeah. they had it figured. I don't know. Yeah. They anticipated I'm here to it. tell you that if anybody believes that Alessi can pull the whole shot from the outside without jumping the gate, they're badly mistaken. Absolutely. That guy's been doing that forever. He, he, he did this little winter tour of effing everybody's starts up last summer. I saw it at Bercy. He would just pop the clutch over the gate, gone. And, he, and one time he hit it and screwed everybody else up but kept going. And then JT said in Germany the same thing, and there was protest filing. Mike was just, that was his gate jumping tour. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure it's ended yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, we were uh, debating Team USA before we got you on. Um, um, what do you, what's your thoughts on that? What would you do? Uh, who would you send? Um, you know, what, would you send James if he came back and, and showed that he was up to speed? Or would you, Berluti said he would skip James a little bit based on the unreliability and go with um, in a Weimer. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on that? You've been there as a rider and uh, yeah. It, it's tough. When, when do we have to make the call? I think we make it like uh, at the end of um, August. End of August? Yeah. So we we got some time like left. Unidilla is you know, the third week of August. I think that's usually what it's going to be named. We got some time. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, I don't want to discredit Weimer and where he's at in his career. And I mean, I think he's making huge steps. But I mean, I, Stewart still can, you know, can be the fastest man in the world on, on a motorcycle. And, mm-hmm. um, I think as long as he and Dungey don't get there and get into a pissing match about who's gonna who's gonna do what and who's yeah. gonna be the leader and all that kind of stuff, I mean that, that has potential. But you know, I I would still probably go with you know for the open class and, uh, yeah. and go with, go with Stewart probably and then and then have Dungey you know be the captain. And MX two, just whoever wins, do you think that's kind of what we're, we were saying? I don't think that you, you're really gonna go wrong with that team. It right. doesn't. Doesn't matter. I, I don't. I wouldn't get in there and uh, and stir up any any of my relationships with any of those three <laughs> riders to, to leave one of them out right now. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I think you're you're a winner either way. Yeah. No. You're you're absolutely right. I think. And yeah, like last year, uh, hurt feelings a little bit because RV wasn't number one. He was number three, and Dungey ran one because he won last year. And I, I felt like saying, well, I did say to RV, "What the fuck? Did, what difference? What difference does yeah. it make?" But he was not happy. It's just one of those things with guys like. Wyndham and RV yeah. and those guys, you know, you guys. Well, are... there, there's etiquette, you know. I yeah. mean, I I was talking with Feld uh, when we went to uh, my 200 Supercross race yeah. in Atlanta, and then following it up, I think we went to Houston. Like they were they were talking about like sending me out last. Uh-huh. I'm like, hey, I, I get it. Like you know, there's only two guys in the 200 club, but you right. know, right. the champ's the champ, and there's there's that etiquette thing, you know, and yeah, uh, there it, it goes around in, in every sport and. You know, when guys get hit or taken out or, you know, whatever on the track, I mean, a lot of times there's things that happen, you know, beforehand mm-hmm. that, you know, the etiquette comes up and time yeah. for time for that to happen. So, you know, I actually went to talk to Villapoto about it. So it's one of those things, you know, a, a number yeah. can mean a lot, whether it be a one, two, or three. Berlute, uh, what's your uh, what's your best memory of Kevin Windham as a mechanic? Uh, did he steal a victory away from one of your guys? Did he? What's, what no, you... but I, I do have a great story. To me, it's a great story. Uh, we're at the GP at uh, Bud's Creek one year, and um, you know they had time qualifying. Yeah, ninety nine, I think ninety nine. It's probably yeah. something right. sounds about right. Yep. Uh, yeah, that was probably it. I was working with Renard, and um, so we're in the mechanics area, and they have monitors there, you know, yep. and it, you know, seeing times and stuff, and we're getting down about two minutes left, you know, and. Uh, I'm not sure who's on top of the board. Maybe, there might have been a Euro. Or, I'm not sure mm-hmm. at the time. So um, <clears throat> about two minutes left, you know, Renard 
throws down a burner, you know, and he ends up being on top of the board. And Kevin just happens to be sitting there, you know. Yeah. You know, he sees me, you know, and then he looks at me, he goes, did, 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 uh, Robert. Bernard, you know, just get on the top? And I go, yeah. So I, Kevin just clicks it in gear, <laughs> goes out one lap, and like, I think he, he, uh, ends up beating him by about a half a second yeah, to a yeah, second, yeah, you know? Yeah. So talk about getting extra speed, like we're talking about Baggett. Yeah. Kevin's, Kevin's the kind of guy that was able to, yeah. Well, that, yeah. Find that extra. There goes Berluti's uh, watch or whatever Bernard got for qual top oh, qualifying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was when Everett's was saying that Americans were scared. And I think, Kevin, you went 3 1 for the overall on that day, right? Yeah, yeah, I got the overall. It was scary, but it, I did get it. It was, uh, <laughs> I tell you what, we went in there just kind of just, just to win it. I mean, we at that point, uh, my Honda contract had win bonuses only. Like, I didn't get bonuses for anything else. And yeah. actually, that, of course, wasn't one of my scheduled races. Right. And uh, I wasn't going to do it. It was kind of, you know, over racing at that point because I had done, you know, 42 weeks on the road that year. Yeah. And uh, and then Everett started talking about how, how weak we were and, you know, just oh. used to not come out and race. And uh, I, I asked Stanton, I was like, hey, can you get my bonus put in place? He's like, I think we can get that handle. I said, all right, let's go do it. And uh, <laughs> yeah. the win, I mean, it was a good, uh, not only a good payday, but really one of my most memorable races of all times because, uh like all you guys know, I mean, we've been all over the world racing, but, you know, you go to, to Bud's Creek now, there's going to be, you know, a fair bit of Wyndham fans, but there's going to be every kind of fan there is there. And But, but when you go to a race uh, that's against the world, whether it be a GP, but especially the motocross nations, it's right. like everyone is for you just because. I mean, there's guys that probably were booing me for the national, but right. because I was American and I was at the GP, I mean, it was like, yeah. you know, it was, it's the loudest thing. And I, I tell you, it's, uh, you know, every rider, if you ever get a chance to do it, it that's, that's some of the best racing ever. Just, you know, it's not, it's not better than our series or anything like that, but because of the uniqueness of it and mm -hmm. the, the one-off and the fact that we don't get opportunities to do that that often, it's, it's really something special. And, you know, really it's cool. Anytime you get the, the chance or the opportunity as an athlete to, feel like you're carrying the weight of a country or, you know, specifically with the, you know, the MSDN on that, that part, but even the GP was, was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I went, uh, I went once, um, one time represented USA and, uh, and we fucking lost. Um, <laughs> I was a member of the last USA team to lose. So that well, was, that was and, awesome. And that's the, oh, that's shit. the other thing. Yeah. That is the worst. As good as winning is, it is the worst race in the world if you go and lose. It was not good. Our pits were not, not a lot of talking going on as we were loading up. God, yeah, I've done terrible. I've done that as well. We we went all the way down to Brazil one time to lose, and uh, mm -hmm. wasn't a lot of fun. For loot, have you ever lost? Oh, I guess uh, Australia. Yeah, yeah Australia. you went to Australia. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah, okay. So yeah, you know the feeling. Oh yeah, Australians were just happy to be there, though. We were USA. We had pressure, but at the same time, Americans won. So yeah, I yeah. am American. Yeah, and so Berlute refu refused. Berlute refused to wear an Australian team shirt because he was American. What do you think that? about that, K Dub? I get a lot of shit on that. Well, it's tough because, you know, I mean, a lot of our mechanics, you know, wind up landing riders from other countries, and yeah. it's, uh, that's the one race where you're like, you know, you, you don't, you kind of, you're stuck. You got your guy, and, uh, you know, anybody who's a mechanic, anybody who's a rider, you know that that relationship with that mechanic and rider is, is, I mean, it's thicker than blood. It's, yeah. it's more than family, you know, I mean, you know, my relationship with Kalma is, is, one of the best relationships I got in the world. He probably don't think so because we're always butting heads. But you know, at the end of the day, we, right. you know, we put that stuff behind us, and and we're you know, works work and friendship, friendship. And I I got his back for 
forever for anything, you know, and luckily we're both, we're both from America, so we don't have to face that, but for the <laughs> yeah. guys who, who had to, I mean, that's one of the toughest things, I think, as a, yeah. as a rider-mechanic combo is, is that race, and uh, what do you do? You well, know? the thing is, it's not that I was wearing a, a an American shirt. I just yeah. wore a Team Suzuki shirt. I just like you know? your shit. I mean, yeah. I was Canadian. I wore a Team USA shirt. Yeah. I mean, I am Canadian. Yeah, I did. I, I seen you a picture. And I wore the USA it. shirt. Hey, I just, hey, I'm, I've, I've got red, white, and blue in my blood, all right? All right. Uh, sure. Hey, K-Dub, so 2014, still the plan? Still the farewell year? I know you'd Dude, I'm, to... I'm trying, man. And I, I want to. I think it's <laughs> cool trying. to make 20 years, but then other times I'm like, well, 20 years doesn't matter. I mean, whatever number right. I get to, is, it's been a great career regardless. And, yep. and I'm here to tell you that I don't want to crash like I did in Houston again. And, and it's <laughs> been a couple years in a row. And, you know, right yeah. now I'm just trying to analyze it. I'm like, dude, what, what happened? I mean, am I, is my mind really getting so slow or so, you know, old that... Uh, you know, and I'm not old, but still, things are happening out there at unbelievable speeds and pace, you know, and it's just getting faster and faster, and our environment's changing every lap. It's it's not like NASCAR, where the line is kind of the line, you know, and your car's working in a certain area, and it's going right. to work there for, for, you know, the next hundred laps. I mean, this is something where, you know, it's a completely different surface every time you come through, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man, I, I crashed a lot in uh, in. 11 i crashed a lot in 12 and i'm, right. I'm over that right. and, and i think that you really almost have to be on that ragged edge to to run with the leaders anymore well think about when you crashed you had a great race with james you guys were putting it to each other and you were going most likely and, and i mean i was just analyzing it but it was the last turn and you were like i'm gonna scrub this thing get to the inside and win this race caught up in the moment and look like you drug a peg or you know yeah i would um, I was definitely caught in the moment because at the time I didn't realize, uh, and I, I will gladly admit that I was wrong, that he actually slipped the brake pedal when yes. he was, uh, yes. he kind of went on, on a semi-throttle ride and uh, went through the whoops uh, and, and, and lost his rear brake. And, and that's why he got into me in the very last turn before right. the uh, finish line. And the turn that I crashed in was actually two before the finish line, but I had made on Stuart, I had made almost two seconds that lap on him. I don't mm-hmm. know what he did, but but something wasn't going right on that lap for him, and I had a pretty good head of steam. <clears throat> and I don't hit people often, but when I do, I generally right. hit them. <laughs> and in that moment, I was the the roof was about to come off of that place. <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, yeah. you know, I'm glad I didn't because you know James and I actually are are friends, you know, and. Uh, I think you know we 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 talk well. I, you know I'm happy with our relationship, but in that moment I was caught yeah. in that race, and and I had just gotten a little uh, a little pain off the side of my bike from from Stewie, so I was mm-hmm. I was pretty pissed. But uh, you know, like I said, I was definitely wrong. And, and watching the video, which I watched a million times after, you know, because it was a great, yeah. frankly it was a great race, and then also the crash was pretty damn spectacular too. It was. Um, it was. <laughs> you know, he he definitely slipped the pedal and and definitely didn't get mean to me. Yeah, he put his hand up in the air and over the next tabletop or the finish line or whatever it was to, to like say like oh, sorry, like my bad. Maybe you didn't see that obviously at the time, but he well, was like, I, I did. But at the time, I I couldn't tell if it was a bird or I couldn't tell what it was. But either way, I was kicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, yeah. Well, we hope you stick around past 2014 because uh, well, for me, for selfish reasons, I need to have guys that remember when I was a mechanic still racing. Um, that's all. Um, so, well, you know, I, I hate to break it to you, but my memory is so bad, I really. <laughs> don't recall you being a mechanic. <laughs> Great. Never mind. Then retire now. That's fine. You can retire now. Uh, Kevin Windham, Geico Honda, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, always a good talk, uh, good times. Um, 
hopefully we'll see you at the Monster Energy Cup and uh, can't wait to uh, see you back on the track on the new bike. And uh, thanks again, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Kevin Windham, Geico Honda is Kevin Windham uh, on the show. A good guy, always, always a good guest. Yeah, um, great, uh, great speaker, huh? Yeah, he is. He is. He's uh, he's one of the kind. BTOSports.com, X Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Freegun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate Race Tech, Perluti. If you had to send your suspension anywhere in the world to get done, where would you send it? You're going to put me on the spot? You'd send it to Race Tech, wouldn't you, Baluti? Absolutely. Yes, yeah. you'd send it to Race Tech. <laughs> if you needed goggles, you'd probably use X-Brands, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Was, yep. Um, and exhaust? FMF, right? For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Baluti, very upset right now. <laughs> no. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we're going to take a commercial break. Come back with that. Uh, who we come back with? Jimmy? Jimmy Albertson. Yeah, top Jimmy Albertson. Thanks for listening. See you in a little bit. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, and you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, Steve, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX on checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun yeah. 
For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation and American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off-function for uh, what I choose to race in. How's the durability? You know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at Facebook.com slash Fly Racing or Twitter.com slash Fly Racing USA. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, Geico Honda, number 20. I use free gun underwear. You guys should get some too. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. 
Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and ex-game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. Welcome back. 
Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Top Jimmy coming on the show. Top Jimmy on the song. Now, Berlut, uh, you and I are in a complete agreement that uh, Sammy Hagar rules. For sure. Right. But David Lee, he's all right. Yeah, he's, yeah he, they were good with him, but yeah. for sure Hagar. Right, right. One of the reasons why you're in the house right now. Oh, thank you. But this song was good. And we brought it in for our, you know, in honor of our, our own Top Jimmy. Top Jimmy Albertson, BTOsports.com, BBMX, Suzuki Rider coming on the show. Thanks, Kevin Windham, coming on. Tony Berluti sitting in for Kenny Watson, who is sick. And I really hope Kenny's pulling through. I mean, do we know? Like, I don't know. We know how he's doing? Is he sicker than an animal? I don't know. If he, if he does, let's say he does pass away. Would your job get <laughs> oh, shit. easier or harder? Um, Probably if easier. Do, okay, if he doesn't make it. What are you doing, Tits? Went to voicemail. I'm just giving it a second, then I'll try again. Well, text him. Yeah. I know we just went through that, but, you know, you got to get through to them. So, um, silly season stuff coming in, coming around. Interesting this weekend. Um, I heard Jeff Ward Racing making him push for Dean Wilson. Really? Uh, yeah, maybe something to do with Dean there. Uh, I spoke to Mitch. He's trying to put something together for Dean. Um, working with Monster, obviously. He said his partners, meaning Monster. Does that mean uh, Tickle's out? I think that would mean Tickle was out and Dean really? would go in there. Um, yeah. So, something could happen there. Christophe Purcell. Shopping around, um, talking to a few guys out there. So Christophe could come, could find his way back here. Um, according to the teams I talk to, it's just uh, a matter of uh, uh, cash. If you have the cash, you can uh, get Christophe Purcell. He's yeah, kind really. Of selling his services. Um, so do you think anybody's really interested in him? I do. Do you? Yeah, I do. He's got talent. He can do good. I mean, he's the unknown quantity, you know, he's the unknown guy. So Yeah, you're one of them guys, huh? Dude, to go for that. Well, I mean, you know, I mean – He's I don't more, know if I would go for that, but I know I could see teams going for that. He's you more know? of a liability. Yeah. Steve always says, go for the home run. Don't go for a triple. Liability. Go for the home run. I, I, <laughs> say, I don't say that, but I see teams doing that, yes. Would I rather have a Bobby Canari and take the safe triple? A guy who's going to not get hurt, show up, work his balls off, and you know place well every week for you? Yes. But teams roll the dice. They want to win. Christoph Purcell's out there. I so. don't think he's got a shot. Right. I don't think he'll have a decent team at all. I don't think a decent team will pick him up. Okay. Certainly well, not the factory. No, factory's out for yeah. sure. Weimer's got that spot. But I could see Wardy signing him. Maybe Ward will come out with Dean and Doesn't Purcell. Doesn't mean he's got to be on a Cowie. He wants to be on a Cowie. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. JGR did talk to him. They're out. JGR has been told they're out for Dean, too. So Wilson told JGR thanks, but no thanks. Is JGR still Yamaha? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, another two years. Wow. So they're going to need somebody. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, We'll see what happens with, with those guys. Um, no Jimmy Albertson yet? BTOsports.com, BBMX rider, Jimmy no Albertson? Dice. Four okay. times. Uh, um, all right. Hold on. Let's try, try to figure this out. All right. Uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. Show's running well. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> All right, I just got uh, the official, the official text. Um, Is it a different number that you gave me? No, we'll get to the bottom of this right now. <laughs> you played the song for him and everything, Steve. I know, I know. This is what we get. This is this is a uh, hello, Jimmy Albertson. 
Yeah, what's up? Hey, we've been trying to call you. Your phone is dead. Yeah, you dodging my calls or something? We had to call uh, Georgia Lindsay's phone. Ah. His wife. Yeah, I see. True. The beautiful Georgia Lindsay. Is dead. Hey, uh, thanks for coming on the show. No problem. I'm sorry about uh Sorry about I, I forgot my busy schedule today. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I've been working on, the, working on the dirt bike track today, getting ready for tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, hey, uh, thanks for coming on. And Kenny Watson called in sick tonight. So we have uh, Tony Berluti in his place. All right. How you doing, yeah. Jimmy? Cool. Berluti, that's awesome. <laughs> One of the great mechanics of all time. Oh, yeah, well, next to me. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he Mechanic says. talk radio. <laughs> um, hey, Top Jimmy, um, Millville went uh, good and bad for you. Good starts, both motos. Um, ten, and you got your first top ten of the season, second moto. Kind of a weird crash, but overall, uh, are you happy with the way you rode? Qualified third? Yeah, I, I felt pumped on the qualifying third for sure. Like, um, it seems like every time I go out for qualifying this year, it's just been like struggling and finally felt like um, it was easy to ride around the track. I was having a lot of fun and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kind of throwing the bike around and felt comfortable. And to tell you the truth, when I came around, I. It, it didn't even seem like I was going very fast, and I guess that's how it is. Every time you, you do ride good, it never seems too hard. So mm-hmm. I came in, and he was like third, and I'm thinking, like, no way. And my <laughs> Matthew's like, yeah, you're, you're third fastest. And I couldn't believe it. I, I know I talked to you, and you couldn't believe it either. You are convinced that I'd yeah. cut the track. No, well, here, Balut, uh, he actually, I said to him, you got third? And Jimmy goes, I cut the track. <laughs> and, and, and me, like, I was like, really? Like, and Jimmy's like, yeah, I totally cut the track. And I have such little faith in Jimmy Albertson that I totally believed that he cut the track. There was no way he got third. <laughs> He's like, no, no, I, I won't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. I go, I won't tell anybody, I promise. Oh, that's Come funny. On. You were serious when you said that. Oh, yeah. I'm like, there's no way he got third. He had to cut the track. And then Jimmy's like, no, dork, I got third. And I'm like, oh, uh, good job. <laughs> hey, well, what's up with that? How can you this- – do that out of the blue. That I, I could see where Steve was coming from. That 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 was an awesome qualifier. Do it once, you can do it again, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think that it's gonna be good. I mean, um just like I said, it whenever whenever I did it it felt pretty easy and to tell you the truth, I had two laps before that where I really thought that I was gonna get a really good time and I ended up having a couple guys like basically stop in front of me. So I kinda I kinda knew that I had more in me and I was already in like tenth. So once I got a clean lap, it dropped me down to third, and I was, mm-hmm. I was super pumped on it. But, um, yeah, the first moto came around, and, and I got a, I actually got an awful start in the, the first moto. I started 22nd on the first lap, and um, and it was good for me because this is actually the first moto all year that, well, that in a while that I haven't – I actually didn't get passed by anybody. I, I went from 22nd to 10th, and nobody got around me, so I was doing all the passing this time, and that was good. Mm-hmm. And the second moto um, – I ripped a really good start. I think I only had um, Regal, um, my teammate Michael Byrne, and uh, I believe Dungey was ahead of me. And, and um, yeah, I was pretty stoked. Everything was going good. And uh, Regal kind of spun out in the corner before the whoops, and he just kind of cut me off. Like, as I clipped his uh, rear end, and it just took me up straight, and I had nowhere to go. I feel bad because I just basically stood up in the berm, and, uh, and Tyler Rattray just ended up cleaner into the side of me, which, you know, obviously wasn't his fault at all. Right. But um, I ended up, like, looping my bike out in the corner. <laughs> and then after that, I got back up, and then I fell down again and got stuck under my bike, twisted my bar, so I went to the mechanics area, and I started riding, and uh, 
you know, I got the pit board and it was almost halfway and I'd been lapped already and I was in 35th place. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? I, I just pulled off the track and um, went back to the pit. Nothing was wrong with me. I wasn't hurt or anything. And when I, uh, when I got back to the track, I started looking and seeing all the people that were out. And I realized, man, if I just would have stayed out there, I might have been able to score points. Yeah. So, I mean, after, after that, like, I, you know, I've been kind of put, taking it really hard on myself. Like, uh, I'm, like, never one to pull off. But I figured halfway through, I'm already laughing. I'm in 35th. But like, what's the point? But I wish I would have stayed out there. Now I guess it was a, a tough lesson learned. Well, if you had stayed out there, maybe JT would have got 18th instead of 17th. <laughs> and we, we know, we all know JT's chase for the crown. So um, <laughs> no, he needed sure. he needed those four points. But no, no doubt. No, you know what? You're, you're and listen, not t- talking crap on our buddy JT, but the, he was he was buried, dude. He was not going to get points. But guys were falling off, dropping off. Dudes were just crashing dudes had bad luck and if you just kept going burner got 20th from he was so far back he was in redbud last week he was so yeah, far back like no, that's the funny part but, is i thought i thought burner was jt when i was i, I pulled off like and i i could i had come to the pack i could see burner Mm-hmm. And I just pulled off, and I figured that like I was a lot down or whatever. But mm-hmm. that ended up being Michael Byrne, and he ended up scoring a point. Right. And I mm-hmm. pulled off before then, and I was just like, for me, I'm like, man, bad you know, Jimmy, that's, bad that's Jimmy, devastating. Um, but hey, uh, the bright side is is you got your first top ten of the year in the first moto, and um, yeah. you know, hopefully, like you got some good tracks coming up. Overall, how's it how's it been for you in the outdoors? Like, what's your thoughts on the series and and so far for yourself and and the bike and team and all that. I mean, the, the series has been great. Like, uh, every single round, the tracks have been really good. I feel like they're letting them get rough, but they're also, like, keeping them safe at the same time. Anything that's really, really dangerous, like the face of a jump or, or like, a gnarly shelf in a section or a square edge they take out, but they let the bumps get really big. and. Right. They water it really good, so it's been the tracks have been sick. Um, my bike's been working good, um, other than we've had we've had some mechanicals, and I've had some DNF because of it. But mm-hmm. all around, like my bike's got plenty of power. It's got um, JDR did a phenomenal job on our motors, um, and uh, our suspension's also really good. I switched over to running a uh, Fox rear shock. Oh, you did? And oh. that, yeah, I'm running the Fox on the rear, and which Mike. Has been running it all season, burn, and I, uh, I was kind of skeptical on. It. I'm thinking Fox or Shaga. I'm not racing a mountain bike, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to put that on my bike. But um, I, as soon as I tried it, I rode it one day, and I'm like, man, I don't know. Like it's pretty good. I, I, I told our suspension guy Tim, I'm like, well, I, it's pretty good, but I want to ride it some more. And, like mm-hmm. every time I was trying to find things that I didn't like about it, I just couldn't. So uh, right. I ended up running it, and I started running that. Actually, my first time on that shock was Red Bud. Yeah, and um, yep. rode it this weekend, and it worked great. So I think that's also a good little step in the right direction on our bike. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Call in for uh, a question for Top Jimmy Albertson um, of the BTOSports.com BBMX Suzuki team. So, um, hey, I was talking to Trey Kennard the other day. Uh, you you know him well, Trey Kennard, redhead yeah. kid. Yeah, Oklahoma. Certainly neighbors. Uh, he says he's been killing it during the week, and he said he was very – he wasn't frustrated, but he's like, man, he just has to bring his during-the-week speed to the races. I, and, I, and I don't think it was one of those typical cliches. 
you know, Trey's not one to, to say that kind of stuff. Um, and but I, I I heard it and that he's pretty serious. And so what what is going on? What do you think about that? Do you agree with that? And and why can't you do it? And what are you going to do to bring it? Yeah, you know, I completely like agree on that. And that's kind of what I was saying at Millville. Um, at Millville, obviously, I rode comfortable and I rode in my zone. And I, you know, I don't know why. Maybe I like to track a little bit more. Maybe I just, like I said, I felt comfortable. But I think it's hard to just go out and say, like, man, I, I'm this great rider at home, and I, you know, I just need to figure out how to perform at the races because that's what makes a great rider, a great rider. There's tons of guys that can just rip and shred practice like no other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can sit here and say, oh, man, I'm faster than this guy, you know, at this practice track. That doesn't really mean anything. Um, yeah, you can have speed, but the guys who can put it together on race day are the guys who, you know, are getting the rides and they're right. getting those top three finishes, top five finishes. And, you know, I'm working, I'm working as hard as I can to get that area, but and yes, I do feel like I'm riding like the best I ever have on the practice track. But I think finally this weekend I felt it, it on the racetrack, mm-hmm. and it's been a long time since I've felt that way on the racetrack before. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, like the only other time where I've felt like I did at Millville in time qualifying, even the first moto, I came from pretty far back, and it, yeah. it felt good there. Like I say, actually passed guys, and you know, at the end of the race, I could see seventh place, so it was really good for me. Um, but the last time I felt like that was over in Europe when I first got over there racing against some of those guys, actually feeling like mm-hmm. like I can push and like I was having fun at the races instead of just surviving the races. So Right, right. right. My fitness is good. I've been riding a lot. And, but, you know, Trey obviously has a lot of faith in me. And obviously he's my friend, so he's going to say good things about me, <laughs> even, if, <laughs> even if things are bad. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's like I said, it's one of those things that's what makes a good rider a good rider. Like, I can, there's been times during the week where I've watched guys like Rob, like Robbie Rayner, who is older now. I mean, he's yeah. not like ancient old, but he's in his 30s. And Justin Bogle is an intermediate rider, work up on Trey during the week. Not work on him, but, mm-hmm. you know, be the same speed as him and Trey be freaking out. But on the weekends, Trey puts his race face on, he puts it together, and he goes out there and wins races after after getting beat by an amateur rider and a vet rider during the week. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just what the good riders do, and that's, like, the mentality that I'm trying to get into is, you know, bringing my A game to the races. You're, uh, if you're going to start telling Renard stories, we got his biggest fan here, Berluti. Um Berluti, you love Renard. Absolutely. That's yeah. your guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, hey, I'm, I'm telling you right now, Renard, he is still fast. <laughs> Way fast. Like real f- I, on a given day on a sand track or something like that when he's feeling good, I know he could probably put the hurt to a lot of you guys. Really? You really uh, think so? Yeah, Berluti? Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. mean, listen, listen right. to Albertson. L- he look at, look good, at Berluti. He? His whole demeanor just changed. <laughs> Very <laughs> excited about Robbie Renard. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a bad dude. I mean, there's, there was – I remember before – what was it? It was before Millville last year when Trey was going to have his first race back. Mm-hmm. We were out, and he – he put the whooping up on all of us. I was racing that weekend, too. <laughs> See what Bogle I'm telling you, Steve? Oh, it was me, Bogle, and Trey, <laughs> and he was working all of us at hey. his place. 
Love and this guy then right he here. I had this look on his face like, I don't need to be coming back and riding this weekend. <laughs> right. I'm Rob- getting worked on by Robbie Rainer. <laughs> and, and the tray shows up at Millville and sets the fastest lap time and qualifies. That's right. funny. So it's like, and two days you know, earlier. Still two- brings it. And, but obviously, you know, yeah. I think Robbie, Robbie Rainer, and I don't know, maybe can use my friend. Obviously, I'm going to talk good about him. But just after watching him ride, he's one of the most talented persons. On a dirt bike, still to this day, and yeah, next. Do so I think he can go to the rail ends and beat Carmichael? Yes, but yeah. is, he, is Robbie Rager going to show up, or is exactly some other, guy, <laughs> some other plus thirty rider who's going to another thing that Berluti's nodding his head at? Ah, for sure, though that was his deal. You know, yeah. I mean, golly, on the tracks that he knew he was going to do, he was mental. I mean, let's face it. I mean, well, it's a mental game that you guys, with all you guys, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, well. Yeah, we were just talk- I was just talking to Robbie. I interviewed him this weekend at Millville 95. He was like 10th into points, getting whooped every weekend. Comes to Millville at Onakawi, number 22 or 33, and goes 1-1, destroys everybody. Everybody. Well, and, you know, it's just so Millville weird. It was Millville 99. When, or was it 99 or 2000 when he whooped up on Ricky there? Oh, uh, no, no, that would have been – I don't think it was – Unadilla. That would have been Unadilla yeah. uh, 98, maybe? Yeah. No, no, he beat him at, he beat him at Millville, too. Oh, yeah, I don't know, Berlut. That wasn't you? No, because he was – I worked with him in uh, you worked on him 99 and 2000, Yeah, I believe. Um, hey, anyways, let's uh, – um, Final impulse? No. No, that would have been a light spike or a 125. Yeah. yeah. That would have been, yeah, like Steve said, 98, I bet you. I want to say 98. Uh, okay. um, hey, you knew this was coming. You knew this was time. Sinjin. What's going on? Go ahead. I just felt like it was my duty to call. <laughs> it kind of was, yeah. <laughs> it kind of was. Yeah. Uh, or so you... I was just wondering, uh, when are you coming out back to Cali? I'm still waiting. Uh, I hope... uh, no offense to Californians, but, uh, man, I hope never. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. Uh, no uh, Oklahoma. No you're, still, you're still a man, but I don't know, man. I just I can't stand the, the traffic and the, all the, the Cali bro scene. What about what? What are you talking about? The girls are nice and classy, very natural. It's good stuff down here. <laughs> um, speaking of speaking of classy, you still got the chick, Sinjin? Yeah, yeah, I'm still dating her. Yeah, w- Watson. Watson said that uh, she was smoking at Mammoth. Oh, it was he. That's what he said. Last hey, week. does he have, does he have a kid, Watson? No, not yet. On the way, not no, yet. On the way. Oh, hey, so Jimmy, do you have a ride for next year yet? No, no, no rides for next year. It's just kind of, I haven't talked around here and there to a couple people, but there really hasn't been anything to, uh, really a selling point for me yet. So I haven't really <laughs> been talking much. Uh, BTO Sports, is that an option again, or that's all filled up? Um, you know, I haven't really talked to Forrest and the guys yet about it. Um, I do know that they've got some changes going on with the team next year. As um, as far as support and stuff, and it seems like they're moving, they're going to be moving up and forward, and the team's growing, so that could be good. But you know, right now I'm just focusing on finishing off this uh, this outdoor season and getting some good results in, and, and then kind of moving on from there. Yeah, you've been letting me down. I mean, I, I tweet you all the time. I tweet you all the time. Come on, Jimmy, let's go. You're not showing your potential here. Oh, you're letting Sinjin down. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you're letting me down. Who cares about? Forced and all those guys, you're letting me down, motherfucker. It's brutal. I, um, I've been here since day one. Y- he really has been. Um, and, and what, what about Greg? Greg, uh, what's he up to? Greg, uh, 
Greg Albertson, you won the plus 25B class, Millville Amateur Day. Oh. <laughs> the title. Um, oh. And I saw him a couple... And I saw him a couple weeks ago when your motor needed changing. He was right in there, swapping. Yeah, he's, he's, he's basically the jack of all trades. Yeah, very, very admirable. Yeah. Very, very. Uh, he's good with the ladies. He's good. Uh, uh, he's funny. He's a good racer, and he's a good mechanic. What What doesn't he do? He, he works on the farm equipment too at Trey's place. <laughs> yeah, hey, great he's guy. He's basically a handyman out there too. Hey, uh, Sinjin. Uh, he, does, he does it all. Thanks, bro. Thanks for calling, Sinjin. Yeah, and uh, I'll be calling again to talk to that pussy Brotocross to show him what's up. Okay, fantastic. Okay. All right. All right, sounds good. My, uh, Jimmy, bunk beds are always open here. Bunk beds are open, he said. So, um, You just chopped him, didn't you? Yeah, I chopped him. Okay. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah. Is Georgia there? He is. Uh, she's actually making dinner. We want to talk to her. Believe it or not. You're eating a late dinner out there, aren't you? Put her yeah, on I know. Put, put her on I've first. Been We've, it's, good. it's been like 100 degrees out here, so when I prep the track, I always wait until like night. Gotcha. So like, I start watering usually around six or five or six, and then I end up like, I don't know, end up eating around nine o'clock. Jeez. Makes sense. Busy day for you. All right. Here, here she is. Hello. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Hey. Thanks for coming on. I'm sorry. I'm like literally eating right now. That's literally. A, literally. Um, Don't let it burn literally. out. Um, hey. Um, bummer about the work visa. Still nothing, right? I know. It sucks. I've done everything I can do, and I'm literally playing the waiting game right now. You so, got. You got to be so um, bummed. Are you on suicide watch, or how's it been? <laughs> I've been sitting at home with the dogs, talking to dogs. I may as well get some cats and start talking to them, too, to be honest. Aren't you supposed to, aren't you supposed to call them dags? Dags. You like dags? You like dags? I like dags. Um, and then, yeah, I like dogs. I like caravans more. <laughs> hey, and Sorry. Then, and then why isn't Jimmy bringing you to the races? Is it just, what do we got to do? Dude, have you seen how much the flights are recently? Oh, no, I They're have. They're like six, I, 700 bucks yes. or more. No, it's ridiculous. No, my I fly United. It's been eight, eight to $900 some weekends. I'm with you. I hear you. It's stupid. There's no point in, like, what, two nights and two and a half days to sit at home and right. drink wine and eat cheese. Like, I, that's what I do. So. <laughs> Fine. Um, so do we do we think we're seeing you at any point this year? Do we know what? Do well, we... right now I'm speaking. I have an attorney in um, in LA, and I'm dealing with her. And at the moment, she's brought some riders over from Europe before, so she kind of knows the whole deal. But at the moment, it's just being a waiting game. Yeah. And she's waiting on the USCIS, which is like the government that deals right. with all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm just waiting on them right now. I can relate. And, uh, there's nothing I can do to speed up. I can relate. I got sent home from Yamaha uh, my first year because my visa wasn't up to date, and I was just waiting, and I couldn't work, wasn't getting paid. I had to just wait uh-huh. for, my, for my temporary work permit to show up, and it was three weeks, and checking the mail every day, like just running out to the mailbox every day. Oh, 100%. It yeah. sucks. Like, it seriously sucks because I just – I want to work. I want to – I'm like watching TV every weekend looking at other people do what – yeah. I want to be doing, and yeah. it and it does suck. And I've like obviously before the season started, I did 
everything I could do to get up to date with everything that was going on. I was talking about it, and people would come up to me saying, hey, you know, you'll be starting soon. And I was so pumped and everything. And then yeah. every week had been a, you know, oh, it might come this week, it might come this week. And, you know, Davy Coombs has been amazing with the patience he's given me and right. the, the TV people NBC have too. So, you know, the the best has come out of what's a bad situation. Right, right. Yeah, well, let's hope, you, let's hope at least if you're not working, at least you come out to the races so you can, you know, you add the ass in class to that team. So. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Steve. Oh, man, that's uh, the best compliment I've had forever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, hopefully soon. Hopefully yeah. soon. I want to make it to a race definitely before the end of the year. Uh, but if not, I'm always watching. So. Yeah, perfect. Can we, uh, can we put the husband back on? I will find him. He's somewhere in the kitchen. We just got a new puppy. He's like a nine-year-old little Labrador puppy. It, my wife, my wife, my wife wanted to know if it was a rescue or not. I would like to say yes, but no. I know. It was a crisis. She's not. It wasn't a crisis killer. She's not gonna. Be I will pass you over. Okay. Thanks, Georgia. Thanks, Steve. See you. Say hi to Pooch. I will. Jimmy. Oh, we got. Yeah. Hey, Zach. I'm here. Zach. Yeah. You got a question for Jimmy Albertson? Uh, not a question, but uh, we okay. were at Bud Creek this past year, and uh, we came over to his trailer after the second moto and uh, asked him for his jersey, and he had already given it away. But uh, mm-hmm. you can tell that he cares for the fans because he went scouring across the whole big rig and uh, found him a set of gloves and gave it to me. But uh, I just wanted to say thanks. Wow. Yeah, that's nice. A lot of riders, oh, yeah. riders would have just told you to F off. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No problem, man. Come on, if, Steve. You know, I, I, think it's, I think it's funny. We get a lot of gear as riders, and, uh, you know, a lot of the guys, I know that at the end of the season, I always seem like I have a freaking pile full of stuff that just sits in my garage. Mm-hmm. You know, one-time use gear, so I'm glad I was able to, you know, give some of that stuff out. Uh, it's, it's cool, man. I, uh, I was really impressed because, I mean, he really went looking for it, and it took him a while. I know how busy these guys are out there on the weekend, so yeah. uh, it really meant a lot. All right. Thanks, Zach. No problem, man. Yeah. All right. No problem. Uh, I gave away some X-Brand goggles this weekend to some kids. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. You're um, still doing that thing, huh? Oh, yeah. Clear vision, bro. Right on. Yeah. How got, many guys you got? Third overall this weekend in the MX1 class. Kevin Stribos. Oh, over there. You yeah. ain't over there, though. No, hey, I'm not. Are you doing it here, though? You want a moto? How am I? I do, what that. am I doing here? Yeah, no. Are you doing the X Grand? Yeah, Brent? really. Yeah, how look much, on so how many riders you got here, Berlut? That's none of your business. It's oh, not okay. just a job. It's his passion. It's a lifestyle. Berlute. Okay, I'm sorry. Kyle Chisholm, Gannon Audette, Sean Hackley, uh, Frederick Norin, um, some real heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah. Hey, are so you so doing um, MX Nations this year? Well, that's my next question for you, Jimmy you, Albertson. You gonna ride for uh, Puerto Rico? Tits? Yeah. I am doing. Tits, I, we'll I will ask the be questions. in for MX Nations next year. You're, year. you're in for sure? Done deal? Yep. yep it's, uh, right now it's going to be me, Zach, and, um, Please tell and me. one other rider from Puerto Rico. Please tell me it's the guy that went last year that's getting autographs before the race. Sure. Geiger? No, it's not. It's not. No, this, is, this, guy's, uh, this guy's name's Gino, and uh, he's... I forget his last name. I just yeah. call him Gino. He's a really nice guy. He he actually rips. He's a pretty good rider. Right, right. Oh, uh, so you're I in. I think he's okay. actually qualified for an outdoor national before. So and, and Zachy Pooh, yep, Zachy Pooh will be there. Zachy Pooh, yeah, Zach Osborne. Oh, Zachy Pooh. I think he's a Jackie Pooh. No, oh, Zach- yeah, of course, Zachy Pooh. Yeah. Um, no, I think yeah. I'm. I think I'm going to go. I don't know. I haven't got my ticket or anything, but um, I want to. You know. 
I know one yeah. thing. The the after party will be a lot of fun if you're there. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Hey, God, that, that after party last time, I think that was the last time I really went after it. You were all right, but your brother was out of control. Your brother was out of hand. Where was yeah, that, a Colorado you know, or something? No, uh, where were we last year? Oh, oh last year. No, France, yeah. France. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, her name? No, not her name. Uh, St. John de Lynch. Yeah, there you go. Um, Jimmy, um, you know what's funny? I don't want to name any names, but I've heard like three American riders that are like, yeah, I'm supposed to talk to Puerto Rico and go ride for them. And I'm always like, no, Osborne and Albertson have that on lockdown. Like, you guys are <laughs> bros with those guys, right? I mean, like, I'm always, like, thinking, where are you guys getting your info from? Because, you know, Zach tells me that – Zach told me two months ago that it was a done deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, Gabby, the guy who runs the whole thing, um, you know, he's just a really laid-back guy, and he, he, um, he enjoys working with people – that he likes and like mm-hmm. that are easy to get along with as well. And I think Zach is Zach is a really uh, self sufficient person. Like he gets stuff yeah. done himself. You don't really have to. You don't have to really be on him. Like say, hey, do you got this done? Or you got this set up? Yeah. Yeah. He, he gets it done. Yeah. He he knows what to do. And and that's the way I am. Like um, you know, if he if he tells me, hey, get your flights done and find a bike over there and right. and uh, right. get this signed up. He can trust that I'm going to do it, and a lot of riders expect when you get on this team, Puerto Rico, that it's all going to be handled for you, and mm-hmm. it's going to just, you know, all of a sudden you show up at the race, and they're like, "Here you go, here's this, here's that," you know. Right, right. You know, not that Gabby completely takes care of us, but um, you know, he also, you know, he picks us because he knows that we're going to be easy to deal with. There's not going to be any problems, and and you know, I think uh, I think that we're going to do have a really good shot this year. I. Uh, I like riding at Alomo a lot. I, shoot, I think when I lived over there, I only lived about five miles from the track. Oh, did so you? I, yeah. I rode a lot on Alomo, so hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll be a good week for us. Uh, Doesn't everybody live there? Just about, yeah. yeah. A lot of guys do. Uh, question for you here from Thomas. Thomas, what's up, man? Thanks for listening. Ronnie Mack, right on. Well, who's where's Ronnie Mack? What's that? What's Ronnie Mack? I don't. I'm confused. Me too. What what show is this? Uh, Thomas hung up. I, I don't know. Ronnie, <laughs> Ma- I don't know Ronnie Mac's phone number, but I imagine it ends in six nine six nine. That's uh, yeah, it does. Right. Four zero five six 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 nine six nine. Jimmy Albertson, BTO BBMX. Thank you for coming on the show, man. Um, always a good time and. Uh, uh, best of luck the rest of the year. I, I know I'll be seeing you every weekend, so I'll be bugging you every weekend to have good luck that day. But um, <laughs> um, no JT this weekend. I know that's going to probably upset the truck a little bit, the truck's, the truck's harmony. There will be no one there to ha- have a scowl on his face and do his, his moto fantasy picks before the moto. We will miss his, we will miss his one-liners a lot <laughs> during the week. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, hey, yeah. best of luck. And uh, sorry about thinking you cut the track in order to qualify third. That was a real dickish move on my part. <laughs> That's all right, man. I'll see you next weekend, and thanks for having me on the show. Thanks, Jimmy. See ya. All right, bye. Uh, Jimmy Albertson, everybody. Uh, BTOsports.com, BBMX, Jimmy Albertson. Good guy. Yeah, he seems like a really good uh, guy. Don't I think don't he's, know him that well. Yeah, he, he is. He's a good guy. Um, I guess. Love this guy right here. Everybody uh, thinks that I say good guy all the time to everybody on the show, and they might have a point. But anyways, uh, Easy from Brotocross coming up, and uh, Davey Millsaps also coming on the show. Voicemails, emails. Uh, BTOsports.com tweet at tits segment. 
Berluti, hope you're hope you're in for the uh, for the long haul. Hey, here. would you say Porcel's a good guy if he's on the show or at the end? Um, I don't know him that well. Yeah, yeah I don't know him that we'll well. We'll see. Yeah, I know he doesn't like me. No, no, doesn't like me because when he was battling with Trey, I was going to dinner with Trey here and there, and he was telling his agent, uh, you know, what the fuck, this guy's going to dinner with Trey, and then he's talking to me. Oh, and I'm yeah. always like, well, so what? Like, I'll go to dinner. There's a you conflict want, of interest here. You want me to go to dinner with you? Invite me to dinner. There you go. Trey was buying. I was going. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Perfect. It's easy. Um, but uh, having said that, man, he was – how close was he to being a two-time national champion? Cool. You know what I mean? Like, he yeah, did – I mean, you can't get any closer than that. No. And got, got it ripped away from him. It was him, his, so. his to lose. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, on the line is uh, one of the up-and-coming uh, media moguls in the sport. Always look forward to checking out brotocross.com. And uh, a good guy. Easy, what's up? How we doing, Mathis? What's happening, bro? Oh, not too much. I'm going to try not to Just call you. Here. I'm going to try not to call you Brotocross this time. Okay, give it a shot. Um, hey, Watson called in sick, and uh, uh, we hope he's doing well. But uh, in his place, Tony Berluti, um, one of his mechanics, and uh, two-time 125 West Coast champion wrencher. So... Okay, big timer over here. Oh yeah, oh, big, yeah time. big time. Yeah, big time. Berlu, you've never been on Brotocross.com. No, I'm gonna have to check it out. Probably never been on pulpmx.com either. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Come on, All, right. All right. I've, I've checked out some. Geez, of your... dude, you got to get with the times, man. Yeah, you got to check it. You got quads, Berlu? Quads, no. Okay, then you'd fit in good. Excellent. Hey, easy. What's? Let's talk a little bit. Uh, for reals, Wygant knows quad guys. And for reals, they were looking for you at Vegas. <laughs> they no, I heard, I heard High Point. They oh were wait, for I'm me. sorry, High Point. I I forgot I, my notes. I'm gonna fire my fact checker. Uh, High Point. They were looking for you. Yes. Did they? Yeah, no, I heard, I heard about that at the end of the day. Like I was in the media tent. Yeah. And all the MX Sports people came up to me and were like, "Yeah, all the quad guys were looking for you, trying to hunt you down." And I was like, "Oh, yeah. geez, that's wild." And uh, then I talked to this kid who was at Redbud, and he said he was wearing a Nuke the Quad shirt at Hot Point and <laughs> said that a bunch of the quad dudes like ran up to him and got in his face. He thought he was me. Yeah, Easy here <laughs> makes fun of quads. He's got a shirt that he sells as Nuke the Quads. Another one he sells, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, please tell us again. Railing sluts and nailing ruts. What? Oh, no, no. It's the other way around. It's Sorry. round ruts and nailing sluts. I, I'm, I'm old. I just showed my age there. But, uh, oh, um, yeah, so Jen Ken, who does the PR for the MX Sports Quad Racing Series, she comes up and goes, hey, have you guys seen that Brotocross guy? And we're like, I'm like, no, I, have, I don't think I saw you. And I'm like, no. She's like, dude, I just talked to, I forget the name, quad guy. They're all looking for him. <laughs> so if you see him, tell him not to like, you know. And I'm like, all right. And I'm laughing. And she's like, no, I'm serious. They're not happy. They no, yeah, like, yeah. From what I, from what I heard, they like legitimately – we're trying to to start something. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> no, I, Good like, times. I was talking to um, somebody in the media tent, and I was there just like, doesn't that just make them way, way lamer that they got so upset that they want to hunt me down? Like, they care that much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I totally agree. Like, one, one time. They, oh, go ahead. I, like, they, I don't know, I just got... It just gets under their skin. I think it's funny that yeah. one website, one guy really can upset them so much. <laughs> I think it's quite the victory. Where, where's this come from? Yeah, why the hate for quads? Yeah, what's the deal there? Um, like tracks. Like, it, 
There's nothing that upsets me more than seeing a quad show up at the track when I'm there. I <laughs> hear you. I, I, I figured this was this is where you're going with it. I know exactly. Steve, have you ever ridden on the track with oh, the quad God, guys? Oh, God, yeah, Glenn Helen, the open practice. Gnarly. There's quads there, and, the, yeah, they, they, they fuck it all up, and, yeah. Fuck the berms up, but oh, but not yeah. only that, they're danger. Can't get around them. Like, no. you're behind them, you're like, okay, where's this dude going? Yeah. Where's this dude going? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, they... Not only do they destroy the track, I just like I just can't process why anyone would choose a quad over a dirt bike, and I think that upsets me that I don't understand that because I legitimately don't. I don't. I don't. I can't rationalize right. any in any way why you would choose a quad over a dirt any, bike. Any so, like sane human being ever doing that? Yeah. Yeah, like it just that confusion that I have in my brain <laughs> makes me upset and oh. angry. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, and easy, you hit the leap at Redbud. Did you tweet that? Oh, yeah. Someone tweeted it. Um, that good job on that. Nice job. Yeah, I took that as uh, as quite the victory because I then proceeded because that was on Thursday on the practice day, and I was planning on racing on Friday and Sunday for the amateur day. Mm-hmm. And uh, but right after I did the leaps, I proceeded to uh, completely destroy myself on one of the tabletops. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, may have may have been a bit concussed. Yeah, yeah. And so I was I was out for Friday. I couldn't even race Friday. I rode practice on Friday, and I was all dazed and confused. So oh. I uh, had to call it a day there. Hey, what um what well, how's the site doing? What's going on with that? Uh, talk about the growth of that and uh, and and everything going on. How's it going? I mean, it was going great. It's been going great. But I I've been on a bit of a summer vacation. I know that all the regular readers have definitely noticed that I. The frequency of posts have yeah they've dropped off, bud. They've dropped. dropped yeah, yeah, like big yeah for sure. And the only real reason for that is I've just been d- focusing on things other than protocross and just riding a lot and enjoying the summer. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to die. It'll I'll come back for sure. Right. Take but uh, right now I'm basically just taking summer vacation. <laughs> Must be nice, Berlute. Huh? Yeah, I love it. Good job. I always have this like internal pressure. I'm like, I got to get content up. I got to get content up. No matter what, yeah, that's but, gotta uh, be gnarly, dude. I, sh- I should be like, well, that, I should be like easy and just say fuck it. No, yeah, well, yeah that's, that's why you do was, a good that's job. That's what huh? I was always doing. I was always stressing about putting shit up, and then I was like, you know what? I'm living my living doing something else right now. Yeah, and you know, I also don't give a fuck about anything. So <laughs> no fucks given. We've heard exactly. Um, yeah, and that's you. Hey, how many how many nationals you been to? You were at High Point. You at Red Bud? Were you at Buds? Yeah, I was at High Point, Redbud, Millville. Okay, you're at Millville too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was are you at... are you getting credentials? Because I never see you. No, I don't get credentials. I just get like the pit pass, and uh, that's pretty much it. Like all day pit pass. And... Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't. Uh, but I yeah I, like it's not as easy because MX Sports uh, was not too impressed by my performance at Unadilla last year. Oh, so, come on. No way. That's getting not, passes has not been, like, as easy as it was at the Supercross. That's not still – are you are you being real? For real? Oh, yeah, for real. Yeah. It, ah, that's so stupid. Uh, yeah, I, they were – yeah, they're not really happy about the Unadilla fiasco, so let – me, Let me explain it to Berluti. Uh, he, he, uh, he went to Unadilla with some buddies of his, and, uh, of course, there's two sides of every story, but according to Izzy, Izzy he uh, – security guards with the yellow shirts on, Kicked them out for nothing. Imagine that, right? Like, we've never yeah. seen a security oh, yeah. guard on a power trip. He snuck back in to the pits, and he wrote about it. And it was a really cool, funny story about sneaking back in and, oh, and, and climbing the fences and going out in a field. And I don't know. Someone from MX Sports or the track, you know, got a hold of the story. And it's just, that's stupid. That's dumb. 
Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it was that big of a deal anyway. But right? the yeah. Unadilla, the owners of Unadilla, I forget their names, but they Rob, the threw Robinsons. a fit. The Robinsons, yeah. And um, what is it? The Robinsons, their last name. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, they threw a fit, and because um, I actually had a press credential for that race, yeah. and so they were. That's what they were really upset about. That like right. someone, someone from the press would actually do something well, like that. I kind of. Unav- inadvertently threw you under the bus a little bit. I know, yeah, you, you totally screwed me no. there because that was when no one knew who I was. But, dude, I didn't know what it was for. I was just asked, hey, what's, like, by a mutual friend who I thought was maybe going to check out the cool site and what your name was. You know what I mean? That's all. And I'm like, ah, this is his name. Like, yeah, check it out. He's a cool dude. Check it out. And, you know, they needed his name to, like, go back and look at the passes. So. Oh, shit. I apologize for that, but I didn't know anything. I didn't know why. Because well, I, I had no idea how they found out. I was right, like, right. how did they find out who I was? Like, so, what the hell happened? Nope. And then I was talking to somebody, and they were like, it was probably Mathis. No. I was like, oh, God no, it. I think I told you that. but but um, Well, no, you did eventually tell me, yes. It wasn't like, hey, what's Brodercross's name? Because I'm going to fucking take his pass away. I would I would have been like Joe Smith. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, or Tony Berluti. His name is Tony Berluti. Oh, thanks, Steve. Uh, you know, I never would have given your name up. So, um, yeah. I, I, I can't believe that's still coming back to haunt you. That's ridiculous. Well, yeah. Hopefully, after, like, it, I think it might be, like, unofficially a one-year ban <laughs> thing. So, hopefully, after Unadilla this year, they realize that um, I can actually make it to the races and not Well, there, there's a, there, there's a high up at MX Sports, uh, and he may or may not also be the editor of a magazine who thought told me that he thought that was hilarious. So for people who are thinking that, um, you know, it's one guy who's doing it. It's not. Um, anyways. Uh, so yeah, you're on a, you're on just hanging out there in the races. So no media credentials uh, and uh, summer vacation. So hence the, uh, no breakdowns and all that kind of stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, like I said, everything's going to come back once I get tired of, uh, having fun. Right. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, like, it's also it's tough to write those breakdowns for the nationals too. Like for Supercross, it's so easy because it's right. only twenty lap races, yep. and you know it's obviously only one main event, so I can just write those breakdowns lap by lap. But for nationals, you got to do two motos, and you can't do it lap by lap, so it, it just throws a whole wrench into the system. So right, um, you must be happy about Michael Essie's, uh rides lately, winning, leading, you know, winning races. I mean, yeah, he's. I mean, Winning he's races. finishing right where I figured he would finish. Like, the guy's always been fast. Right, like, right. He just, I mean, he's not winning, and he doesn't have Dungey's face, and not you're not even trying to insult him. I just don't think that yeah. he's going to win. How long but, uh, How long do you think it is till Dungey absolutely punts him for moving all over the track? Did you happen to watch Millville on TV, or did you see that? No, but I was watching that, yeah. And I mean, yeah. it was, actually, yeah, that first moto I watched on one of the screens because I was over at the AMA track. But, uh, and yeah, I saw that, like, he just, like, that's just his move, man. He, he knows that he's not as fast as Ryan and yeah. he's just, he's going to try to try to pull that shit. But Ryan, uh, Dungy, I don't think Dungy will punt him off the track because Dungy just doesn't play that game. He just yeah. goes right around well, him. Like at uh, Salt Lake City this year, I thought after Weimer took him out, yeah, I thought he was going to put him into another area code, but he just moved right past him and it was, Super boring. Oh, damn it, man. I really want to dungeon to, to go for it there. Hey, call for you here. And 702-586-7857 if you got a question for Easy from uh, Brotocross. 
Sinjin. Hey, what's going on? What's up? Hey, I just have a question for uh, Evie or Brodacross. All right, so uh, I look at your shit. Like, yeah, a lot of it's funny, but why are you, like, cool? I know You probably live in New England, right? You live in New England? Yeah, I live in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Uh, that explains a lot. Just because I was always wondering why you, like, were cool with all those fucking faggot uh, kids all from there, like New England and shit. Like, those kids are so fucking annoying. I hate kids like that. What? Awesome. Like who? Like who? <laughs> Like, no, 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 no. like people with that accent. Oh my god, I want to fucking kill them. <laughs> uh, they people... are so. So you're. I, I can't really tell with you, but Jimmy Dakotas and all them. Oh, when I listen to them, I want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> all right, John yeah. Dowd. Well, John Dowd is a go, go right ahead, dude. Like, fucking... <laughs> Jimmy D's my boy, and he has been forever. Same with Robbie Marshall, Mike Satilli, all those kids, all the assholes. He just sucked the dicks and stuff. <laughs> all right, Sinjin. See you later. What the uh, fuck was that? I don't know. Since he's not happy. <laughs> what? Hey. He, he, he doesn't like mass, huh? I guess not. I like that place. He, he, I guess he gets annoyed by the Boston accent. I don't really have one, but yeah. Right. Those no, you don't at all. Have it. Have uh, it pretty heavy. What's up with Jimmy D? Healing up? Riding? Yeah, he's no? just on the mend. He's not a back on the bike yet. You know, this year was kind of shitty for him. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but uh, will he be riding soon? Will he make any nationals or no? No, he's not making any nationals. Oh. He's going to be riding, I think, in September, he said. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, it was gnarly, that ACL surgery, so. Hey, so. He's, uh, and he's making sure to take, like, as much time off as he needs. We had you on the show before one other time, but, but since then, in Supercross, uh, Tony Alessi and yourself, uh, Tony found you somehow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, but I'm still interested in hearing how that happened, but, uh. Uh, you know, you've been, you've made a, a lot of jokes at Mike and especially Jeff's expense and, uh, and he found you and you guys had a nice conversation, right? What was that like? I mean, that was something else. Like when I got the phone call, it was, it was like a Monday morning and I picked up the phone. Yeah. It was some Florida number and I was just like, hello. And he's just like, Hey, this is Tony Alessi. And I was, <laughs> my jaw hit the freaking floor. I was just like, are you kidding me right now i honestly thought it was a joke but then after five seconds i could tell that it was really him and so just like like trying to contain myself i couldn't even believe it <laughs> and then uh yeah, yeah and then he's just like yeah so come on down to the truck at the next race you're at yeah and uh yeah and then i went over there and he's just like i i it was because I, I really had no idea if he was going to try to like really beat me up or something or no, he was just gonna, yeah, cause like on the phone he was talking to me like he was my best friend he's like right. he's like so so you ride a Suzuki right and I was like yeah First, I have no idea how he found that out <laughs> and he's just like he's like oh yeah like we, how do you like it like oh I'll, I'll send your suspension out to MB1 and we'll give you guys a good deal I'll probably hook you up let me just do that and you're going to sabotage my forks hey um, so i'm confused yeah. is he a, you, you made it sound like he's a fan of mike's who easy no yeah. easy well i don't know easy could be a fan of mike's but easy is more made fun of tony and jeff and mike gotcha a lot gotcha. and it's been I'm, funny. I'm, I'm really not a fan of mike's and it's not even like personal at this point it's just like what right. Like they represent, and it's you know what? It's really not even Mike. It's Tony because I can just view Mike as an extension of Tony. I look at Mike so, like he grew up in a van. He almost can't help himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Mike can't. Yeah. But you know, I wrote. I mean, up, like he, yeah. like I have it on good authority that he still needs to ask his dad's permission, like to go see the movies or something. I uh, well, Tony, you worked with them. Yeah. You probably have a hell of a lot of stories. 
Not really. No? You know, I didn't see too much. You know, they they all, after everything was done yeah. with practice, they went into their motorhome, and who knows what went on in there. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, Roger pretty much clipped that early. Yeah. You know? well, so we didn't, I didn't really see too much. I wrote an unflattering column about Tony and Mike uh, at Suzuki Days. And, uh, well, DC gave him my number, but he straight cold called me the same thing. You know, hey, this is Tony Alessi. And since then, I've gotten to know him a little bit, and he's not as crazy as I wrote about or thought. He's dedicated, passionate. Definitely. Uh, sometimes goes too far. He's like, how do you know we took a shock apart? Which they did at Suzuki. And I'm like, trust me. I know. Trust me. I know people at Suzuki. And, you know, Roger was telling people the same thing. And he's just like, how do you know that? How do you know that? I'm like, Tony, doesn't matter how I know. I know you took a shock apart. And, you, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. And he's just like, pause. And he's like, okay, okay, I did. <laughs> but anyways well you've had him on the show a couple times oh, on no, the show one time I, I, I talked to him every weekend uh, I talked yeah. to him this weekend for a while we've had our ups and downs I think we've kind of gotten to a place where we at least can be civil with each other and, and if I don't like something I tell him I told him this weekend I said Mike's popul- unpopularity will hurt him with the motocross nations you know and so yeah but anyways um, back to you easy so you did see him at a race though right you did go up yeah, yeah. At, uh, at Houston Supercross yeah I went up to the truck and uh, my boy Mohead's one of the mechanics over there, and I was like, "Where's PA?" And he's like, "Oh, he's inside. Come get, uh, come in." Oh, it was on there. So uh, <laughs> Tony just like he took me inside and like took me over to the box and was giving me the whole rundown, the whole spiel of how they're yeah. you know a privateer effort, which I don't really think they are, but wow, you yeah. know, just Depends, yeah. just trying to get me on his side and stuff. And I mean, I know they're not factory, but if you're in a rig with a whole team around you and you're in an estate paycheck, you're not a privateer. That's just the way it is. Yeah, but there isn't anybody who's a true privateer doing the whole series and doing well. You know what I mean? Like, it's tough. Like, Derek Anderson? I mean, yes. there's a couple you of know. guys that have got not maybe not consistently great finishes, but, like, Derek Anderson, yeah. for one, is, like, that dude is legit privateer, and he's got multiple top tens. Wouldn't you think Derek Anderson would be pulling a paycheck from somebody, though? Like, what gear does he run or whatever? You know what I mean? Like One industry. I don't. I, I really don't think he does. I could be wrong there. I don't have the facts. Right. But okay. Yeah, no, me neither. I don't know either. But. I understand he doesn't. Um, they use him a lot, though. But Yeah, and yeah, if, it, yeah. if he's pulling a paycheck, it's nothing. Like, yeah, no, no. 10,000, 10, 5,000. Yeah. yeah, nothing for sure. Um. Uh, but hey, it, it is tough to straddle that line, isn't it? When you start going to the races, and you're seeing some of these guys, right? Or is it kind of like, what do you feel? How do you feel about that? Do you you feel like it's affected your writing at all, or anything at all? You've gotten to know some um, of these people personally. You know, I don't really think so. I think some people would disagree, but uh-huh. I never like was that because I think what people think is if I meet these riders, and I've said it before, like it was. It was almost worse when I would meet a rider if he was nice than if he was an asshole because then I would be like, damn it, I can't talk shit about that guy. Right, right. But, like, I don't really think that, other than Michael Essie, I don't really think that I've actually straight up talked shit about anybody. Right. Uh, like, to a serious to yeah, yeah, yeah. extent. Yeah, no, no, I, I hear you. Hey, it sounds like we have a, a, another hater online, too. Do you want to take call or do you want to skip him? I'll, I'll, it's up to you. What do you want to do? What is it? I think this guy isn't a fan of you that we have online, too. Do you want me to take the call? Do you want to deal with it? Or do you just want to leave him on hold? What does he want to talk about? Well, it just, I, I don't want to like seem like we're ambushing you or something. I, you know, so uh, this guy wants to know why you're such an internet tough guy. So clearly this phone call won't go well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? All right, what's that? Let's hear it. Let's uh, hear it. This is good. Braden, what's up? 
Nothing. All Listen right. to the show. Yeah, what? You not a fan of Brodo? Brodocross.com? Well, I'm a fan of it. Like, it's pretty funny, but I just don't get why like, he's such an internet tough guy. Like, what is it proving, really? I mean, I don't really... I'm not sure I understand what you want to know. Like, what are, what are the alternatives to being an internet tough guy? Uh, someone who can't, like, say that stuff to people, like, in real life. I mean, I don't talk to the... I don't get the chance to talk to most of these guys in real life. I just talk on the internet. Oh, well, that's... Like, like so when he talked to Tony, did he, like, act tough then, or did he just play normal? I mean, I wasn't, like, going to go up to... Because Tony was being very civil with me, so, I mean, I'm an adult. I'm not going to go up to the guy and want to, you know, be swearing in his face and talk <laughs> shit to him. Like, yeah. I told him I told him that I wasn't a fan of his, straight to his face, yeah, but we had a, an adult conversation, because I'm not going to go up to the guy and act like I'm going to punch him in the face. It sounds like my, my conversation with Tony, too. I said, hey, Tony, I don't... I don't get what you're doing. I don't. I don't understand what's happening. I think you're holding Mike back, you know. And, and it went. It was civil like that. But uh, yeah, you do tell him what you think, you know. Yeah, I mean, but Braden, Braden, you like Brotocross, but you're just wondering. Kind yeah. Of like, right. Well, there you go. All right. <laughs> thanks, man. All right, no thanks, problem. dude. Uh, Braden thought he was coming off angrier. <laughs> Tits, yeah. did, did he see, tits, did he see angrier when you when you answered the call, or was he Braden? No, he, oh. he was pr- pretty level, just like he was. Okay. Um, hey, so how's, how's shirt sales going, bro? Good? Oh, man, the shirt sales, yeah, they were, like, the those tank tops, because I kind of screwed up. What I did was I, I wasn't even going to put them up for sale yet, but then I saw a bunch of people talking about selling knockoff ones, so I was like, oh, shit, I got to put these up yeah. for sale right now. And, um... So I put them up on pre-order, so I didn't even actually have them yet, uh-huh. and took orders, and I just got, like, way, way too many orders, and uh, wound up ordering, and then selling out of all the ones that I ordered, and then got way more orders after that, mm-hmm. and so there were people, like, waiting for months. Like, <laughs> I, think I, I think I put these things up for sale at the end of April, and there were people waiting until, like, June, like, late June, Berlin. to get their shirts. And there, I, from what I understand, there were people that were really pissed off. But I can assure everybody, if they're listening, that I didn't just steal your money. Like, I'm actually <laughs> shipping these shirts. I just have way, way more orders than I can handle. And it's literally me just going on PayPal, looking at the orders, yeah. packaging everything all by myself. It takes forever. So that's that's even part of the reason why the posts on Brodocross have gone down so much, because I'm literally shipping out orders every day. Berluda, you want a uh, Railing Ruts, Nailing Sluts t-shirt? Uh, I can... probably would have wore that when I was probably in my 20s. Yeah. I don't can... think I could get away with <laughs> that Dude, we have, we have yeah. X, we got double XLs and stuff. Like, we, you, oh, Berluda's in shape. Berluda don't need no double XL. We can accommodate everybody. It has nothing so, to do uh, with... I'll, I'll give you one, man. You don't even have to buy. No, Berluda's in shape. Berluda's killer shape. It, I think that it's just the railing, nailing yeah, sluts Yeah, I just part. don't... I don't think I could get away with that. I got... 17 year old girls, uh, and I got a, a girlfriend. I think if I wore that, they'd <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'd probably get, a, love it. get her one too. The chicks love <laughs> that. Shit. Really? The chicks I'd love probably it. get a yeah. swift kick to the nuts. You don't even know how many of these things I've sold to girls. Hey, I'm yeah. guessing easy. I'm I gonna... bet you are. I bet you do. Now they think about it. Easy, I know you're a big Cole Seeley guy. I know that's, you know, that's, that's one of your yeah. guys. Yeah, Cole's my dude. But I wrote down of my, my show notes based on what I've seen of you. At the races, I'm guessing you you're also a huge Chad Reed fan. 
Reed, yeah, he's, I love Reed. <laughs> right? Uh, I, I, the good guy off the track. No, yeah, I've always thought Reed was a total boss, and I was lucky enough to be able to meet him this year, and I uh, hung out with him at a couple of the races, and he is, yeah, a right. complete boss. Right, exactly. Uh, question for you from Joe. You got more questions tonight than um, Kevin Windham, I think. Huh? Yeah. Well, easy. Who knew? Right. Uh, Joe, what's up, man? You got a question for Easy? Yeah, what's up, all my fucking niggas? All right. All right. All right. How we doing, dude? Uh, I'm just fucking drunk as hell right now. Wow. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. That sounds like you're right up, bro. Uh, I, I just <laughs> want to. Uh, I wanted to know how you got how you got started with all this shit on the internet. What what uh, what was your desire to do all this? Uh, it just kind of happened, like. It, it all happened when I blew up my bike at the end of 2010, and I didn't have anything to do for a little while. And uh, just started up some blog because I figured I could write. I had always had the idea uh, when I was in college of starting a blog. And I just decided to do it because I had free time on my hands all of a sudden and showed it to a few people, and they showed it to a few people, and then it just uh, went from there, really. Right on, right on. All right, well, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Um, Steve hit the treadmill, and uh, later on. Right on. (laughs) Thanks, bro. That's not very nice. I don't have a treadmill, but I got a lithical. Lithical, Lithical. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, dude. Get a treadmill. No, man, lithical. They're they're good. Lithical, please. (laughs) Please, 36-year-old woman. Whatever, bro. Uh, 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 what else? What else can we talk about? Um, what's What's next for the site? Any plans for? I know you and I talked about podcasting a little while ago. You did one, but is that what are you looking? What's your goals? What do you want to do next? What's What's the big? Yeah, big you know, idea? I would love to do more podcasts. The, the one we did was kind of disaster um, because it was literally just me and a bunch of people drinking beers and sitting around my laptop and recording on that, and it sounded horrendous. Right. And um, I don't want to do it like that again. I want it to be, if, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's just been tough, too, because I really want to do it with my boy, uh, Danny Stewart, who's a filmer for Verb. And uh, But he's up in, he lives up in Maine, like two hours away from me, so it's tough to yep. connect with him, because he's, he's a total character. We have a great back and forth. So I'm like, dude, if I'm doing this, you, you and I are doing it. And... Uh, but it's just been tough to actually coordinate that and us also, like, figuring out where we're going to get equipment and stuff. But I do really want to do that. I think it's a blast to talk, uh, to do radio shows and stuff like that. Right. And, uh, yeah, I would definitely like to do that. As far as the site goes, um, I do have some plans to expand on that. I just, it's tough doing it by myself. Like, I want it to be, like, a media site, you know, sometime in the future. Right. Uh, where it's not just a blog, like it's actually like I want to produce videos and stuff. Like you know, it's it's always going to be funny. Like that's yeah, that's the whole underlying theme of Broadcross. It's not to be an asshole like some people think. It's to be funny. Like that's all I care about. Be sarcastic. Be funny. Right. So uh, that's what I want to do, and that's the tone I want to keep with the site, and as it grows. So, uh, but like I said, right now it's pretty much I'm focusing on other things career-wise, and. uh just kind of taking my summer break and enjoying it. <laughs> nice. Steve, you can give him some tips. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of work, I'll tell you that. Yeah. 
to do it, but he knows that. He'd, then he'd be your yeah, com- no, competition. I've, I've done my research, and okay. you, know, Matt, you and I have talked about it a little bit, and then I know it's definitely yeah. going to be a lot of work. And like I said, I don't want it to. I don't want it to be like it was for the first one because the first one sucked. Uh, yeah, well, and, and and expanding your site and expanding your your stuff, you got to be careful. I, I've I've come into this time and again. You do so much because you have sponsorships that your stuff sometimes loses an edge because you're pumping so much of it out. So I think the well, yeah, what, that's yeah. What's cool I think about that's your really stuff, yeah really important for Brodacross is to always be real. Yeah. Because that's that's what people that's why people go to it. You can go anywhere to get news and right. even editorials on motocross, but people come to Brodacross because not only because it's funny, but because it's real, and that's where they can come to cut away from yeah. the bullshit or as much as the bu- much of the bullshit as I can cut away from. It's a fine so, balance. It's a fine balance to keep up the quality, the humor, the satire, and still produce enough. To make advertisers and and readers happy to keep numbers up, it's a full full game. And sometimes I wonder some of the guys that I follow in other sports. I'm like, how do they do that? How do they keep fresh all the time? Because I find myself sometimes going, you know, I can't talk about James Stewart switching to Suzuki anymore. You know, I I examined every angle. So um, yeah, good luck. You know, that's definitely a balance. Um, last call for you from Scott. Scott, what's up, man? Yeah, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Good. You got a question up, for Easy? Yo, what's up, Easy? Um, I'm a big fan. Follow the website, but I also follow Barstool Sports out of Massachusetts. So I was wondering if that's where you get ideas and follow the write-ups on that for Michael Presidente. Yeah, so that's, you know uh, that? yeah, that's pretty good. You caught me. That is where I. That's where I got the inspiration for Brotocross. Well, dude, the guy he's he's class act on. Uh, that website, it, you know, he makes a million bucks a year. Is it just a guy you know, talking? About, is it just a guy talking? About, advertisement. It's just a guy talking about Red Sox sports and like Boston sports, or what is it? I'll check it out. Well, it's like it's a blog that it started yeah, funny out videos, it anything Boston that goes sports. on. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're, yeah. they're traveling across now, going all over the United States. Every city's getting one. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Detective Scott. All right. No. <laughs> right on. All right. Guys, we'll take it easy. Thanks. I'm going to check this side out and see, see what we got because I'm a big sports fan besides uh, Moto, you know. So, um, easy. Thank you for coming on, man. Uh, very talented writer and, judging by you hitting LaRocco's Leap, a very talented rider. Wow. So, uh, yeah, don't forget about that. Oh, shit. No, anybody got it on video? Any of your homies film it? No, no one got it on video. Bastards. Hey, um, easy when well, you get it. It sucked because I only got to hit it a couple of times because on Friday, obviously, I was uh, like out to lunch and practice, so I wasn't hitting it then. And then on Sunday, uh, I raced, but I only got to do two motos, and there was just Joey's in front of me the whole time, so I couldn't even do it because uh, I, w- I wasn't bagging out there. I wasn't hitting that thing in like traffic of five riders. So what did it feel like? Hit the lead? Yeah, was it? Yeah. The first time it you did it. It was satisfying, yeah. yeah. It felt good, because I went there, and I was like, fourth I've on got a, a 450 now. I have yeah. to hit the leap. Fourth so. on a 250? Like, fourth, pretty much, three quarters on a 450? No, I hit it third. third. Uh, yeah, third around the whole turn, and I don't really remember if I was wide. I think I was about wide open. Yeah. And I wasn't even planning on hitting it when the first time I did it. I just went around the outside, because I didn't see anyone hit it on Thursday, and then they stopped practice to do press deck uh-huh. and I saw Regal and Brayton and Way all hit it. I was like, oh, it's totally doable. 
So I went outside just to look at it from the outside line because I hadn't even hit the outside line yet. Mm-hmm. And came around the turn. It felt good. So I just held it out. Held it on and hit it. And Berlut. And, uh, they shortened up the run this year, Berlut. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't oh, okay. the old school run. So, shorter run than before. Really? Yeah. So, shorter from the corner to the yeah. face of the yeah, jump. Yeah, they made the corner go in a little bit. Oh, Easy wow. still hit it. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. Did they? I, I know they did that. They Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, was, I was thinking, like, because I remember back in the day, like, People doing it on 125s and stuff, and I yeah. was like, I don't, I don't even know, understand how you could do that. No, on yeah, they shorten it up. I don't there's, understand there's... how they could do it on a factory 250. Honestly, like when Baggett was doing it, yeah, crazy, huh? Like, yeah, because even a PC bike, I, I don't even understand how you could. Because Ars, he rode um, Amateur Day last year on a Loraco CR250 two-stroke, uh-huh. and he hit it once, and he. Barely, like he cased it. He landed on the top of the jump and bounced. Like, right. So I, I was like, Jesus Christ, there's no way you can do that on a 250F. Right, but right. lo and behold, Baggett was sending it. I saw Will Hahn do it too. Hmm. Cool. Right on. Hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Uh, good times. And uh, good luck yeah, with good the site. Yeah, good talking to you guys. Yeah, good luck with the site and everything. And uh, I'm sure I'll see you. What, what, uh, Southwick, I guess, Unadilla next? No, I will be at Washougal this weekend, actually. Whoa, wow, easy, going across <laughs> country. Sure. I've never been out there. I really wanted to check it out. I think that place looks really oh. picturesque and cool. So, Judging by um, <laughs> judging by how I haven't seen you at any race, I probably won't see you this weekend either. So. I saw you at High Point. I didn't see you at High I Point. Think. We didn't know. Yeah, we did. I saw you at High Point. Maybe you saw me, but I didn't see uh, we you. Were talking, I was talking to Regal when you were there and you oh, interviewed him. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, that's right. Because, yeah, because Regal was like, I'd rather talk to this guy than you, Mathis, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. I didn't know about the quad yeah. guys at that point. Otherwise, I would have warned you. Oh, I didn't know about the quad guys. I don't think I even knew about it at that point. Because I didn't find out about it until way late in the day. Right. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. All right. Good talking to you guys. Thanks right. for having me. See, See you easy. later. Easy from uh, Brotocross. Um, uh, good guy. He seemed like a cool guy. Check out his site, like brotocross.com. Yeah, I'd like yeah. him to come by and say hi to me because introduce me because I don't know what he looks like. Right, yeah. No, seems like a cool how guy. How many people do? Keeps his, keeps his identity yeah. quiet. Oh, he's uh, an- an- anonymity? Yeah, yeah. Um, Lame. Uh, that's not what I wanted to do. Love this guy right here. All right, let's. Uh, Is that K-Dub? That's K-Dub. <laughs> I've tried to get the uh, Berluti doesn't even like me drop. Maybe Tits has that. Do you have that? Can we hit that for one time? I don't think Berlin even likes me. Wow. <laughs> You're good with <laughs> their tits. Hey, let's go to commercial. Come back, Davey Millsaps. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We still have the Tweet at Tits segment, voicemails, emails. Davey Millsaps is next. Berlin, are you going to stick around for a little bit longer? How about tear-offs? <laughs> I don't have those. Oh, I really? forgot. No, oh, I forgot. Wow, okay. I the guy comes in for those. one show. No, the guy, one. No, that's awesome that you remember. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's awesome Sorry. that you remember. Okay, yeah. His first show in like months, and the guy's telling me <laughs> that I forgot a segment. No, I didn't. <laughs> X brand. Go- no, I need to. I'm going to do it during the commercial no, break. Right My now. bad. Uh, no, you're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. X brand goggle tear offs coming up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. See you. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulpomex Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. 
BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, Steve, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build skid plates hour meters throttle tubes radiator braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx upon checkout and save 20 percent off your order Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX-8 is available in 9 colorways with an additional 7 in the AX-8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power. More wins more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. 
Tell us about the new signature Carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off-function for uh, what I choose to race in. How's the durability? You know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at Facebook.com slash Fly Racing or Twitter.com slash Fly Racing USA. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, number 20 on the Geico Honda, and I wear free gun underwear. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bellray Racing Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, 
and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. BTOsports.com. That was Tits's Tits's music choice. Face to face. Old, old school. school yeah. It. Real old school. Mm. Like 1990 old school. Yeah. Um, you like that song, Balut? Face uh, to face. alright. Yeah. It's, old, it's like one of those Fox videos. Oh, okay. We let Tits pick a music because Kenny's not here. Kenny's Iron Maiden. Yeah. Got, got clipped for that. Probably won't be very I'd happy. I'd probably be Journey or something, maybe. You'd be Journey? Sure. You don't like Journey? Oh, yeah. Journey's good. Okay. Yeah, journey's good. It's maybe, no halo, maybe I get a yeah. No. We can get we can get a journey. Yeah, we can get a journey in there. Let's get a let's go let's go out of the show with journey for him. Can we get a don't stop believing? I I, I think I can find that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do it you for, for Berlut. You got it. Right on. Hey, coming Thanks, on. Thanks, Steve. Uh, coming on the uh, on the show, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Uh, JGR Yamaha's uh, injured rider hoping to come back soon. Davy Millsaps. Davy, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, thank you, uh, Kenny Watson. Calling out, calling out sick today. Um, so we got Tony Berluti. Davey, how uh, are you? What's what's up, Tony? How are you? Um, Good. How are you? Good, thanks. And judging by the last time you were on the show, you're probably happier to talk to Berluti than you are Watson. <laughs> nah, Berluti's a good guy. Now, you guys were teammates way back when Davey first started, yeah, right? Yeah, when he was a rookie. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Carlos would have been working for him, and you yeah. were working for God knows who? Uh, yeah. Lolo's? Didn't you have Lolo's? No, no, oh, no. I thought you did. <laughs> I'm uh, not sure who I was working with it, Dan. Davey, how's the ankle? Uh, uh, the ankle's getting better. Swelling's still there. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's starting to hurt less. But uh-huh. it's uh, day by day now. Day by day. Yeah, um, bummer for for the outdoor season. A great Supercross season, obviously. Outdoor season hasn't gone as well. It's amazing. You're still 14th in the points, despite only <laughs> despite only scoring points in six motos. Um, which, yeah, you know, that's pretty, pretty cool. Um, so when do you think you'll be back? Any idea? Um, you know, I'm I'm sitting like I said, it's day by day. So yeah. every day, you know, it, it could change. But uh, you know, I told Javon. Um, that obviously I would like to be at Washougal 
Um, if I'm not, then, then I would 100% be back after the break. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, All right. So we have an idea. Yeah. yeah. 100% yeah. For, for Southwick or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watson said that neither you, Davalos, who else did he say? Would ha- would have any chance of coming back for at all for the year? So why? Because you signed a deal for next year. So. Douglas Douglas will be racing this weekend. All right. So yeah, suck it, Watson. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, so how'd you well, hurt? Man, he, he has he has good resources. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> how did what? <laughs> uh, how did really jumping jacks? Really? <laughs> I was I was working out. Yeah. Yeah. And just twisted it. Yeah, and it just, it, no, it rolled. Yeah. And when it rolled, it, it tore the ligaments from the left side and the right side. And there was one that partially tore up my leg. And one of the ligaments tore a piece of the bone off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it just it just happened to be the right, you know, the looseness, I guess, of uh, just me landing and not really tensing, mm-hmm. tensing up, just... Uh, Rolled it and, and there it went. So I mean, yeah. you're not the only one that discovered you asking, kidding me, working <laughs> out more than a dirt bike. Like right. I sit here every day and look at my ankle that has a you know a, a bigger than a golf ball size on the left side of it, just sitting there looking at it like, are you kidding me? Right, right. right. <laughs> so um, yeah, J Bone had a photo of your ankle um, when yeah. he told me. You sent it to him. I guess we were at Outback, and uh, he's like, "Check this out," and it it looked like mine. It looked like elephantitis. It was huge, dude. Yeah, it was gnarly. Yeah, and it's it's still discolored too, and it's been you know right. what whatever I want to spend. But then, but so. then, but then, J Bone was thinking that it wasn't your ankle. He wanted to see if that was your countertop that you put your ankle on, and because he thought maybe you didn't like the track that weekend. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I, I don't like red butt at all. Yeah. Um, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for. Uh, Davey Millsaps uh, on the uh, Pulpomex show presented by BTOsports.com. So, hey, uh, sign a deal for next year. Rockstar Suzuki, 450. That kind of came out of left field, but uh, congrats on that. And uh, can you talk about it, or is it kind of? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, so it's one of those deals. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who knew? I I mean, I thought thought you'd go back to JGR or – Berluti, I thought he was in contention for over there, the H&H team. I heard his name come up. Yeah, he's got tattoos. Oh, oh yeah. Fits yeah, in perfectly. Sure. Uh, but that, that, can, that can go both ways. Why? What do you mean? Well, the, the, the teams that you named off, I mean, tattoos kind of, I guess, run in the picture of, of the teams, don't they? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you would know better than I would, so. All right, so we can't so we can't talk about this deal. Is that is that it? Do we have to move on from that? We can move on. Okay. All right. Um, hey, so the the ankle is, looks like you're going to be coming back sooner than you sooner than a lot of people thought, which should be good at Southwick. And then I yeah. want to get your take on uh, on uh, what's going on right now. What's what, we got an echo? You got a radio on right now? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Are we on speaker? Yeah. Are we on speaker? No, no. No. I don't have an echo. You sound you sound like normal. Okay. Hey, what's going on, with Kyle Regal? Obviously, you're not at the ra- you're not at the races, but what, what's going I knew on? That one was coming. Well, come I knew on, it was coming. right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I heard that he had a hurt back, or his back was hurting, or something. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I really 
could not tell you yeah. what's going on. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't talk to I don't talk to him enough to to yeah. know what's up. I mean, right. hey, so okay, all right. Let me ask you this: uh, We might have covered this last time you were on the show, but what do you think about that bike? Controversial, a little bit. <laughs> controversial. What? Come on. No, listen. I, I'm on the side that it can't be that. It can't be that bad. It's it's maybe not the best bike on the track. What do you like about it? What does it do good for you? It gives me a dirt bike to ride. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. The motor's got to be good on the thing. No, the the motor the the motor on that bike is pretty unbelievable. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Right. I mean, it, it's to the point to where it's almost hit the mellow it out, and um. Uh, I mean, I I don't mind it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you did as good. far as and, and the Supercross goes, I mean, I felt like you know the more we worked at it, the, the better it got. And then mm-hmm. going into the outdoors, where normally everyone seems to struggle with it, you know, Yamaha jumped in with JGR and and uh, we started working. We all started working together and, and to dial the bike in better and get it better and. You know, I took parts from over here and parts from over here, and uh, mm-hmm. and that's when I went to the hang time was and, and got second the first moto, and then obviously I uh, crashed the second moto. Right. But uh, you know, I, I felt like we were you know, we were on a pretty good pretty good base right there. So to me, I mean, it, I mean, it, it all depends on the rider. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's uh um, you know, I think there's default or you know bad things and good things about every bike out there. Right. So. Yeah. You, you, uh, yeah. I think you're probably right. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it sucks at the perception right now. Like, you know, obviously that we've heard the JGR Dean Wilson talk and, and you know, the James Stewart thing clearly didn't work out. And most of it cause it was because of the bike. And it's like the perception of the thing is so bad, but it can't be that bad. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's, well, it's, I mean, I mean, you got, you got to look, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, you can compare, you know, Apples and apples, apples and oranges, whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, when Chad went to Kawasaki, you know, Velpoto's winning championships on it, and Chad didn't like it, you know, or whatever that was. Right. Um, you know, went to the Honda, um, or where yeah. you know, yeah. just saying is like people will go to different bikes and just and hate it, but you know, love the bike that everyone seems to seems to dislike, and and vice versa. So it's just it all depends on the rider and how it is. Right. Hey, um, uh, living in California now, you um, got away for a little bit from the. Uh, well, I mean, you're, you've been back, back from what I understand, but mostly in California. You like it? it why, why the switch? And why do you do? Why do you prefer it? And uh, and JGR obviously well, was cool with it. I don't. I don't prefer being in California. No. For riding. No. I, I like my Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I like being in Georgia. My place there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm. I was there for seven weeks this year. Yep. In Georgia, and then um, I went to you know uh, North Carolina for a couple of weeks here and there. Yeah. Um, but been out here mainly due to the fact that you know we we had a little one on the way, right? And uh, you know, she, and Brittany needs help around the house and stuff like that. And and uh, now that he's born, I mean, it's, uh, it's a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> so. It's uh, so it's a little difficult going back and forth all the time. It. Uh... It sucks for your career that you got hurt. Although maybe not because it's the outdoors and it's a shit ton of work. But uh, if there's one good thing, it's that you get to spend time with the new kid and uh, and yeah. Brittany and everything else, right? No, I mean that 
that's probably the, the only good part about being hurt. Well, I mean, uh, right. <laughs> is they get to spend time with him, you know, and watch him grow. He's changed so much. He's only six weeks old, you know, and he's changed so much already. So, uh, right. for me to be able to watch him grow and, and uh, you know, when I wasn't really expecting to be able to at all do the fact that I was going to be in Georgia, I was going to be riding, I was going to be racing. You know, it was, uh, it, things change, and uh, I'm pumped to see it. But uh, obviously, I wish I was also racing. So, Chad Chad tweeted something, Berluti. Yeah, I know, Berluti, you're a big Twitter guy. <laughs> big Twitter guy. But uh, Chad tweeted something about uh, guys getting hurt while wives are pregnant. What? Davey got hurt. Metcalf got hurt. Nick Way, his wife is due any time and bad crash for him. I don't want to say Chad's a fortune teller, but that was weird. That is Nick, weird. Nick have another baby? Yeah. Yeah, like any day. Wow. Yeah, third one. Wow. So um, she's uh, she was having contractions before he left, and then now he's in a male clinic in Rochester. So, um, hey, you've been watching the races? What do you, What's your thoughts on it? What do you What do you take? Obviously, Dungey uh, looks like he's on another level, but after that, uh, you'd probably be right be there. Is that kind of what you're taking home? Well, I mean – I don't know, it's hard to say that, obviously, as far as, you know, Dungey compared to the rest of the field right now, obviously he's on the middle level, but yeah. with with James being gone, I mean, James was up there with him, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so that, that's hard to say. I think, you know, that would have been a really good, really good outdoor season if James wouldn't have gotten hurt with them too, you know, that would have been uh, really exciting. Um but as far as the rest of the pack, I mean, it's it's a pretty cool, pretty cool battle to watch all those guys be so close and and pretty much battling the whole time. Yeah, yeah, your guy Michael uh, Lessie's been riding. <laughs> it's it's like weird. Everybody's got a well. Lessie got second this weekend. Yeah, but up until this yeah. weekend, a different guy had gotten second every week. Besides Dungeon, yeah. like Weimer got it, Brayton got it, Mike got it, Tickle got it. Mike's Mike's been second a couple times. A couple times now with yeah. Melville twice. Uh-huh. So you know he's the only guy to really get second. More than once, so it's been kind of kind of competitive, you know, uh, up at the front. Oh, for sure, those guys. Yeah, Dun- yeah. Dungey got second twice. Yeah, Dungey got second twice. <laughs> um, <Yep>. What about? <laughs> no, well, I wasn't counting him because you know we're talking about the. Yeah, okay, okay. Come on, two fifty F. Are you going to two fifty F class now? Yeah, I am. I am I'm moving two fifty F. What do you think? That now that's exciting. Yeah, there you go. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that is. It is very very ridiculous. Not gonna lie, it's probably one of the best two fifty F seasons I've ever watched but hey if so. you're if you're Roxon, barsha or tomac does the fact that and you're a racer so you, we can answer you this um uh does the fact that baggett came back from 10 seconds back or so past all three of you and one by seven seconds is that just crushing <laughs> um <laughs> i mean are you just like what the fuck what, what do i gotta do like how, how what's what's wrong with this guy yeah, I mean, in perspective, I'd say I'd say yes, but I mean, it's the fact that it's every every race at fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, halfway is when he decides to go fast, you know, like faster than you know any any of the other guys, and I don't see where that comes from. But <laughs> right. I mean, but. But yes, if I mean if I was if I was those guys, I would I would be scratching my head, figuring <laughs> out what I could do, and then going out and trying to do it. But right. I mean, it, it, right now it looks like what James used to do four years ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, and uh, James, Ricky, you know, the, the, all those guys. Barry, so, uh, Barry, 
<laughs> Dungey now, you know. He doesn't even answer. He just Dun- laughs. Yeah. Um, no, I like I like Red Dog. Uh, what about motocross the nations? We've been talking about that uh, all show. Mm-hmm. Um, what, who would you send? Berluti doesn't like James Stewart and said that he would say that. I'm just Steve, kidding. Come on. He just said that even if James comes back, he doesn't, bad. he doesn't trust his, uh, let's say unpredictability. So he wouldn't send James. I would, if I'm not sending James, I'd send Mike. And then I would send, you know, whoever wins in, in the, in the two fifty F class, be it Tomac Barsher or uh, Baggett. Well, I would send I would send Weimer due to the fact that he's already been over there and he knows what to expect okay. and knows what it's all you. about. That's Thank what Berluti you. said. That's what Berluti said. But I but I would send Bubba over them. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. So if Bubba yeah. comes back, if Bubba comes back and he's yeah. on it, you send him. Yeah, no, I would send Bubba anyway. <laughs> um, but definitely, I mean, I would I would question Dungey. I don't I don't know if I don't know if I'd send him or not. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, sh- he, he's shaky for sure. No. He's shaky. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but uh, now obviously the two fifty F class. I mean, that's kind of a given as of this moment. Yeah. Um, but I mean, anything can change. I mean, there's still what? How many races left? Is there five? Five races left. Yeah. Five races. I mean, shoot, anything can happen. I mean, yeah. Well, any one of those guys that are in the top five had the capability of going um, the five seconds left after that diet line. Yeah, you know, yeah. anytime they want to. So, I mean, as soon as they find it, you know, they could they could be the guy to go. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, it's going to be a tough call. But if I had to guess who was going, I'd say, um, you know, Dungey, uh, Stewart, and, and Baggett. But uh, if not. Definitely what about Weimer. what about Michael Lessie? Okay. Yeah, I mean yeah. he's okay. he's good. Yeah, I mean I, he's obviously if not Weimer, then definitely him. Okay, you know, yeah. Like, oh, man, you really put him on the spot, I mean, Steve. Yeah. That's we, what we do. We we might have had our <laughs> our you know our battles in the past, but I mean I'm not going to tell right. the guy. I'm not going to say no. He should not. He shouldn't go. Yeah. Oh, come on, dude. No. But I, listen, but, I, I like Weimer. I'm a uh, Weimer's a friend of mine. I'd send Mike over Weimer. I would. Oh no, I know. Mike needs to go. He's never been. Send him. Send Tony. <laughs> send Jeff. You're nuts. Send everybody. <laughs> send everybody. That's what I'd do. Maybe, maybe, maybe just Mike. <laughs> maybe just Mike. There you go. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, when do you get your Suzuki's? <laughs> <laughs> you like how I squeeze that in there? Right. No. Oh, Are you gonna get to do oh, your own man. gear? Hey, when you get a when you get a pair of running shoes. Uh, if you only knew, Whoa. I'm not going to disclose what I've been doing because I'm not going to be one of those guys, but don't worry. Next time you see oh, me, man. next time you Speaking see me. Speaking of you, yeah, I'm surprised you wrote me. I went and read a, uh, an article that you did or something like that of me in 2010. Yep. And very, 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 you know, you're very harsh. Um, I know what you're talking about. And I, I, know and I love talking. how you say that, the, that it's not... It's not legit for a rider to say that you get out there and do it. That, that I, is like, not, I like that. No, that is not legit, honestly. <laughs> that's Because that's like saying, hey, I don't like uh, President Obama. You know, uh, you go out and be the president or whatever. I, that's not a legitimate um, reason to say that. Like, uh, you're okay, a professional. Well, okay, sorry, but that's a, you can't even compare those. Well, I'm just saying. I'm a, that's, not, that's not even fair because the president doesn't do anything. He just sits there and spends <laughs> our money, whereas the <laughs> no, people shit. around him. Amen. Was, you know. um, I, so. have, I have four Manitoba titles. 
Um, I'll show them to yeah, you. Yeah, for what? Manitoba titles. So okay. I can ride. So I'll show you those plaques <laughs> that I have. No, listen. Um, at the time when I wrote that, I mean, uh, you know, I did believe that, and I stand by that column. I know Troy told me this weekend about it. Um, but you know what? I also very, very great job this year riding uh, complimentary uh, columns to you this year. I thought you were really good, yep. and um, you showed a lot of heart, and you were jumping obstacles that only, you know, one or two other guys were doing at times, and, and that shows me that, you know, you're confident. And so um, I was – at that time I believed it, and I'm, but I'm not one of those guys that, like – I'm just not one of those guys that, like, always have – like, always, no matter what, is your bro or whatever. Like, I like to call it like I see it. I'm sometimes wrong, for sure. Like, I've gotten – I've gotten Chad mad at me. Timmy's been Timmy's wife wanted to let me light me on fire one year over something I wrote about Red Dog. So, you know, I'm kind of. Yo, what did you, what did you write about him? Do you remember I mean, when? You, I know it wasn't anything bad. No, I was just making her jealous. No, do you remember? When, <laughs> do you remember when Chad took him out at the U.S. Open? Uh, uh yeah. Well, Chad was going. He, if he would have won the whole, if he got the whole shot in the main event, he would have got a hundred thousand or two hundred fifty thousand, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. And he came in hot, and he took Timmy and. Red Dog went underneath the stands, like just took him out. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, hey, if I'm Chad Reed and I'm a whole shot away from 250 grand, I'm probably holding it on like that too. And Evie's like, he, Timmy could have been killed. You can't ride like that. That's serious. And I'm just like, I would have done the exact same thing. You know what I mean? Because that was a good call on your part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, it's you're, hard to believe you said that. I but did. I, I, Listen, Timmy yeah. flicked him off, threw a glove at him. It was awesome. But uh, I would have done the same thing. And Evie was not happy with me. Nah. You know, but. You know, hey, 250 grand away. Um, Dustin has a question for you on line one, but he might ask you about your new deal. So can we put Dustin through uh, or no? Is this Dustin Thompson? I don't know who it's it is. It's more about his game plan. Oh, his game plan, not yes. about his bride? Okay. No. Dustin, uh, thanks for listening. What's your question for Davey? Hey, Davey. Yeah, it is Thompson. What's up? <laughs> What's up? Hey, you know, you know, this year you, you you ran second in the points, and you know, the question was, you know, what's your game plan for for next year to you know get top three or, or maybe compete for the title? Well, hmm, hmm, I don't know, Dustin. I might have to think about that one. Um, I mean, obviously, do. I mean, I want to go out and do the best I can. I mean, uh, I felt like this year. Uh, I got on a really good program, and, and I think it showed. Um, and, you know, it's only getting better. And uh, my plan is to actually have a full off-season of riding and training and and, uh, and stuff like that and uh, to go into Anaheim prepared, where I haven't been able to the past any year, really, due to the fact that, I you know, I've been hurt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going to be – I'm going to try my best to have a good off-season and, and uh, get – you know, as prepared as I can be is to uh, go into Anaheim and uh, actually be 100%. So that's that's my game plan to go into the season. Now my game plan from there on is uh, depending on, you know, just the higher thing goes. I would love to win. I would love to be a contender for the championship and uh, uh, to be up there with those guys that uh, have already won. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we're all pulling for you down here in Georgia, as you know, everybody yeah. is, but, you know, we all Florida know that. You're from Florida. Yeah, well, I know you're from Florida, too, but, you know. I said but, you're from Florida. Well, yeah, I'm in Florida, but I'm in Georgia, too. Yeah, well. <laughs> but, 
if you're in Florida, <laughs> if you're in Florida and you're not a Tim Ferry fan, then you're not a fan of motocross. Uh, no, I'm a fan of motocross, and I and I like Tim Ferry too. Should have won the 2007 outdoor title. Langston fucked them. Yeah, well, that's true, but yeah. you know, it, you know, it, I have a lot of confidence in Mill Sass. I know a lot of people do. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I, I do know him personally. You know, he's like a brother to me. Uh-huh. He always has been. You know, I, I just wanted to know a game plan because you know, every weekend I'm rooting for him. You know, Dungey's doing really good this year. Proud of him. You know, a lot of respect for him. Unfortunately, Stewart got hurt. Uh, now it's just pretty much about the lights class, you know, that's how it's been the last four or five races. But, yeah. you know, I'm happy for Davey, and it kind of sucks he hurt himself non-riding, but, what do you, you think? Know, hey, Dustin, what, Dustin, what do you think about a Suzuki ride next year? Two years, 450 class, own semi and everything. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about that. I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be getting a text message later, man. Maybe you shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dustin. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right, buddy. See you. All right. See you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think people, um, myself probably included, your uh, crash at Bud's Creek um, and the, the the subsequent loss of what half of your kidney, one kidney. I don't even know. Eighty percent. Eighty percent. That was that. That was really gnarly to come back from that, huh? For, it was. I don't even. I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, just the fact of uh, being off for four months and then, you know, not being able to produce what you used to produce, like, mm-hmm. you know, inside your body, like all the, you know, uh, hormones and stuff like that that your kidney helps produce. It's uh, it's insane. And taking, you know, almost a full year and a half to figure out right. exactly what I need and what I need to do and, and uh just I had to change everything, and uh, that was probably the hardest part was just to figure out what I could do to get my body at least, you know, somewhat close to normal. So mm-hmm. that was hard. Wow, yeah. you've done better since then. Yeah, I have. I mean, I it's, I went to a doctor in New York, and the guy looked at me after my he got my blood results back and asked me how the hell I get up every day and do what I do. Wow. I mean, just because of my blood levels and and everything else, they were so jacked that. I mean, he kind of just laughed at me and said that, you know, he goes, I don't know how you get up every day. Right. I, so. I, I get the same question, but it's more like, how do you, how are you living? You know, how are you surviving? Uh, <laughs> hey, um, uh, why, why not Watson's team? What, what happened with that? Just didn't like it? I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Okay. All right. Berluti, give me your best memory of the super team of Hepler and Millsaps. When, when you were, I mean, uh, Carlos steps in, Ice, uh, Iceman mm-hmm. Hepler. By the way, who gave Hepler the name Iceman? Like, come on. I have hey, no Berlin, idea. Uh, yeah. Coldress gave it to him, I think. Coldress, um, yeah. Berluti was working for Tortelli. Okay, good call. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, like, acting cool and big man and stuff. And hey, he was, what about the race? Where was it? A Texas race or something where Shorty took you out? You had the overall? Is, it, is that sounding familiar or am I – on a different planet. Uh, are we talking about what? A Supercross race in the lights class. Shorty talking uh, no, no, it wasn't Shorty. It was uh, um, uh, Troy Adams. Oh, okay. It was Daytona 2005. Very upsetting. To... <laughs> hey, you, um, let's talk yeah. about the fact that that Suzuki 250F was pile, a pile of shit. Right? <laughs> right? It was bad. 
Honestly, dude, in 2005, it really wasn't you know, you know what? that horrible. Oh no, no. Nah. Okay. I mean, we had to do. You had to do a lot of work on them. Right. And, right. Yeah. But as long as you kept them up and stuff, okay, there right. it wasn't that bad of a bike, really. Huh? Uh, okay. No, the 2006 one was a lot better. Um, why'd you leave Suzuki? Just a big money deal at Honda. <laughs> no, it, it had nothing to do with money. Did they not want to keep you? Like, because you were Suzuki. Everyone, kid? every. Everyone thinks that everything has to do with money. Yes, and, it, it uh, does. You for more money, and it you want to for more money, and the other, the other. Dude. Not everything's about money, man. I've left things in the past for less money. It's always about the money for everything. Industry, industry guys, riders, and I'm not just saying for Davy Millsaps. It's always about. I the bet money. you I can guess what it was about. What was it about, Roger? You didn't like Roger? exactly. Hey, you he didn't. He got second fiddle. He, he wasn't treated like he was an up and. He Correct me if I'm wrong, Berluti. That is Roger's M.O. Whether That's it was MO. Yogi, Huffin, Timmy, He had Davey, his favorites. Right? Exactly. So you probably you probably felt like he didn't treat you like you should have been, right? Oh, uh, I'm not going to say that, you know, okay. but, it, I mean. Your words speak for you. It was, Your silence it was speaks for more you. along the lines of I didn't really think he got along with my mom. And, you know, kind of put a barrier between, you know, the right. the whole situation of me over here and then, you know, Ricky coming on the team, which, you know, obviously all the attention went there, and um, mm-hmm. which it should have. Um, but everything, for that matter, is, you know, at that time, that 250F versus 250F that I was going to race on, in 2006 for, you know, for Honda, um, I felt more comfortable and, and a little bit better on it, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's where I went. Um, so I had no idea that you know they never told me anything about the new bike that was coming out with Suzuki, you right, know. Right. But um, at Honda, they they uh, they pushed for me, and, and you know, and Kiho called me like every day, and and at that time it was Chuck Miller, and uh, you know they they seemed to really want me. And uh, that was a, a really cool feeling for a kid being, you know, 16, 17 years old. And we, so. we at Yamaha, we built you a 250F and sent it out. I think, did Jimmy Perry show up? Who went out from Yamaha? Yeah. 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 Uh, we sent you a top secret 250F. It uh, mm-hmm. had an oil tank yep. and a carburetor. Probably really like that. But, um, it, had, it had a slipper clutch, too. Yeah, maybe, yeah. We, we, I remember we built one and we weren't allowed to say anything. And we we're like, Millsaps ain't coming here. Are you kidding? Um. And also, too, hey, you didn't like RJ either, right? RJ was you, – you, you battled RJ, didn't you? <laughs> I did it. My mom did. Your mom did. Okay, yeah. I heard, <laughs> I, heard the, I, heard the, I heard the RJ at Suzuki thing did not work with anyone. For Ludi? No, it, it, like, it, it, it didn't because it was hard, dude, because, I mean, he – what year did he race? <laughs> uh, he hung it up in 91. Did he? Mm-hmm. Like, like from pros or amateurs? No, from, from pros. 91 was his last year. 92. I didn't know he went that long. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, like, uh, no, just the fact that, like, you know, he would, he would always be like, you know, when, when I was racing, this is how I would have done it. Right, right. You know, and, I'm, and everyone that was there was like, dude, well, <laughs> you know, A, we're, we're in a different, you know, Era. different decade right now. Um, and uh, different bikes, different tracks everything and and uh you know we like 
to do things a little differently. Yeah, no, I, so. I, I, and that, it wasn't just you, like Berluti. I, I heard that RJ just pissed everybody off. Roger brought him well, in. Well, yeah, I mean, on, on the Millsaps thing, if I, there's a little story I remember is his mom, you know, they, they were introduced or something, yeah. and she had no idea who RJ was. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that is that right, Davey? Mammoth, uh, Mammoth Mountain in uh, two ninety eight, I think it was. Uh-huh. Or, no, two thousand two thousand two. I went to Mammoth and uh, RJ uh, came up because I was Suzuki. He was Suzuki, mm-hmm. and and uh, he introduced himself to my mom and uh, and and myself. And uh, if you on his chest vector on his back plate, he had his kids, and and my mom's like, who was that? And I said, yeah, that was Ray Johnson. She goes, who's that? But <laughs> <laughs> um, like, she actually asked him, she goes, what did you do? Oh. She, like, I'm like, wow. R- RJ's, RJ's <laughs> enormous <laughs> ego took a big hit oh, right big there. Time, big yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. What did you do? <laughs> um, well, Bad. hey, uh, look at it this way. You're going back to Suzuki next year. You're going home. So, yeah, right back to Suzuki. <laughs> so... You you love you love trying to get me in trouble, don't you? Oh. Ah, come on, this stuff's just so stupid. We all know, you know, it's like big deal. Didn't work out at JGR. So what? Um, you know, so Berlutz Berlutz laughing. Oh fuck, Steve! I, I thought you'd be able to talk a little bit more about it, to be honest. But that's fine. I understand. No, it's cool. It's been a good run at JGR. Surprised you didn't go back. Okay, <laughs> call me. Call me in about. A month and a half. Oh my god! Really, really? Call me in about a month, and I'll hey, tell you where are I'm you, going. Are you going to be able to, to to shop for gear and goggles and stuff? Well, tell me. Call me in a month, and I'll tell you where I'm going. Do you still have the same age, or you drop WMG? Right. Mm, it was a mutual split. Mutual split. So you're your own guy. Yep. Are you your your own guy? Yes. Yes. Good for you. I, I hey Weimer yeah. dropped Weimer dropped his agent too. I, who was his Tony, agent? Um, uh, 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 Nichols. Bobby Nichols. Bobby Nichols. Cut nickels. Yeah. What is that face you're making, bro? Uh, well, I, 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 I don't. Bl- he I, cut nickels to get dimes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like it. <laughs> I like that. Brotocross should use that as his uh, slogan. <laughs> um, so you, you're your own guy now. Yeah. But you really like Oakleys. Yeah. You really like Oakleys. <laughs> what? You really like Oakleys. You're a big Oakley guy. Why? Because you've worn uh, them your been, whole I've, I've been Oakley for 12 years. Yeah, except you wore Scott one year when you had to wear the gear. But yep. other than that, yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're not but, really. Uh, You're I not mean, Sellers, Sellers has been helping me out a little bit, you know, um, you know, actually quite a bit. And then uh, an attorney in uh, Florida, you know, just right. grazed over the contract for me. Um, the contract. What contract? Kind of grazed over the contract, contract? for me. Uh. So. <laughs> I don't think guys like Davey, Weimer, they, I don't think they need agents. I think if you're RV, you're James, you know, you need a guy. But I agree with you. What do you, Full you know, uh, uh, you're paying them 7%, Whew. 10% That's in some tough. cases. Yeah. Yeah, it needs baby food and diapers. <laughs> you don't need Hey, I mean, honestly, from the, the money that those guys are making to the money that we're making, you know, they're taking less percentage of theirs, but it equals out to be the same percentage of ours. Yeah, yeah. Also, so. two agents uh, percentages on win bonuses—that's some bullshit, right I'm, there. I'm not into it. You gotta uh, get... I've never heard of that. Yeah, no. Some guys have it. Some guys have it. No. Some somebody like maybe Jake Weimer had it. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, hey, thanks for coming on and um, appreciate yeah. it. Um, good luck on the new Suzuki deal. To your deal. Good luck with that. 
Um, and hey, uh, so we may see you this weekend, but we will see you at Southwick for sure. Yes, I'll be at Southwick for sure. All right. Hey, Davey Millsaps, JGR Yamaha, thanks for coming on, and uh, appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Hey, Bye, Davey. See ya. All right. JGR Yamaha, Davey Millsaps. Uh, good interview. I like the guy. He does not like me. Didn't like me. No, he likes you. No, he did not like me. He Maybe wanted, not now. He wanted, then. Like, he wanted to like me on fire at some point, but I think – I uh, think a lot – I probably – everybody in this tree probably did that, wanted to do that at one time or another. Hey, you know what? Not me. I never no, did. Don't yeah. get me wrong. No, Berlut, yeah. He, 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 he wouldn't he, even take free dinner from you. Right. But, <laughs> hey, I uh, two years ago, I said, J-Bone, let's go to dinner. I'll go to Ruth Chris and take you up for dinner. And he said, okay, cool, right on. And uh, he said, well, Davey wants to go. And I said, uh, bring him along. I knew he wasn't a fan. And I said, I'll buy his dinner. No problem. We'll have a good talk, you know, discussion. And J-Bone texts me back. Davey said he'd rather eat room service than go to Ruth Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was it. Steve, you know, you got away with you, you know. I mean, that's why you're good at what you do and what you do, in my opinion. But I'll I, tell you I, what, I, it blows I my mind. everything. <laughs> um, yeah, what are you going to do? You can't please everybody, man. You nah. know, like, if you, I think if Is there anybody that, that hated you and still hates you and will not – have nothing to do with you. Josh Hansen. Really? Yeah. That's your guy. I thought he was coming around this last year. <laughs> really? And Dungey. <laughs> no, I don't think Dungey's like that. No. Mm. Dungey's not on that level. No. Really? So Hanny's still like that towards oh, you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because you were saying some good things about him. Well, that's just it. Like with Davey, I feel like um, it's my job to be critical when there's times, and it's my time to praise him when there's times, and... With Hanson, I mean, he blew that JGR ride. I mean, the things that I heard that he was doing, telling the guys he was practicing, and then like bringing back a clean bike, other things, you know, things like that I don't want to get into. They were testing him, and it's just like he failed, and he blew the ride. He blew it. And then I wrote a column about how he blew the ride, and he got super mad at me. He and made I'm just his like, grandma cry. I made grandpa Grandpa, whatever. I made his grandpa cry with a wow. Cycle News column. You know what's hilarious really? about that column? The week after it came out in Cycle News, Bones Bacon, suspension guy from Pro Circuit, comes up and goes, I love that article. That was awesome. <laughs> that was the best article I've ever read. And three years later, you know, he's doing his suspension and then loves Hanny, and that's how the industry is. Mm -hmm. But anyways, no, Hanny. That sounds like old Bowen. You remember Keith Bowen? Keith Bowen, yeah. yeah. yeah that, Bones, I mean, rumors. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure, yeah, I I'm sure Oliver, that. did Oliver tell you stories? What, what's that, Tits? I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. <laughs> did did Oliver uh, tell you stories so about much. Bowen? Not so much. I, I know mean, he was back off in the, the rails, but back yeah. in the day, you know, he'd go, he'd be riding on a track or whatever, and go in the back and like go one lap, and he'd he'd pull the pet the line off the petcock drain part of the yeah. gas or whatever, yeah. and just so that he'd go through a tank of gas quickly. Dogger used to do that too. Yeah, with his dad. Yeah, he'd drain the gas and just be like, oh, I rode all day, you know, <laughs> out of gas. Um, but thanks to Davey Millsats for coming on, and uh, he's a good sport about stuff. So. Um, you know, what are you going to do? Free gun, board shorts. Let's do it. Okay. Two pairs, first two callers. You want right. to just do that? Yeah. First two callers. Please don't call in if you've won recently. Whatever. You care about that's that your bro. Just... That's your deal, bro. That's me. All right. Let's read some emails. We got some emails. Um, this one I want to get your opinion on. Bruce sent it in. I've been watching the MX religiously this year and have been really impressed with how good Michael Lessie is going on his non-factory Suzuki, which brings me to my question. With the way he's been riding, the amount of podiums he's had, why hasn't Suzuki offered Mike some help with some of the good parts they have? They have two bikes doing nothing. Medi out for the year. James could be out. So why not help Mike? You would think this would make good business sense. What do you think about that? 
My opinion is, well, I no, ask you a question, ahead. then I give my opinion. Uh, my opinion, you just, they chose their program beginning of the year. Their bike is black. There's no mention of Suzuki's on it. There's nothing to do with Suzuki's, and he's, he is riding good. But if I'm Suzuki, I'm like, no. What do you think about that? Absolutely. You, you say, okay, you got to have yellow fenders. You got you know, you to make the bike look like a Suzuki. We're willing to help you with something. Mm -hmm. But I don't even know if that's even happened. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know. But I can really understand Suzuki saying, nah, we're good. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they chose their path and more power to them, and they're riding great. But that's their path. And that's yeah, it. and then you can look at it this way. It's pretty cool that they they he chose a Suzuki. That makes Suzuki look kind of good. That you know he had such success on the Suzuki, and he chose that as a bike this yeah. year. You yeah. know what I mean? That was yeah. his choice, right? Uh, Matt sent this in. Hey guys, from the last show, you read e Neil's email. I would say I am in the same boat as him. I love the show, but the f bombs and a few of the drops make it hard to play around family and friends. I'm not going to say I will never listen to the show or that I will call all your sponsors. A guy wrote us an email and said he's going to shut us down for the for the F-bombs and stuff mm. and all that. Um, the show is great. I will continue listening either way. Just a listener request that I felt should be sent your way. Thanks. Keep it up. More Nick Way always makes the show better. Uh, Matt. Matt, we're going to swear. That's, that's the bottom line. We're going to swear. Kenny's going to swear a lot. <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, I knew Kent wasn't going to be in tonight. Yeah. So I told my brother that he could listen. Because uh, probably would have milder language, and I was way off on that. Why? What? What do you mean, why? What, have we sworn? All the time. Not me. Oh, yeah. A couple times? Yeah. yeah you no, swore, wait a minute. You I even one. tried no, to correct myself it's earlier. Okay. I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying it's funny. I almost told Dirty him that, mouth. but I didn't. But <laughs> I guess I'm glad Dirty I didn't. Dirty mouth. Anyway. Uh, what kind of show is this? Email from Moser. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to the Washougal Nationals weekend. I have a small gift for one Kent Watson to show my remorse for my actions at the Seattle Supercross. Whether Watson will accept my apology remains to be seen. If he tells me to go hang myself, it's understandable and I'll accept that. After going wide open at Seattle and hitting the wall, I put my head down. I've been training hard, and the team has been putting in 129% to get me through Washougal. They're 29. In a more responsible and respectable fashion. I will only be turning the Moser up to medium with the goal of walking the line, not crossing it. Moser <laughs> crossed it at Seattle. You, you saw him, right? Um, Seattle, I didn't make it up there this year. Oh, God, it was bad. Um, I can't wait to see both of you jerkies this weekend. Ask tits on my behalf every week during the tweet. Mine but his own. I have a reputation to hold. Moser. Moser's going to toe the line in Washougal. Did we give our way a winner's? Yes, Who, we did. Who's our winner? Okay, we're done. Winners are yeah, yeah, we're good. Who are they? Austin and Justin. All right, good job, Austin and Justin. Um, this guy says Ryan sends an email in and says that the top thirty or twenty or thirty drivers in the Texas in the IRL series, IndyCar series, they all sign autographs in one area at the same time. And there's one single line for twenty or thirty autographs, and he wants to know at a Supercross track why or Supercross races or motocross races why they don't do that. You know, if you want Stewart's autograph, you got to go to Stewart's truck. You want um, Tim Ferry's, you just have to go to his truck. Um, so this guy says you have to have a choice. You got to pick a guy. You can't make everybody's autograph sign. So why don't they put everybody at the same long ass table? Sounds gay. <laughs> I don't like it. It's not. Well, it doesn't sound very personable. The teams want to promote their teams, right? So yeah. So yeah, if you want to uh, do that. Um, 
You know, I, I understand what they're going, where right. he's saying, but right. I, I don't, I don't like it. Do you know anything about Hobo Nick? No. It's this guy used to be a mechanic for Daniel Blair. Okay. He's walking across the United States. Wow. With no money, no anything, and he's relying on strangers to help him out. It's a vision of his. Kenny hates the guy. There was a guy that was on Jay Leno that just did that. Went to Europe, did a whole deal like that. Same exact premise. Well, shit. Good job, Hobo Nick, you copycatter. Yeah. Um, anyways, so we had him on the show, and I just think it's a really cool story. He's in Texas right now. I thought he, we, I'd read a little update about him. Um, hey, guys, what's up? Loving the show, and even as a hobo, I can still listen to all your podcasts. <laughs> Since the last time I have checked in with you guys, I have walked over 600 miles and have taken a much-appreciated one hot shower. Most showers are from a sink in a laundromat bathroom. I am now about two-thirds of the way through Texas, having started off from the coast of Florida, going east to west. And tell tits it's hot as tits out here. I still have not taken a ride at all, and I've only walked. I'm halfway across the country and pretty pumped to be still alive. Not pumped on how I smell, though. I am down 50 pounds total, having weighed in just a week ago at a house I stayed in, Wichita Falls. Um, as of today, I've walked 88 miles in the last four days, and yesterday finally broke the 30-mile mark for a day's distance. 30 miles in a day. Wow. Today, I am resting in Childress, Texas, and planning out the next challenge, which will be going through stretches of nothing through the desert, even up to 130 miles of nothing at all. So it's possible you guys can find my next update in the obituaries. I'm kidding, but it will be tough. I'll be walking along frontage roads and back roads on Highway 40 from Amarillo, Texas, all the way to LA, Los Angeles, California. Uh, he's been sleeping under the bridges. He's been, it's been hard to stay dry. Wow. Uh, the, the lows are very low out here, but the highs feel great and like nothing I've ever felt. Overcoming challenges and, and enjoying the good moments make this worthwhile. I would like to thank the Moto community for being awesome through this walk. Um, he's had about 20 visitors meet him to help, and honestly, it was all Moto people. Also, Parts Unlimited Lou Lopez and his guys have been checking up on me as they pass through for business the last couple hundred miles and plan to check in as I continue. This has been awesome. Uh, it's cool to have the support. Thanks to Villapoto, Canard, and a bunch of other guys for helping them out. A special thanks to the Pulp Mech Show. It's us. Who really gave me a boost since the last show. Even one of your listeners was a news crew member and tracked me down the day after the show to do a news segment on Louisiana CBS News. Wow. Yeah. That was wild. I still get visitors who heard about me from the show, and I got to tell you, when I wake up with my face in the dirt, walk all day in triple-digit heat, and eat close to nothing. It is awesome to have a listener track me down in the middle of nowhere to hook me up with some food and cold drinks. I'm spreading the word for the show. Steve, I hope you can join me in Arizona to walk a day with me. He's coming along the needles. You know needles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I might go down there and walk. I am ain't walking no fucking day. Uh, but I will walk a little bit. Uh, or Pookie Mathis even boots you out for Dean Wilson. You can, you can stay with me. There's plenty of room under the bridges, and I'll show you the hobo ropes. <laughs> Kenny, I know it might be played out a bit, but meth heads are still talking about your Innovator Award. And tits, you are the man. All jokes aside, thanks for support. Thanks to listeners. And to the haters, you guys can come see me and suck a homeless fatty. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm out. Check you later. God bless Hobo Nick. Uh, so, yeah, Hobo Nick's story continues. Follow him uh, on Twitter. Wow, that's, that's What's his name on Twitter? Gnarly. It's at Hobo underscore Nick. I think so. Let or me, at Hobo let me, Nick. Let me double check yeah. that real quick. Yeah, walking across the well, country. Well, that Jay man. Leno, okay, but let me retract a little bit. That guy went over there. He started like in L.A. and went all the way to, around Europe and then back or something, but but with no money. I don't think he did this the walking. This guy's got no money. Yeah, well, yeah. same kind of right. deal. That's where, he, the, like I said, kind of like the similar mm -hmm. premise that you were talking about. 
Um, is this guy the, real? Is F this, you, dude. Is this really? Is he really doing this? Oh yeah. 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 What he's yeah, yeah for sure. It's badass. But, yeah. Yes, it is. Hobo underscore Nick. Hobo underscore Nick. Follow him on Twitter. Um, good guy. I, I'm gonna go down and see him. I think when he comes to here. Have you met him before? If he's still alive. No, I've never met him. Huh. No, how old is he? I don't know. Smells bad though, I guess. Probably smell them from here. Uh, tweeted tits segment. You want to do that? Let's do that. These are actual questions from actual listeners. Tweeted at tits legendary, and he picks the best ones. Some would say the worst ones. And did our special guest call in or any communications with that? I haven't seen anything yet. No. Okay. She's in the future, s- sleeping in. A little don't bit. ask the guests questions. That's not your job. With protocol. <laughs> okay. Not your job. <laughs> and uh, don't communicate with. Our guess I think it was Jimmy that I had asked the question to. With Jimmy. Don't okay. ask questions. Okay. Your job is just to produce yeah. a show. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from DTOSports.com. Oh, by the way. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Cole Thompson is just riding the star racing bike. Nothing's done. Despite them saying it's done. Nothing is done. So, anyway. Is this news? Yeah, that's breaking news. Like just now. Right. Huh. We break news on this show, Berlut. Wow, cool. Um, Crap. Guy's been riding awesome. Yeah, Canadian, bro. Unbelievable. Uh, Canadian. How come like you never mentioned him before? I had him on the show uh, two shows ago. You've always talked about Clat and all his other cats. No, I've. Have I not been talking about Thompson? Well, I have. I don't I listen to your show I know, that yeah. often. I'm sorry. Well, I, I doubt you my ever bad, listen to bad. it. My bad. <laughs> no. Hey, what's your best memory of rollerball? Uh, probably I'm gonna say Hollister at a Golden State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. His yeah, shock. Yeah, yeah. Oh, his uh, oh, yeah. he had a remote reservoir, oh, God, and the yeah. thing uh-huh. came off of the the frame. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was dangling. Uh, the yeah. reservoir got yanked off. Yeah, Steve's all the oil went, yeah, and that's... the guy just continued on through the race with no with a pogo stick. Unbelievable. I think his result was end up right good. Here. Love this guy. Right did I ever here. tell you that story? <laughs> you did. I just like hearing it again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, dear. They don't make them like rollerball anymore. No, they that don't make them. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. And he likes Hagar Halen. Like, yeah. Berluti has he a place. Yeah. Soulmates. All right. Let's go, Tits. These are the best questions you got. Um, let's pick them. All right. Eddie Ray wants to know who you guys think has had a better career, our own JT Money or Barry Karsten? That's a good question. That is a good question. He, I, w- I saw the tweet, and I mm. thought about it. I would say JT, except Karsten led the Supercross series a couple of years, like early in the rounds, like, you know, 87, 88. Like, I don't know what happened, but Karsten led the series. He's made podiums. JT's never made a podium professionally. But I would say that the riders are better now than they've ever been, even back in the day. That's a tough one. If he calls in from Amsterdam, baked out of his mind, we'll ask him. What do <laughs> he you don't think? get baked. No, I know. I, 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 to me, I'm going to say Carson. I'm sorry. And I love JT. I think the guy's a oh, he's so James super Stewart cool. And, and, and Jason Thomas. Anybody else you want to fuck over tonight? <laughs> what do you mean fuck over? It was a question. You <laughs> yeah, asked me. I know, but you know. You, you, so you're kind of you're up and down over it. I'm, I'm thinking Carson. How many national numbers did Carson have, and how many did not national no. numbers? Well, that's a good JT question. Have? JT had fifteen national numbers. Carson probably had that or more. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, he's fifteen years pro. He's been wow. racing for fifteen years. Really? So he's had a national that's number a, every year. Really? He never had a three-digit in between that. Nope. His first year he got a. His first year he raced uh, national. That's a great question. That's a good comparison. I think Carson though, because 
even though it's better than ever, Karsten led the Supercross series and podiumed 125 Supercrosses. That's all right. Yeah. I've, I I right, say right, Karsten. Right. What? And how old was Karsten before his last national uh, number? Eighty. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. And how old is JT now? Thirty-two. Yeah. Yeah. He's hanging it up at the end of the year. He is. Yeah. Oh. He actually, those pants that Jake Weimer signed. The reason we got those pants was because JT got busted by me. I was in the lounge at Cowie, and JT came up asking for Weimer's jersey because he's collecting jerseys on his way out. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, you're collecting jerseys, huh? <laughs> Beat it, kid. That is cool. Beat it, kid. <laughs> and so then Weimer's like, well, I'm just going to throw these pants away because you can't have a, match, a mismatched set. <laughs> Anyways. Well, all, right, all right. Let's go. All right. My own brother, Brian, wants to know. Uh, Why do we swear so much? <laughs> <laughs> no, he said, uh, after the second Shocker that Tits would podium. pick his brother's question oh, yeah. as one of the best ones. I thought it was interesting. He said, Baggett said that Tomac was riding dirty in that second mode or dirtier than it should have should been. Should have been, yeah. What's your, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Do I didn't you, see you anything. Know what he's talking yeah, about? yeah, I watched it. I didn't see anything. I, said, I don't I know what he's Baggett talking about. was riding dirtier than, not to say that either right? of them were Nah, neither one of them were dirty, but, but I didn't see anything wrong with that. I, what I don't like about Baggett, it's happened a couple times, He's him freaking out over the lappers in the air and stuff. Like, <laughs> lappers happen, man. And he's been like, he like shook it, shaking his arms and waving his arms and like looking at guys. It's like, yeah, like they don't, they're not like, oh, hey, Blake Baggett's going to lap me. I'm going to screw him up. They're just racing and shit happens. And I just don't like the public sort of humiliation of the lappers. Mm. I don't like that. Like, just, I understand, deal with it. Like, I don't like when Barsha did it either at that, at that right. Supercross, Supercross race. Like, it happens. Everybody deals with lappers, you know, especially the great ones like Timmy. And, you know, just just handle it and go on your business. You know, I, did you – you don't probably get a chance to watch too much in life, huh, because you're so busy? Watch too much in life. And when you're at the race. Yeah, that's what I'm there to do, watch the races, Blue. You do? Well, what else am I doing? Interviews are all kind – I mean, you got so much shit goggles. I mean, I don't know if you have time to even watch the race. Your goggles are just a quick thing before the races, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Berluda, I watch the races. That's what I get paid for. <sighs> well, I what didn't know. What are you know. talking about? I right, thought maybe the, you would miss some. Anyway, so. Like yeah. I didn't. All I saw was Baggett made a pretty aggressive move on. Uh, was that it, was awesome. That was no, past Barsha. But I don't think that was dirty. No. No, it not a, on Barsha. That, he got out Tomac, of shape. But on, on Tomac, Tomac yeah. where he. That, yeah. that was aggressive. That was aggressive, but not dirty and awesome. And isn't that who he was talking about? Was Tomac? Yeah. Your brother's yes. question was dumb. Yeah. Yeah, good job on that. Your dumb question. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Tomo uh, wants to know if you guys think that privateer teams should be investing more in engine and suspension instead of big flashy transporters. Ask him. Berlute. I'd say suspension for sure. You got to have a truck, though, for sponsors. You got to – you know, you can't – It's a necessary – I mean, evil. 1110 shows up in a box van, mm-hmm. and that's awesome – but we also kind of mock them and make fun of them a little bit. But good job for them. But if you want to get a sponsor, you got to have a semi. You got to look legit. But how many semis, Berlut, and you probably don't know because, you, you, you know, you've worked factory and then now you just work for Hart. But there are so many semis in the pits that you walk in and there is nothing in them. <laughs> like nothing. No parts. No vices, no solvent tanks. No, I would never have known that. Really? You go upstairs, like the rider lounges, and it's just an empty deck. The guys are sitting on lawn chairs with their gear bags in front of them. Really? Like, like, oh, God. Give me who, what, what trucks. Let me so know. many. So really? many. Yeah, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Uh, just, well, um, Star Racing is a – That's uh, I feel bad for all them guys. And even Peyton's team. How do you got five guys in one rig? I yeah. don't get that. Yeah. 
But anyway, so there's a lot of things like flashy on the outside, but then when you go right. in the truck, you're like, uh, you open a drawer and there's like a clutch. <laughs> Dude, you just like hanging out at the Cowie rig because he's, does he still make those pizzas for you? No, nah, he hasn't been doing that. No. I'm, I'm on a diet now. I'm not eating that shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that, Steve. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's, uh, it sucks. Balls. Big B takes care of you, though, huh? No. No. No, he doesn't because when I was a mechanic, there was nothing I hated more than goofballs like me coming in and taking the burgers and the hot dogs and the pizza <laughs> while the mechanics are working. I hated that. Bobby Moore took the last burger two weeks in a row one year. <laughs> and then, you know, we didn't get to eat. And and he was an agent back then. Oh, he still yeah. is an agent. But um, – so I've I've complained a few times here and there. So Big B's always like, "Oh, you're one of those guys, Mathis." So I, if I want to eat and I haven't been eating, but if I want to eat at Cowie, I ask everyone if they've eaten, and may I have the last little bit. <laughs> uh, JGR is the same thing, but uh, sometimes they don't have anything left. So, but the last two months I've been eating granola bars and turkey wraps. Ah, good. And bananas and apples. You feeling better? Yeah, good. I am. Thanks. Good. And suck at Millsaps. You'll see. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so Big B does not like he makes sure that I know not everybody has eaten Mathis. So, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, so you you, you feel alienated? Yeah, yeah, a little oh, bit. Well, okay. I can't have anybody complain about myself because I was the guy going. Look at those motherfuckers! I'm sweating I my agree. balls off. I agree. I know I got those guys. Grease everywhere, and they're, nom, nom, they're eating especially away. Especially agents. Burgers. Especially agents. Oh, dude, agents, Fuck, you gear guys. Me? You're like really guys. Gear guy. Yeah. Really guys like. We need, you know, and Pat Miras was our Yamaha driver for m- most of the years I was there. And Fred, ta- they didn't cook, like, you know, they didn't even want to cook, those guys. Like, there's some drivers that just go, you know, a big spread. These guys were like, okay, we got eight guys on the team. I'm going to cook nine burgers, you know. <laughs> Anyways, we went too long on that topic. It's all right. Uh, Aaron Rand wants to know if you guys know what happened between AJ Cantanzaro and the Langston Witt team. I don't know. No, yeah, he's out. I don't know what happened. I meant to ask Grant. We got this question before. Um, I meant to ask. I don't know. Probably just whatever, yeah. Ryder wasn't happy with the team. Team wasn't happy with the rider. All right. Uh, it, it, it's, it's sent shockwaves through the pits, though, let me tell you. Brother, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, who is it? <laughs> no, I know who you're talking about, but all right. No idea. Uh, Tony says he heard a rumor that JGR and Dino are talking and Yamaha's promising a new front-facing motor for 14. Is that true or That's false? That's what JT told us, uh-huh. and he heard it from a very good source, but I heard this weekend from the JGR guys, they are out of the Dean Wilson sweepstakes. So mm-hmm. Dean is not going there. What about the front-facing motor? Yes, I heard that too. Wow. They said, hey, we understand you may not like our piece of shit bike, but a new one is coming in 2014, 2014 and it, you could – Ride the 2014 in 2013 if we get it early enough and homologate it for the outdoors. That was sort of what they were saying. Wow. And JT is tight with Dean, who's tight with tight Dean's mechanic. Dean's. I, I have no doubt that it came from the Wilson camp to JT. Right. I don't know for sure. Right. But that's yeah. So I mean, but honestly, Brilu, like, you, you know, you've been around that. That bike has a terrible reputation. Terrible reputation. And it can't be that bad, but it's... You wouldn't think. I know the motor's good. Right. The design of it's bitching. Yeah, just a straight inject yeah, drop down into the, into yeah. the cylinder. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, that w- And they say the response is phenomenal on it mm. because there's, the, you know, fuel doesn't have much travel to go, and it's right there. Uh, Red Dog, who I obviously, uh, not to go on and on about that, I trust him a lot, and 
just like the thing is difficult. It does different things. It's weird. One lap it'll do one thing, another lap it'll do another thing, mm-hmm. and every time you add horsepower to it, it does things worse. It squats and wow, goes side to side. So yeah. All right, uh, Jason Polson wants to know if the USA has ever sent a non-factory backed rider to the destinations. I'm assuming in reference to Alessi potentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did. Kinda. Billy Lyles. Bullet Billy Lyles. He yeah, was well, racing he was, in Europe. Yeah, he had a yeah. I don't know if he had factory yeah, backing I don't in Europe. Think, I don't remember him ever having a factory Cowie. bike. Just he was on Cowie. Yeah, but I don't remember being a factory, just a support team. I don't team. remember. That's a um, good call. Yeah. Mm, other than that, I don't think so. And that's one of the reasons I think Alessi would be out. You know, I just don't think yeah. they trust him. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I'd send them, as I said. All right. X-Brand um, goggles, too, by the way. Well, frame anyway. So, what's wrong, Tits? I was just scrolling through my the questions and oh. whatnot. Um, Dave McCown wants to know how Kawasaki overlooked Emig saying that the, their new 2013-450 has a 499cc engine. What happens when you get a rider talking about a machine? Okay. Yeah. So, no, it's a 449. Okay. Wow, that was on that on was on the TV. Commercial. Oh, yeah. really? 499 cc. Oh, engine. that's funny. I have to look for that. He said on time. the commercial. On the commercial. I thought it was on the telecast. No, on the commercial. Well, I remember. No, the, I remember hearing that, and thinking that doesn't sound right. Well, so I no, because the the, the, the rules are 450s. Right. Yeah. They used to be five 550s, another four. Right. So no right. commercial. Positive. 100. percent Jesus. Huh. I'll have to listen to that. Yeah, next me time. too. I yeah. just fast forward. I just de- de- right. I don't watch commercials. All right. Um, our own uh, Milan, the one who was in studio, the, our Australian friend, wants to know how you guys think Josh Hill will do on his return, and how likely you think it will be that he will be back at Hart and Huntington next year. First of all, I got a tweet that said Josh Hill's going to get top five at Washougal. That p- person is drunk sure. and high. Uh-huh. Um, what do you think, Bert? Um, I just judging by what Four, what's gone down. Seventeen. I haven't seen him ride 17, lately. Seventeen, fourteen. Really that good? Really? You don't think so? I hope so. Oh, you, you, yeah, you wouldn't call it. Okay. I, I, I'm serious. I, I hope he's top twenty both motos. I think if he gets top twenty both motos, that's a victory. Yeah, right? for right? sure. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was uh, sending something. Anyway, um, Ross Dunleavy says, if either Steve or Kent couldn't continue presenting the show, who would take their place? What? If you had to quit the show, who would take your place? Or if Kent had to quit the show, who would take his place? Well, for, if I quit the show, there's no show. Oh, come on. Who's starting the – who's getting this equipment? I could do it. Well, yeah, I guess you're working that way with texting riders and text and talking and asking questions. But, um, yeah, no, there's no show. Right. Well, on the Kent, Kent, Kent thing, where's where'd the Kent thing come from? He started it. Oh, okay. He started calling him Kent. Oh, gotcha. Clark. Actually, Kent. it was Swiss Corps, but oh, uh, uh, Berluti would make a good co-host. He sure would. I mean, you know what? Maybe I'm maybe not as edgy is, as is Mathis. You don't have or, the excuse edge, me. But- no, I no, don't I, have the edge. Well, I, I think you're just still start good. calling me well, names. Thank you. Yeah, just tell tell writers and other people to hang themselves and you know be disrespectful. No, no, no. What you do? No, no, no. What you <laughs> do? You what do. you do is you bro down with them uh, when they're on the line. Yeah. And you make it seem like Mathis is the outsider, 
but you're the bro, and you don't do it like that, and you respect them. And Mathis is the fucking idiot. That's what you do. Really? Yeah. That that goes on here? Yeah, quite a bit. Oh, wow. Mm. And then you get really mad whenever Ricky Carmichael or Josh Hansen are brought up. Hmm. Because even if they even if they ended up slaughtering your family, you'd still have their back. So that's that's the Watson way. There you go. Uh hello? What's it? Yep, I remember seeing that commercial. I was thinking, what the fuck did he just say? And I went back and listened to it. He Sinjin. said four hundred and ninety nine CC. Is Sinjin? Yep. Why didn't you put Sinjin, Tits? I didn't realize it was him. I was in a hurry because you oh. were waiting for me to answer. Yeah, I, I need to hear that, Sinjin. Yeah, wait, hold on. And Tits, you said who's listening? Like today, like your brother-in-law? My brother. Yeah, brother. Oh, motherfucker, dick shit, and motherfucking piece of... All right, thanks, Sinjin. No, I said... <laughs> hey, what, what's that all about? Why does that guy get so angry? Is Sinjin? Is this a joke or what? Well, he's, just he's angry. He's just, yeah, he's yeah. angry. But he's just... Nah. With your brother? Really? No, no, no. No, the brother doesn't do like the swearing. Brother. Oh, right. my, my okay. Brother. I got gotcha. you. Tits is a Mormon. Tits is a Mormon. His brother's a Mormon. They're all Mormons and they don't like swearing. Gotcha. Okay. Tits can handle it a little bit, but. Right. I'm I, a little slow. I got you there. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's funny. But Sinjin is just always known to have a potty mouth. Yes. And he, he, Holy he, smoke. He, he that guy. A chance. Saw to, the opening. Yeah. Gotcha. I see it. That's why I'm saying I'm a little Three calls tonight from Sinjin. Yeah. Three calls. None from has been. Do you know that guy? No. He's I'm, a Southern California guy? I met him. His chick's hot. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Uh, last question is from Sam Marchesini. Wants to know why, after every moto, it looks like uh, Alessi's JT gear's all ripped up. Really? Mm. Never noticed it. Yeah, look at the pictures. It's not like I, I was looking at it. Maybe he cuts, cuts it. They're no, not, he does. That's uniform, all it is. They, they, they cut it. They, with scissors, you just cut it all up. They so, don't do it uniform, though? They're no. Just, it's just, yeah, they just it's for it. It's yeah. for airflow. They just start taking scissors and cutting yeah. holes just, in there. That is a question that you picked. That yeah. is one of the questions sure. you picked that you thought was good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. Lame. <laughs> hey, I take it that uh, Tits doesn't hey, go to the races very much. Not too great. Yeah, he hits Vegas, and, and he went to San Diego this year. I was, I was thinking about going to Elsinore. We used to have a segment called Stump the Tits. We, we need to bring that back. It's because I was nailing him. Where really? We ask him questions about the sports history. Really. Yeah? It's pretty bad sometimes. Oh, okay. he, he, sometimes he did really good, but sometimes it was really bad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, you know, who was nicknamed Too Hip and, you know, Clueless. Yeah, but. Millsap's mom would have got that one, though. You know what, one, though? though? <laughs> that was funny. I like that you brought that up. Rick was not good, right? Like, nobody liked him. Uh, and no, I mean, like, he no. just was, was a little, little hard yeah, I mean, to Well, he, for one, he was very partial to Tortelli. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, because he was supposed to be there to be a yeah, and then it, I think it ended up that he was just Tortelli's guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, um, I don't know RJ at all, but I just know that stories from back then. It was like not working out with anybody. But you know what? Getting back to Tits's uh, stupidity and the lack of moto knowledge, <laughs> we don't want a guy in there like he does a great job producing the show and handling the phones and doing what he does. Mm-hmm. We don't want a guy over there who thinks he knows it all. That's true. You know, we wouldn't want him. Swiss core over there. Good call. Swiss core. You know, one of those smarty <laughs> pants guys. You know, we want tits. So right. That's old news, right? Tech One Graphics. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do uh, a Twitter contest for this because okay. it's too late in the show. It's yeah. it's too late okay. for the for the for the West East Coast guys. But okay. Tech One Graphics, check it out. Um, hey, uh, also. If you punch in Pulp Mech Show, you say 15% at Tech One Graphics. 
Punch in Pulp MX show, Berluti, and save 20% at Works Connection. Nice. You like Works Connection. Uh, good people over there. Good people over there. Yeah. Race Tech. Pump, pump, uh, Race Tech. Pulp MX <laughs> show 2012. You save 20%. X Brown. Look on more. You save 40%. Nice. I want to talk to Millsaps about goggles next year. How about Mathis Millsaps? That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, BTO code is Steve, and that saves you big money over there. And thanks to our sponsors, and thanks to uh, um, everybody for coming on board. Um, very excited. Working on plans for 2013 for the show. Hopefully Kenny's still around. You think Kenny's going to need time off for his uh, new addition? I don't know how that's going. Oh, you, uh, you probably know more about that than yeah, I, I do. I don't really know. Is he back with that gal? I don't know. I'm not no, sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know either. So if that's the case, she lives in California. He lives there. Yeah. Is he Usually mud, mud, the kids with the mother. So I don't know. I think he'll have plenty of time. So is he going to quit the show? No. You think? You think? You, hey, do you think? And I've tried to ask him this. Uh, do you think he, that the whole operation Heart and Honey moves to California next year? Um, he's talking like it. Yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, would I don't you know. do that, or would you do? I'm not. I'm not too hip on it. I'm not gonna lie to you. You, you try to do the same program. It's a, Ve- it's a Vegas team, right? Well, yeah, but nobody lives in Vegas anymore. As far as what? Well, Kyle Bentley, Tedesco, Haney. Kyle Bentley never did. No, I know, but oh, nobody lives here. Right. Like Berluti and Canton, that's all that matters. Right. Well, Berluti, Canton, and Hart at one time. That's why That's mm-hmm. why it started, right? And Hart. secretary or truck driver. Uh, most of the team lives in Vegas, yeah. I don't, I don't know why they're point. moving it down there, but I don't, you know, whatever. I, I, it is what it would is. You, I mean, I don't think there's any way they cut you loose. I think you're super valuable to them. So would you do the same Suzuki program then where you would go down and come back? Probably have to, yeah. God, you did that for how many years? Quite a few years, more more than I want to talk about. Yeah, it was crazy that that they let you near the end though. It was a source of contention, huh? Like yeah, Roger, for sure. Yeah, Roger yeah. was not pumped. Oh, what are you gonna do? You were in a box fan days where you didn't need to live anywhere. Yeah, that was good. That was a, <laughs> th- those were the good days, <laughs> for sure. Um, did you ever do the? You did box fan. Come on, Berlu. Yeah, you did. Of I course drove, you did. I drove the whole series five or six years. Now n- nothing like you. You started in 91. No, I did about but. seven years, so you're right there with me. Oh, that's me. it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I drove yeah. the whole series. Um, one of the year I drove in a Chevy van and just met the semi-truck there, but, like, I drove it basically. Yeah, you definitely were hardcore. You you definitely had it rougher than I did. Birdwell, full deal. Yeah. That's probably a good deal deal for you, huh? Yeah, the van was good. van was sweet. Uh, stereo system was sweet. Dad good had sleeper. money. You probably got your paycheck. Oh, I got paid all the time. The thing that really yeah. pissed me off, though, was that Watson worked for Birdwell, too, right? Two years before I did. And I got the card from Birdwell, a, a American Express card. Hey, gas and hotels on the weekend, and that's it. And that's one of my first jobs, and I'm freaking out. So gas and hotels on the weekend, that is it. That's all I did. During the week, I slept at friends' houses or in the sleeper, showered at truck stops, paid for all my own food. Talked to Watson. He's like, dude, I got hotels every night with that card. I ate every meal on that card. And I'm just like, oh, man. Yeah. I, I I was just scared, you know what I mean? So yeah. I just didn't want to I mean, that was a deal I made, so that was it. Yeah, sure. But um yeah, good times. Let's do uh we got voicemails to do. We got voicemails and tear offs. Did you do some tear offs? I did. I got them ready. <laughs> this is nice. gonna be classic. He's Tit Lesnar has tear offs questions for you. What's well, I, I pulled some of the questions from Twitter oh, and used them, so you it, it's still cheater. good enough, right? No, I want it off the top of your head, but <laughs> that, that that wouldn't go over very All well. Right. <laughs> Who's on one? What are we doing? Oh, uh, Hales is on line one. Hales. Hi. What's up? 
Hey, okay, couple questions for you. Yeah. First off, what happened to the girls' show? What girls' show? You said you were going to do one. You're like, it might probably won't be Monday night, but you were going to do one that was going to be like all like Georgia and um, Britney well, Chisholm. Well, um, yeah, I just said that to you know try to get in some girls' pants. <laughs> no, um, no, you know what? That would be cool for sure. But we need to do it like in Vegas when people can come to the house, right? Okay. Um, yeah. And, and I tried a little bit before Vegas. And well, actually, I think I just have Brittany Chisholm mostly, and she's probably just hung up by the pool. Um, I'd, I'd still want to do it. I still want to do it. For, no doubt about it. We should do it. I just I feel like it should be a studio show, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll work on that, Hales. All right. And then uh, second off, everybody in the chat room wants to have uh, a pulp mix like Supercross meetup. Yeah. All right. You guys can do that. And then after that, <laughs> I think the Dork Convention is looking to hire. So you can maybe you can maybe go check out you know no I'm just kidding I mean yeah sure whatever that'd be cool we appreciate it they're, they're saying you need a hospitality tent in the pits I'll, I'll ask I'll ask Feld that I'm sure it shouldn't be a problem <laughs> Hey Prater I want to set up an easy up with some chairs and a barbecue for the pulp show fads Nice should be no problem Yeah no problem Yeah no not at all Um no that'd be cool we well, should do got that. a couple hundred grand to we give should, to Feld Yeah we should have a meetup tits can. Yeah, for sure. Hey, do you know what? You know what was one of our? Did you see that tweet from Swisscore? One of the most popular no. shows we've done was the roundtable fan discussion, and I want to do another. <laughs> I want to do another one. We did one. Tits moderated it. Yeah. Are you serious? That's what Swisscore said. It I, was that, that, tits. Those, those numbers have gotta be but b- <laughs> cooked, baked. Tits whatever. moderated it. Swisscore was on the line. Moser was on the line. Pookie. Nash, Nash Pookie was on Nash. There. Po- Pookie sat in. Yeah, we should do another one. Right, wow. Hales, would yeah, you, for sure. Would you do it? Would you come in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we, where you guys just discuss the show and the direction it's going in and how it's going and and maybe Tits can moderate it again. Tits, would you do that? Sure. For extra money? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Another There's iPad. No way I'm doing it for free. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that though, Hales, and and you'll be you'll be in it. All right. Sounds good. Right on. And I got a couple shout-outs that the guys in the chat room want, and they've been bugging me about for, like, ever. All right. So, Jared, Reber, HB Honda, Ronnie, all those guys, uh, Doyle, all of them, they're, like, I don't know, chat room family, so. Right on. No, that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remember, Paul Mech Show, much better than DMXS. Let's just remember that. Oh, that much better yeah. Chat room. It's all about the fans. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Thanks, Hales. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. See ya. Uh, don't forget, Hales is a pro moto talk employee. Mm-hmm. Does a great job for us. She's an intern for Racer X as well, yes, right? Yes, yeah. Pro moto talk's another website I have, Berlute. Another website you don't visit. Wow. Yeah. Pro moto talk.com. X Brand Goggle Tear Offs. It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. All right. Berluti. These X-Brand are goggles you. tear off. Look on right. more. Save 40%. Goggle of choice of Kyle Chisholm, Kevin Stribos, Zach Osborne, uh-huh. Gannon Audette, Sean Hackley. All sorts Speaking of Speaking of Hackley, clear the guy was up front there at the beginning of one of those motos, wasn't he? Yeah, he had uh, his tranny went out when he was oh, like 14th or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Bummer. All right. Uh, answer oh, as fast wait, as you wait. can, please. No, I got to do it. I'll yeah. time it, right? Yes. 15 seconds, Berlou. You have 15 seconds. For to each these. question, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. 
Um, from Corey Mosier wants to know if you think Regal would be better off if he went back to being a privateer. Yes. 1.3. I agree. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, you know what sucks is Regal's a great rider, especially outdoors. And JGR's a great team. And that is just making them both look so bad. Yeah. Like people are like, eh, the bike, I'm not sure. Regal gets on it and sucks balls. Yep. And it's not helping either guy. It- it's not just this time around, though. It's happened almost every time Regal's had some sort of factory support. support. Like, is he, he just does better he, as a privateer. He And I, I just got to admit, I thought he'd do better on your team. Yeah. You know, when you guys picked him up? Yeah. A lot of crashes. Yeah. A lot of crashes. I don't know, man. We need Too to, much pressure? I don't know. Yeah, probably. You know, he went home to Michigan to work with uh, – Supposed work, to turn his life around. Get shit everything don't matter to me. If you don't pay my bills, fuck you. Yeah. He went to go work <laughs> with him. Uh-huh. Mark Pellegrino, and I thought we I thought we'd see a much better Kyle Regal at Red Bud, but it, it, he faded from third to like twentieth, and then he crashed out. He's getting out. good starts. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next question. All right, from Frederick Olson, Berludi. If you were in Dean Wilson's shoes, which team would you want to sign for for twenty thirteen? What's the choices? Um, I'm going to say uh, probably JGR. Yeah. The yeah. bike doesn't scare you. None of that scares you. Yeah, I think it. I I think he'll adapt. I think he'll well, be good. We talked about. We had him on the show last week, and uh, he'll get the most money at JGR. He'll be the number one guy. They'll build their program around him. Yep. And if there's a new bike coming, even better. But as I just said earlier, they're out of the running, so it's not going to happen. But I thought it would be a good fit. Mm-hmm. So I see him. I see him now on a Peyton Pro Circuit Cowie 450 or a Jeff Ward 450. All right. Uh, last question is from Stenson Womack. He wants to know if you are surprised that Dungey has not had any bike problems this year. Uh, no, nah, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's a new bike, but Carlos is a great mechanic. Roger's a you know great manager. They got a lot of resources. Twelve point nine seconds per loop. Yeah. Um. You know what though. Having said all that, Carlos was there last year, Roger was there last year, Ian was there last year, and they pushed that thing off more than a few times between Shorty and Michael Lessey. You know, Super The 350? Yeah. Oh, okay. The 350 and the 450. And the 450. Uh, okay. Mike Outdoors, maybe? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Outdoors. Unless he's on it. Anyways, I thought for sure. And, you know, I'm not saying blaming those guys. Shit happens, Baluda, as you know. Yeah. Um, but I just thought for sure they'd have some sort of issues. I mean, yeah, I mean, bike, you, you know. It went, is a new bike, yeah. Right. What's your favorite guest tonight, Tits? My favorite guest? I would... Actually, I, I liked Easy. I thought it was fun. Hmm. All right. Just saying. I like the guys calling in to give him crap, and I thought he handled it pretty well, surprisingly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he did. Uh, we're you getting know, ready to wrap this thing up. 702-586-7857. Call in. Ask Tony Berluti a question about anything. <laughs> and if, it's, if, if it's about Robbie Renard, you watch him get very excited. <laughs> God, you see him light up there when Renard mm, talked. Yeah, oh my <laughs> God! Visibly, <laughs> visibly got perfect. excited. Robbie um, Renard. Yeah, he's a great talent. <laughs> yeah, he is, Berlut. We got it. We got visibly it. Visibly excited. Maybe not as good as Red it. Dog, but he's a good talent. Oh no, man! I, I mean, like I said, that Millville ride—that was one of my top five rides of all time that I've ever seen. Just killed him on another level. Um, 
The one, one year he went one one at Washougal, and then he went to Millville and went one one. That was that 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 year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember the Washougal one, but maybe. Then he got. Then he. Yeah, I believe so. And he got hurt. And he got hurt or something hey, happened. Another good ride, I think, was with you. At the Wick. At the Wick, picks the his mat. bike up in the first turn. Yeah. Did he get second or third? One one of the two. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure. From. I want to say third. 20 seconds back of the last guy, probably, right? Got yeah. up, dusted himself off, yeah, yeah. got on the bike, and just – and Southwick's a hard track to pass. Oh, big time. And the dude was 99, and he just, boom, last to, like, second or third. Good ride. I don't know what happened in the other moto. The Unadilla ride where, where he, where he yeah, chased yeah. Ricky down and, and then just took off, that yep. was unbelievable. Yeah, that was Primal Impulse days. Yeah. Another, another one. Yeah. Crazy. Um, crazy good rides from Robbie Renard. And like Jimmy says, too, it's still fast. Yeah. So um, – all right, let's go to this call for Berlute. Jim. Hey, what's happening? What's up? Uh, you must be Alan's brother, correct? Yeah, I am. Oh, so you got you must have wrenched and or you you rode and stuff back in the good old Northern Cal days, then, right? Yeah, you bet. I just never was at my brother's caliber. Okay, it's just so awesome at Marysville and and <laughs> all the racetracks to see Bobby Myers, Cannon Loopy Schultz, and all those guys just. Hey, Northern, it up. Northern Cal, Northern Cal back in the day was epic, huh? Yeah, it does. East Street and just you know from Argyle to, to the real Plymouth and stuff. But, but like from just, Schultz to Cantaloupe, I mean, those were the days. Schultz, Cantaloupe, Magoo. I mean, there was badass guys from up north. Who? Yeah, I just, I mean, we were we were spoiled rotten, and to be able to ride with all of you guys and stuff, it was just just I don't, I don't think people really know what a motocross is until. You know what? What we made of it, and I'll tell flat out say Danny Chandler made Supercross. Who was the fastest rider? Schultz, Chandler. Who's fastest guy from NorCal ever? Uh, and you can't count McGrath because I guess he was born in Sanford. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It had to be Magoo in in the deal. Schultz won you a know, national just, championship, though. You know, yeah, Daryl on a given he, day was badass. I mean, he was fast. I mean, Magoo as far as like you said, he he was uh, he was freestyle. He's the one that started freestyle, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. Magoo had no fear. How about that photo yeah. of Magoo from the Super Bowl or Rose Bowl over the finish line, where he was basically flat? That just blew oh, my mind. When, bitchin', when yeah. I was a kid, that was just that was unbelievable. You were yeah, like, "Oh cool. my god!" No one did that. No, no. Now he was freestyle. He, I and mean, even more, a champ of all them was were, was Bobby Myers too, which I'm sure you remember. Of and course. I don't, do I'm, you, I'm you ever with see him, him anymore? Oh, absolutely. Bobby M. You, you know who Bobby M is. From you met the him. internet chat room? Yeah, and the guy, Vital? he's got... Yeah, he's one got, leg? Yeah. yeah. You've met him by... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know Bobby. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a great rider. Very good yeah, rider. Yeah, because I think really? he ran yeah, the Nats one he year, I believe. He was a great rider. And, and, well, and I did mean, well. For Northern Cal, he won a lot of races. He was a good rider. Okay. Yeah, he was good. So, okay, so... Magoo or, or Schultz? Who do you have, Berlute? <sighs> Magoo or uh, Schultz was more polished. Uh, he won a championship. Yeah. I'm going to have to say Schultz. All right. What do you think, Jim? Magoo? Uh, uh, Magoo ran a lot more races, I'd say. Magoo hey. would race four days a week. Schultz never even got to run number one plate. Done, right? Yeah, was, he was done after knee, that. Knees were shot. Yeah. Never ran, yeah. Never yeah. ran a plate, cool. nothing. I think he maybe yeah. tried that next year, but yeah. it didn't work. Crazy. Huh. Yeah. Okay, I always wanted to confirm that, and I'll see you guys at the hey, photos, dude. Thanks, thanks for the shout-out. Thanks, out. Jim. Enjoy. 
Hey, uh, there you go. Ah, that's Luke. cool. Yeah. Takes you back in time. Your brother was quick, right? National Alan number and stuff? Got, like, uh, yeah, he had a national yeah, number. Yeah. 81. Right. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that, Tits? Alan Berluti. It's amazing. <laughs> Tits' motocross doesn't start before McGrath. Nothing before that's, McGrath. That's actually pretty, pretty accurate. I know. Well, that's pretty good. That's 96, a long time. 95, 96, I started getting into dirt bikes. Well, then why, why, why does he have such... You know, not much knowledge or bad questions or whatever. No, he's dumb. No, he's just nice dumb. guy, Steve. Yeah, no, he's just he's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he's just just oh, stupid. Shit. I mean, what do you what do you want me to? I mean, I some people are smarter, like it. you and me. Yeah. And then there's dumb guys yeah. that are dumb. Just, oh fuck! <laughs> just look I at love him. I love this show. <laughs> look at him. There's nothing there, dude. The hamster uh, is on the wheel, and there's nothing funny. going on. No, no, nothing running. Nope. Um. That's I'm good. just kidding, Tits. I'm, I'm just no, kidding. I thought it was funny. Love this guy right here. Um, <laughs> He's dumb. Hey. Voicemails or what do you want to do? Let's do voicemails. Yeah, the, as usual, these are voicemails. Uh-huh. Uh, left by you, 702-586-7857. Call anytime. Took the best ones on the air. These ones are, are uh, dedicated to Greg McCreary as usual. And, uh, yeah, voicemails. Here we go. The best of the week. Mathis, Watson, what's up? This is uh, Benny calling from Salt Lake, and yeah, just had a question. What's up with no fear gear? Are they even around still? Um, oh, I meant to I take remember, this question. I remember oh, six years ago or so, you know, I bought a couple pads. Uh, you know, that's some pretty good stuff. I think they had Grant and some other guys riding for their, for their team, but yeah, I don't even know if they're around anymore. I don't see anybody wearing their gear anymore these days. So, yeah, that was my only question. And uh, I got to bring back the uh, Stroop. Of the week, miss those. All right. Yeah, Stroop's been, Stroop's been, there was a heavy action on Twitter for like a week. Now gone again. Stroop. The guy's just hit and miss. He's like He's the Easter bunny. The place, yeah. yeah, he only comes in a couple times a year. <laughs> Take it. Were you on Suzuki then? It. Was Stroop? Were you done? Were you out of there? Leroy worked for him. Got second in the series. Oh, okay. Yeah, Leroy. I, I, I think I was done. Yeah, I was done. Okay. Not, not there. Hey, Kenny. I uh, just wanted to call and comment on your your deal you said about the shift in Fox gear and how if everybody wasn't uh, getting getting gear for free that they'd all choose uh, choose Fox if they had had the, the option. And I was at a local track and I noticed a bunch of guys in the the D class wearing Fly and O'Neill and Thor and just wondering. How the hell they got that? If they if they got that for free for a you know contract or what the deal was. Anyways, later. Uh, Kenny, last week I, I I got some tweets about this too. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny said every rider and every team wants to be in Fox, and if they're not, they dream about it. And I'm just like, you're crazy. Like I mean, it's good stuff. Fox is nice, but Fly Racing is really good too. Sure, as is JT. And they support the show. Four, nice too. Fly does, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I got some tweets and emails about what an idiot Kenny is. I wish he was here (laughs) to respond to it, but he probably would just be go hang yourself and Mm. whatever. Well, we're sponsored by them, so it's probably good he said that. I would have asked him. I said, "Oh, I I thought One Industries was awesome because you were in One two years ago. You know, you went from Fox to One, and yeah." Are you gonna freaking argue with me, Meathead? (laughs) Yes, I am, Kenny. (laughs) Yes, I am. Uh, Berluti's uh, lucky I don't get into the national number argument. Because that gets, that, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. You, you two don't see eye to eye on right. that one. You and me or Kenny and me you? Me and Kenny, just very ugly times in the studio. Okay. Hey, guys. Jay from Michigan. Love the show. A pacifier and a glow stick. I fucking love it. I can't believe that douche is on Kenny's team for another year. Later. <laughs> that would be uh, your guy, Hanny. Uh, he's going to Holland this week, so I made a joke about, you know, raves and pacifiers and glow <laughs> sticks funny. And, and all that. That's so. funny. Um, hey, Mathis, just listening again, to your Again, no, sorry to interrupt. I, these were kept for because I thought Kenny was coming in, so these, were, these were kept to enrage him. <laughs> and, you know, so now they're not getting the effect right. he's really desired. Oh, shit. But wrap up with the, the Jasons and uh, especially the part about your uh, motocross nation picks. Um, you're pretty high on Michael Lesky, and I understand he's having uh, probably the second best year out of anybody in the 450 class, but as far as I'm concerned, the people who go to motocross donations are the three best available guys, and the three best available guys do not include Michael Lesky on any system with or without James. If you take Stewart out of the mix, you still have Barton on a 450 in the sand and Baggett on a 250, which, I mean, honestly, who would you rather have, a Lesky? or Barsha on a 450 in the sand. Point in case, no comparison, get over it. If you burn Lomo to the ground, Pulp New Mexico is going to suck. So uh, I didn't say I was going to burn Lomo. I said I was going to burn Team USA compound to the ground. Mm. So just get that clear. Maybe not even go this year, because Alessi is not going to Lone Crest Nations. Face it. Hey, Steve. Steve Perry from Tulare. Yeah, funny, huh? I'm not the singer. Um, <laughs> Steve Perry. It's your guy. Nice. Dungeonator name. I came up with it, stamp it, uh, don't you kill on it, and uh, great show. Um, hope you guys keep on going like you're going, man. Love it. Uh, first keep of all, up. I made up the Dungeonator in like 2010 when he was killing it on a Suzuki. How my and my theory was he's just a robot. Like it doesn't matter if he has if he has 10 seconds, he doesn't back it down. He just he rides the same pace the whole moto, puts the seconds on 30, 40, 50 seconds, whatever it is. He's like a robot. Dungeons and Dragons. Dun- he does, yeah, he doesn't like that. When you tried calling him Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. You used to do that, didn't he you? Didn't, he didn't think that was funny. I made I made up a lot of nicknames for guys, not just Ryan. I, I like Dungeons and Dragons. I thought that was funny, but he didn't get it. Why didn't he get it? I don't know. He just didn't like it. Why did you talk to him? It was on one of your podcasts. Oh. You know, I study those things. I'm surprised Dungeon I'm, and I don't get along. I mean, he's from Minnesota. Uh-huh. District 23. Uh-huh. I grew up riding District 23. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like your wifey's from right over there. My wife's from North Dakota. Wow! I grew up riding Elko, Millville, Grantsburg, uh, Kellogg, all the District Twenty Three tracks. Like I, we'd go there in the spring before. Yeah, the, something in common. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Pat Donahoe, uh, Bavoni Voss, um, Brandon Bacchus, I think his name was. I, I raced those dudes. Yeah. Corey well, when, when you Keeney? disparage him. Oh yeah, Corey Keeney. I don't blame him. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's up, Paulters? Hey, I uh, just had a question. I sent one into tits, um, but if it doesn't get read, maybe it will on voicemail. Um, wanted to see what the chance ability is of getting a webcam in the studio so we can watch the soap opera. And um, Steve, it's Tyler Rattray, not Tyler Rattray. <laughs> you say it so fast. You always say Tyler. Don't say you don't because you do rewind the tapes. Listen to it. Whatever, bro. <laughs> and tits, come on, man. Get on a little more. There's, there's plenty of opportunities where Steve has brought up stuff for you to bring. Voice drops in, and you're just sleeping. So pick it up. Jason Kempel? 
another Minnesota guy raced against <laughs> him. <laughs> I agree that I agree your drop your drop stuff's horrible. Wow. You were good tonight though with the one. With the one. The, the I don't I, think Baluti even likes me. I had a couple. But you just you gotta get more on it for sure. Mm. I I do like the fact that you're not on your phone very much this show. It's good. Mm. Good job on that. Usually he's like this Balut. Running the show Twitter for you. Come producing. On. These two guys both did that? Do that? Uh, well, Watson's on the well, Watson's on his phone talking, yeah, trying to talk. Yeah, he, he just takes hey, look phone at my calls screen. Look at my screen saver on my phone. It's Johnny O. That's cool. Sweet shot. Answer gear. That's cool. Thanks, guys. Johnny O. By the way, you've already talked about the webcam before. To, oh, the webcam thing. Um, yeah, it's a little pricey because uh, if you want to stream bandwidth. it, it costs money. Uh-huh. There, are, there is like Ustream, which is free, but then I think you got to do some ads with them. And you know, you can set up a webcam here, but I don't. I think I don't know. I don't know. And then I like you know the whole Mav TV. We were supposed to be on TV. Oh yeah. And Mav TV just fucked us. But <laughs> um. Uh. Aaron Kennard from, mm-hmm. from Lucas Oil said he would produce the show for us for free if oh, I wanted really? to set it up and all that. Mm. It's just a lot of work, man. Who who wants to see a webcam? Like, I'm not that good looking. At least one person wants to see it. Yeah, this guy does. Mm. But this guy just wants to see it because Kenny wants to see Kenny take a swing at me. He, you know? Yeah, he, but, you know, it, it's fun seeing it. Kenny and I have faces. Kenny and I have faces for radio. You know, faces for radio, sure. <laughs> not, 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 <laughs> not. Don't cut yourself. Hey, no. would he take a swing at you? No, no, oh, okay. no, never, no, it, no. They, they want to see stuff like when you know Kenny's on his phone and just gets up in the middle of interviews and just like, eh, you know, whatever. So, who did we have? Oh, John Dowd, we had last week. John Dowd, he didn't ask John Down Down one thing. Didn't <laughs> nothing. Wonder why? I don't know. Hmm. Even John Dowdy, I said, him, I saw him this week, and I said, hey, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Like, you know, it's awesome. And he's like, yeah, yeah. What was with Watson? What what, what happened with Kenny? I, I I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't know. Hmm. That is the mystery that yeah. is Watson. And then other times he gets very agitated and irritated and he jumps mm-hmm. all over somebody. Sure, it's awesome. He makes the show. He's good. Yeah. What's Ferry gonna say about your screensaver? Yeah, Timmy's good. He's on there. Oh, okay. Hey guys, I'm a big fan of the Pulp Show. Love it. Keep up the great work. Do me a favor and uh, give us an update tonight on the show about Nick Way. Felt so bad for Nick, man. I seen him on TV slipping end over end, and his bike ended up out there in the creek. What a bummer, man! So, uh, how's he doing? Let me know if he's hurt bad or not. That was real, real bad to see that happen to him. He's a good guy. We gave an and, update at uh, the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah. Now they they ran that clip into the ground of his bike falling into the creek. Yeah. He uh, pretty impressive. Dislocated his hip. Yeah. They put it back in. He's fused a couple of vertebrae. Full strength, full walking, everything. No problems there. But it's gonna be a long recovery. And like Berluti says, no doubt retirement comes into his mind, probably, but I don't think so. But no, you gotta you gotta wonder, right? Hey, where where on the track was that? I Sand never Wolves. knew they got that close. Oh yeah, like going into him, right? Yeah, yeah, near the end. Yeah, they're, oh, near they're, the end. Near the end, before you make a left, you're close. Yeah, you're right there. When you turn and come back through him the other way? No, before that, going into him. Oh, going into him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but yeah, at yeah, the you're end, close but there. at the end, before okay. you make the corner. Okay. Yeah. Wow. They were actually kicking people out of that creek all day. There was people just playing in the creek. Right. While the races were going on. They had to, like, tell Down them. Down that yeah. way. Hey, what happened to the whoop monster, too? Hey, where has he been? He's gone. He's he wasn't gone there for last two or three year. Years. He's yeah. retired. Yeah, I don't know. The money wasn't there. They still talk about him on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Or not podcast, excuse the show. me. On the show. Yeah. I know. It confuses you, brother. Yeah, Your old I, podcast yeah, shows. Uh, scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> TV, Computers. Podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't worry. It's very scary. Very scary world. Yeah. yeah. F you, dude. That's for me. I'm sorry, brother. No, it's good. Uh, 
thank God 250s are exciting this year. Makes up for the uh, lack of racing in the 450 class. Those four guys in the 250 class, you know, they're really going for it. It's hard to not uh, cheer for all of them because you know they really want it bad. Anyways, thanks a lot. Keep up the good work, and we'll see you later. That's all. That's the voicemails, everybody. That's the voicemails. Hope Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. All right. Hey, uh, thanks to our guests tonight. Kevin Windham, Davey Millsaps, Top Jimmy, Easy from Brotocross, JT Money not calling in tonight, despite yeah, him saying yeah. he was going to. Yeah, he told me he would. It's, it's texted super, me and yeah. the whole deal. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Got, got that. <laughs> uh, it's 7 o'clock in the morning in Holland, so who knows? He probably went out all night. Maybe he's mad at you, him? Nathis, for dogging him. Well, I wanted to ask him the Karsten question for sure. Oh, well, sure. He'd say Karsten. He's that way. Um Kenny Watson, please get well soon. We miss you. Yeah. We miss you. Um, you better be here next week. Our 100th show 100th next week. 100th show. Wow. 100th show Big next plans. week. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Um, we've got special plans. I'll really? tell you off the air. Okay. Uh, it's going to be fun, though. It's going to be really cool. You should actually should, should come by. Yeah, why not? It'd be fit, he'd fit in there, I think. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, so 100th show next week. Uh, we got some special guests coming in. Mm-hmm. Not going to let the cat out of the bag yet, but thank you, everybody, for tuning in for tonight. Anyways, show number 99. Berlut, man, short notice, probably a couple hours notice, and you showed up. Come on, no nail problem. it. Yeah. Nail it. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's good. We need to get more candidates. Oh, Thanks, you guys. Good I appreciate times. it. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for letting me let me come. It's uh, it's 10 o'clock, so it's – Is when, it? When does the, the home close for you? Do they, uh, let you, do they let you in? Home? What do you mean? I'm, <laughs> the old folks, you know, the old folks home. We like, talked they, to, oh, old folks. Okay. Yeah, do, they, you know, do they let you in past a certain hour? Or? I just sleep on the porch. <laughs> uh, Tony Berluti, uh, Hart and Huntington uh, ace mechanic. Uh, I guess you will see you at Anaheim. That's the next time we'll see the track, but you'll be by here again, I hope. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We're going to go out. Dedicated. Berluti killed it tonight, and we've got his song to go out with. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to BTOsports.com. X brand goggles, FMF racing, works connection, AGV helmets, fly racing, tech one designs, free gun underwear, Rockford Fosgate, race tech, Vivint home automation. Thank you, everybody. Support the sponsors, support the show. Kenny Watson, as we said, get well soon. Tits, thank you. You're Good welcome. job tonight. I didn't mean it when I said you were dumb. <laughs> it's okay. Thanks again, Berluti. <laughs> See you next week.
there's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.